you had Woody's gamer tag money is the more appropriate oh thing. Oh my god, that's how we're no, keeping no, off the show? No, Woody's gamer tag audience. <laughs> oh, are we, are we live? Are we rolling here? Yeah, that's how we kicked it off. Woody's gamer Hell tag money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of hearing about that cow money. You talk about Woody's gamer tag money. Oh, gee, yeah. <laughs> Woody's gamer tag money consists of not spending his money. That's how it happens. And there's wings. So tell us about our his... sponsor tonight, Woody. <laughs> oh, fuck you. you. <laughs> All right. This week's sponsor is Jumpman. The top don- donator on the best Minecraft server ever to exist in the past, present, or future of this multiverse. How Woody... much YouTube money are we talking about, Woody? <laughs> he has spent over. It's right at the graphic. Over ten thousand dollars spent on WoodyCraft.net. Ding Making ding it ding rain. ding ding. Hashtag <laughs> making it rain. Thank you, Jumpman. We all appreciate what Job, you do. Jumpman twelve. Top donator. Top donator. Yeah, we want, you guys need to get out there and, and be chasing this guy down. He's got. He's ten grand in. Okay, mm-hmm. that's his. That's how much he's invested into Woodycraft thus far. You guys wow, have to catch him. You got to run him down. Mm-hmm. Man, that's <laughs> yeah. crazy. If Get you think he's the top donator, you can knock him off his spot. I'm saying absolutely. Maybe we're joke. talking about you next. And week. then you, know? you can buy us. You can sponsor a PKA and tell everybody about it. Yeah. <laughs> and you spend and, and basically, he came to us and wanted to sponsor an episode of the show just to. So that we would do what we're doing right now. Those Talk are my about favorite how. sponsors. Right here, Jumpman. The best. Like my, I, I think it's fun when we have a sponsor like the Yolo Boys or like Jumpman, who's just like, you know what? I sponsored PKA because fuck you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just so you know, and he didn't even give us his real name. Like, if I had done it, I would want you to know. You know, don't don't. Okay, it's you know, it's his his uh, his, his, uh, his Minecraft name, right? Yeah, they call it an IGN, an in-game name. Thank you. And, but and he didn't yeah. want us to know his real name. Right. He's he is the jump man and he, he makes it rain. That's all you need to know, baby. The Correction wings. Awesome. Let me let me backstep a little. From now on it's jump man money. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> there it is. If you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna pull one of those, if only I had jump man money. That's yeah. right. That's where it I'd is. I'd have the Spencer Mansion as my house. What's Absolutely. the Spencer Mansion? It's the it's the house from Resident Evil One. Aha. It's nothing compared to the Jumpman Mansion. <laughs> yeah, so so Jumpman bought a full uh, show of advertising, so we're gonna be talking about him a good bit tonight. We so are. buckle up. Jumpman, making it rain. We should just dump water on ourselves at one point we during the show. We should bring him on here. We should bring him on here and interrogate <laughs> him why he felt Minecraft was a better use of his money than charity. We should we should ask him that question. It is charity, like, bitch. He's gonna say it. Do I look normal? I'm sorry. It's a form of charity. I agree. <laughs> I agree with that statement. I really hope. I, I do, bet that I guy would burn you too. I bet he'd be like, actually, I yes. donated one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars last year to the Wounded Warrior, Warrior Foundation. Uh, I also put on a benefit concert it, for them yes, with, my, no with my friends, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So suck it, X Jones. That's what he'd say. Totally. He's probably yeah, that yeah, yeah. He'd be like, you think ten grand is a lot, man? Spent like. Like what you said. Yeah. It's gonna be like Chad Woden, son. That ain't cash money over there. But, so uh, so Sam yeah, is Jumpman, thank you. We appreciate you making it rain. Continue to make it rain on Minecraft servers and PKA. <laughs> All right. Our guest tonight is X Jones. Thank you. And he has this ambition to live forever. Please oh, tell us. I mean, doesn't everyone? Yes, I do. Let me ask you a good question. Forever. Do you want to live oh, right, forever or do you want to be? Do you want to live forever, or, or would you like to be youthful forever? No, I just want to be older than 100. I don't want to die before I'm 100. Like, fuck that shit, man. Let's go for, like, two. Let's go let for me, two. Let me ask you this question next, Charles, but you want to live over 100 years old. Have you yeah. ever seen people in, like, their 80s? Mm. 
Yeah, man. I had that's a grandmother the, with the diapers and salt kicking your Every time I went over to her house, I was like, this is how 97-year-old lives? Fuck, man. And now I think about having, like, my legs replaced with robot legs and arms replaced with robot arms all the time. I'm not thinking about T-Rexes like Keemstar said. I'm just thinking about what the future's going to be like. Because people who predict the future statistically make Let a lot of Let me get this right, X-Jaws. You want to live to 110, and you don't want your regular prosthetics. You want robot prosthetics. Did you say people who I predict the future statistically make a lot of money? Are they... People who predict the future. I... Nostradamus was rolling in it. What are, you, what are you talking about? Talk, talk, talk. I've been on the show for like that. four minutes, and we're into PKA stats already. <laughs> people like Mark Zuckerberg, who get so inspired by an idea about what the future is going to be like, and then they build companies around that idea, make Bullshit. lots of money. Let me, let me ask you this next, Charles. If Mark Zuckerberg... Bullshit, you should talk to Mark Zuckerberg, bro, and Larry so Page. Well, well, of course Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg's going to be like, yeah, of course, I'm a fucking genius. I've predicted all this shit. I'm a genius. Mark no, Zuckerberg. no, he literally just predicted Facebook. Girls. No, he literally just predicted Facebook, and that's all he's fucking big for. And Larry Brain and Sergey, they found what backlinks were and realized they can make the best search engine with backlinks. How sophisticated is that fucking idea? But they're going to make more money in the 21st century in self-driving cars than they ever have made in search. I think self-driving Google cars will keep going. Own the 21st century. They're going to be more powerful. Than- X-Charles is already on to his next $100 million idea. Right? It, always, always. I've got this idea. I can we make got a, self-driving he cars. He hasn't made his first million yet, the fucking bus but his $100 million is almost done. <laughs> No, because I network really well with investors out here in L.A. And investors know me as, like, they're into, like, the tech world, but then now also the into just, like, the influencer world. Because I've got all these now, like, now I can just go crazy. Now I can just be me because now I don't rely on the YouTube people who like me. I rely on just the people who like me. And that includes people with a lot more money than I've ever had. So now I'm just trying to pick the first idea and then the second idea and the third idea and the fourth idea and end up somewhere between now and 2200 where I'm still, I want to live over at 2100. I mean, I don't care about the money. I want to donate 98% of my wealth to charity in the next 10 years, but I got to make at least 100 mil if I'm going to do a 2% pledge. So I'm trying to get everyone to take pledges. Like, I'm only going to use 10 man's got a 100 million dollar goal. Well, extra. Since you know all these people with with deep I'm pockets, saying... you know it's a great investment for all their money. Sponsoring PKA. <laughs> yes. Future, yeah. Uh, no. Brands, brands really care about content, and long form content is really important. I don't know if you guys know about who Evan Williams is. He was working on a podcasting site before Twitter because he was obsessed with how much un- like influence that was unorganized. And iTunes has a decent podcasting service, but if someone wants to make a lot of money, they should make a better podcasting service, like SoundCloud for podcasts. But you could also do video podcasts. And you could do video ads, and you could be YouTube for podcasting. There's a lot of amazing ideas out there that just no one's doing. It's all yeah, ads, those man. can be put with ad block, huh? Ideas aren't worth shit, though. I'm yeah, but you can't ad block if we're talking about it in the content. Branded entertainment's the future of ad money. Ideas I mean, are bullshit. Everybody has ideas. You might not I, know this, I, I but, agree. but your ideas don't make you unique. Everyone fucking listening to this show right now has a $100 million well, idea. They don't no, think they're big I about it, though. That. Your ideas do make you unique. Your ideas are the only thing that make you unique because everyone's got them, so you have to separate yourself by having the good ones. So Everybody I has to, good ideas. It's the example, 1% I, I, that actually fucking execute on their ideas. And that's where I, I to- take you to task, X-Jaws. You're talking about yeah. living forever. You're talking about this social yeah. media you know, in. You're talking about your investors. You're talking about all this stuff. You don't have a million yet. You're talking about your 100 no, million about and you haven't done your one. 000. I went through about 850,000. And learning from that is really, really valuable because now I can see how much 
influence money has on just everything. Everything. Like, McDonald's is McDonald's because of money. Weg- Wegmans is Wegmans because Ralph's and the other supermarkets weren't paying attention to really getting good products. Um, it's just, at the end of the day, the products... Yeah, but the, the problem is your all idea is no action. Here's an idea, X Charles. Wait, 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 wait. How many hours a day do you see me? How many hours a day do I see you? I can, I can yeah, remember that. Yeah, I don't know. My hand, five you minutes. You ask me here? how many hours a day I'm spending making content to show you what I'm doing in business. It would end up to be like this conversation right here, and not any of my tweets or videos. Well, well without giving point. too much away, you're not doing anything because that's our point too. What your day consists of? Yeah. I'm, I'm working every day of the week. I'm working on the the DeLorean in the garage. That's what I'm. Doing. <laughs> I'm saying without without I giving the flux any, capacitor like, this close to the flux capacitor. Without giving any secrets up, can you kind of lay us a vague idea of what the framework of your day looks like? Um, no day is similar, with the exception of a lot of time spent in front of a computer. Um, the websites that go on change a lot. I mean, I spend much less time on things that are fun and more things. I, I, I'm focusing on my information diet. So I'm trying to intake as much. So I've been watching documentaries like crazy. It's the only video content that I spend. TED Talks, documentaries, um, one-off interviews with different people who I'm trying to learn from. I'm literally uh, becoming, um, there's a quote from one of the guys who sells brand entertainment against uh, the Kardashian shows. He works at Bina Murray, uh, the company that produced the controller. Everyone uh, knows the controller. I was on that with a bunch of other YouTubers. Um, this guy says he's a student of consciousness, and that's fine. I'm just trying to be a student of consciousness. Student of consciousness. Oh my god, you are so full of shit. Let me help you out and understand how full of shit you are. Do you think Mark Zuckerberg focused on his information diet? Do you think Bill Gates focused on his information diet or Steve Jobs? None of these people. They actually did things. Yeah. Right. I surf the web, too. I have a steady information diet of everything from the safe to um, happy, embarrassed, naked girls to, um, uh, I don't know, whatever the latest PC chip is or, or overclocking. Yeah, or so I'm focusing on what people are entertaining on and I'm thinking are, be, are being entertained by and I'm making business ideas around that. So I'm so sorry, can I cut it one moment? <laughs> Woody, <laughs> tell me more about these happy <laughs> – Naked girls who are embarrassed about it. So you're yeah. looking. Hold on a second. Let me. Let are me are they here. like happy and then is this embarrassed? Is a subreddit? Because I'm liking like the sound of this. Yeah, happy. this is a subreddit, and I'll get it for you just right. Um, it's a really active subreddit. I never post on it so that people don't know I'm subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the, the jig is kind of up there. No, I just posted in the chat. There'll be entire threads on on the PKA subreddit dedicated to people trying to decipher what subreddit you're talking about now. But. Um, well, it, it's going to be easy now because it's called Happy Embarrassed Girls. Oh. I will put a link in the chat, and you will see. It is mostly mostly girls, like posing for the camera, kind of smiling, like "Oh my gosh, you caught me," kind of oh, thing. It's, it's adult content. Of course it's adult content left. Well, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a titty. There's a restriction right. thing that says, are you over 18 and willing to see adult content? Well, yeah, that was the thing. That was the, oh, I yeah. was like, oh. That I was, was the metadata crap. You know, I'm adult like, content is some of my favorite like content. The first couple of these are nip slips. It's really not that good. Like, there's so much room for innovation in the porn entertainment world that no one wants to get in that business. My dad got into it. And over 18 years made, you know, tons of money selling just DVDs. And that business was killed by the Internet like that. 
Mm-hmm. So the Internet's the ultimate paradigm shift, and the Internet's just an information machine that we can absorb tons of information through. Steve Jobs was obsessed with social collaboration through the Internet before he died. He's been obsessed with this since 91. That's his vision. A lot of people argue that he was the greatest humanitarian because he got uh, Wikipedia devices in millions of kids' hands that otherwise wouldn't have been so intrigued by them, but whenever they're bored and they want a game, or whenever they're bored and they want an app, they go spend money. A lot of people so, argue Steve so Jobs is the great greatest humanitarian. Of you pin my bullshit meter every 60 seconds. So, I'm just saying someone argues it. I didn't say I believe it. I didn't say I believe it. I said someone I, argues I, I, I that just, Steve Jobs... Is he the I guy that had, had like, out-of-wedlock babies that he denied and didn't pay their child support for? So, you're, you're talking about morals, not business. I'm talking I'm about talking humanitarian, about right? Like, if you're going to argue, I'm not saying yeah, the guy yeah, was bad so, at like, business. I'll line up with that. one child's life versus helping hundreds of thousands of kids get helping the internet. Hundreds of I mean, had a profit motive, and that was his entire motive. Yeah, but profit motives can be used for good too. If you believe, if you're obsessed That's with the idea that true, but are, if you're trying to increase global intelligence, what no. would you do? He had a profit motive, and he accidentally like did good things. Or would you make the machine that people make that that you view Reddit on? He had a profit Would motive, you try- and there was accidentally some good that came out of it. I'm telling you, you know, it, if he made a I'm million dollars shoveling sidewalks. The point. I'm saying that it is a good thing that more people have access to information. Wikipedia is a positive thing. Apple's a positive thing. Microsoft's a positive thing. So you've changed the argument, and you've tried to make me argue against Wikipedia, which is not the case. What I'm arguing against is that Steve Jobs... Would you shut up? I'm arguing against the idea that Steve Jobs was a humanitarian in the slightest. He may have increased the amount of people who have devices now that they consume information on. And I just recited an argument by another person that I see the argument of. I'm not trying – you're arguing against someone else's argument. I, I'm not trying to – like. No, I'm saying that I don't necessarily agree with this person. I agree with you. I agree with you that it's might, probably not true and that he was maybe a fucked up guy and did some negative things. But he was just focusing on one type of item. And there's a lot of other products around the world that shape who people are. And YouTube is one of them. It's the biggest one in my opinion. It's a lot of long-form video content where people get attached to the influencers, but then just people get attached to the site and the logo, and it's seven years into the internet TV. People are consuming TED Talks and documentaries for free and tons of information. We're all consumers. We're all massive consumers of entertainment, and we want it free, and we want it now, and we want it cheap. That's the way people are, and that's why Facebook Facebook is so popular, because it's free after you pay your internet bill on your computer. But Apple makes the computer, and Microsoft makes the computer. So you can't build a Reddit without how – I mean, listen, I just think there's a lot yeah, of influence that shape. It sounds to me like you're infatuated with making money, which is not a bad thing. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think, I don't think you – I think you have this, this, this idea that it gives you this godlike attainment, which is untrue. You keep uh, – yeah, I'm not trying to be a god or a cult leader. I'm trying to promote my ideas, which are that I want to live longer. I understand this, but well, let's look at, Bill, let's look at uh, Bill Gates. He gives like 95% of his total wealth away. An Great man. He does good things. But is he on the same level as like a Gandhi mm-hmm. who is so dead broke? Bill Gates doesn't have a big Twitter or Facebook or YouTube following. And if he did, he would have more impacts on daily people's lives because – just put it back on daily people live. I mean, like, I mean, all you guys think. I mean, everyone who follows me think. I don't know if all you guys follow me, but if you saw one of my tweets, YouTube videos, or Instagrams, you thought maybe actually I was crazy. And that's what I'm counting on: is people thinking I'm crazy because then more people will talk about me. Is full and that's all I want. Anything like crazy? 
Um, yes, it, it's actually extremely similar. I am I, going crazy trying to work 24-7. I started, I just saw how easy it was to make money. Um, you know, the first thing I did uh, to, to really try and make money the past three, four months when I was broke was introduce Dylan, the kid who set up your Minecraft server, to a bunch of YouTubers I knew. So he's got server deals coming up with a bunch more YouTubers, and it's making tens of thousands of dollars. And people are changing around their entire content strategies based around the money that they're making on Minecraft. They didn't make the game, they made a server. So I'm not full of shit. I promise you I'm not full of shit. See, I'm going that the exact opposite from you, Dexter, ever. I would like to live as long as possible. You didn't introduce me to Dylan either, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, he would tell you I introduced you, but if you don't no, he believe wouldn't. that, I mean... He, all right, I introduced you guys in person. That's what he said. Sorry. I, like, you, I was I was there the first time you guys met via person, and you guys wouldn't have done a server otherwise, is what he said. Do you see how but it went from I introduced so you guys to I introduced you in person to, oh, I was there when you two met at dinner yeah, or something. And that's not even true either. Like, it... He was in the same hotel, man. All right. I mean, listen, listen, listen. Not the best example. You may have known it through the internet before. Uh, I'm not coming at you. I think Minecraft money is great, and I think that you have a real reason why you should have a lot of money. And not a lot of YouTubers do. Not a lot of YouTubers do. What, what, what do you do with, you know, millions of dollars if you're Tabuscus? You buy a bunch of houses. You know, it, it, it's just so easy to make money. And if you're thinking of content ideas, you can be talent. I don't want to be talent. I hate the idea of being talent, being controlled, being bought by any brand, any sponsor. You know so who's not controlling? Control? You know who's not controlling X-Jaws? Jumpman12. Jumpman. <laughs> Never. Jumpman12 doesn't have a voice on the, on the show that he, he sponsors. He doesn't have a voice. So he, you know he, what? He, he, had the, he had the ability to, to try to make us do or say whatever, to, to pimp anything he wanted. And he said, no, I just want to be known as the guy $10, that makes it. Yeah, Jumpman, I don't know if you're aware of this, yeah. but you could have given us a script. You could have written a play, and we would have performed it for you. Like, we would have all <laughs> abided by the roles, the lines. Like, you could make Wings a little schoolgirl. Woody, like, Hell no. you could make Woody Jesus Christ. You could make me the guy from Assassin's Creed with a crazy Italian backstory, and we'd all acted it out for, like, half an hour. Now, we if done you a send us another payment, we'll make that lives. happen next week. He actually, he has on here that he wants me to say, Colin's a panther, panthers for the win. Which, if you watch my live, okay, is not something I want to say. But he well, made the it Panthers are, in the, are going to the playoffs this year, Woody. It's not about that. One of my friends is a Panther, and he kind of, like, in-game uh, betrayed us. I mean, we're friends. It's, it's just, you know, in-game stuff. And, uh, and, and suddenly other people switch their skins to the Pink Panther. Now we go to war at survival oh. games all the time. Oh. And, and he is trying to say that my son is now on the other team. And uh, and he made well, me say it because true. he has influence. I, I I was just trying to picture a panther at like I a. Oh, we were going Carolina Panthers. Nah, yeah, I when did he too, said actually, my friend is a panther, I was like, is your friend? Like, I, I, I instantly <laughs> put that with he's a Carolina Panther fan. <laughs> right? No, I I don't know. No, his friend's Cam Newton. Cam Newton is <laughs> the guy that that messes with Woody. I'm on gonna his... be a bandwagon bitch. I, I've been a Panthers fan for a long time, but I just kind of ignore them. They're doing well this year, so I'll watch them. Well, you should. I, I don't. I don't get What's that. The sports fans that are like, "Oh, you're not a real fan because you haven't been with the team." If a team sucks, you shouldn't watch them. You shouldn't buy tickets. You shouldn't buy memorabilia. If your yeah. favorite team, from wh- wherever you are, whatever draws you to a team, if they suck, you don't buy their stuff. You I don't disagree. consume their media. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Why? All right, because okay, and, and maybe you just used the the wrong word. Hmm. If you're a fan of a team then you should do all of those things, win, loss, or draw. Yes. If you're a casual well, you observer of the Atlanta Braves, 
which is what, in all honesty, I am, then if they're losing, you're not going to watch an, a game that year. Fuck them. See, Kyle, we're not, we don't have it that easy. The Braves, you know yeah, what, fan? Do, do the wings, do you know what? People forget the word. Braves yeah, never get the word. They make it to the playoffs and go yes. out in the first round. It's, a, yeah. it's someone who's obsessed, someone who compulsively buys memorabilia around a brand that they're a fanatic of. So, and you can be fanatic about anything. I want to circle back to how yeah. you're going to make $100 million. It, it, I don't want to talk about too many ideas. I just want to say I'm going to try to predict the future. Um, I think marijuana content online is going to be huge over the next five years and is going to become much more friendly for brands to buy ads against because people really have a terrible stigma towards a lot of things, and marijuana is the one that there's decreasing social stigma, especially with a very young demographic. So I just feel... I shouldn't go into too much detail. Let me I'm saying, you, let, let, Wings, let me, let me run this for a second, please. Let's do a rundown of your ideas so far. The, the first I, one I heard no, was that I, you were going to so – uh, so, so, actually, the way conversation works is one person talks and then the other talks, and, and you kind of go back and forth like that. So the first one I heard was you were going to take blood from college students, separate it, and then sell their plasma? Yeah. Yeah, plasma, blood plasma. There's Let a lot of companies. This. I was doing on it board for the vampire idea. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> vampire idea. Yo, right? And, and there's like three companies that are public now who do that. So, and those yeah, came out of the Red Cross. I did I'm like that it. idea. No, no, no. The, Red, the Red Cross doesn't Red get blood Cross plasma. The Red Cross donate blood, 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 blood and they sell it to hospitals. So, 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 the, the, the distinct um, difference between blood and blood plasma is that you can take a lot more blood plasma, but then you have to replace uh, a lot of the nutrients that are in the blood right in, intravenously through the opposite arm. So while you're taking all the blood out, it goes into this big machine, and in the big machine, the blood gets turned into blood plasma, gets separated into blood plasma and the rest of the shit. And the rest of the shit gets pumped right back into you. But then the blood plasma you can take out, and you can take it from that human again 24 hours later. But legally, you can only do it three, uh, no, every other day, so every 14 days you can do it seven, seven times. So... There's still a Doesn't the blood there. plasma still, keep longer as well? I'm not doing it right now, but I want to do that too. I know a lot of I know athletes do that kind of stuff. They go to Germany, like yeah. Kobe Bryant, Brian Urlacher. I know they, it's for they, they use it for like regenerative pro, or purposes. Yeah, I don't think that's just stuff. plasma. I know a little bit about it because Dana White did it, <clears> and <throat> A Rod was the one that told Dana White to check it out. And uh, oh yeah, but I don't think it was. I think I think it was more sophisticated oh, yeah. than just plasma. He he called it stem cell. Well, I don't they, know if it is. Oh. Holy shit. Uh, but, um, it was speaking of which, fund that stem cells. Why are we not funding this? Who cares? Dead baby. <laughs> so what? Uh, yeah. All right. We so, need to get Woody's shotgun out. We could take four of those babies <laughs> out at once. Stem cells for everyone. You gotta have the proper choke on that shotgun. Does so, he have the so proper first, choke? Ski choke. So, first there was the blood plasma idea. And then we got off of that. And then what came next? Was it just. That was like two, two and a half ago. That was like two, two and a half years ago. I came that was a while idea. ago. Yeah. I want to go through the list. And then. What was after that? Probably just YouTube money, right? Selling ads against content? For a while. For yeah, a while, that, yeah. That worked out pretty well for a while. And yep, then yep. I'm trying to remember, what was after that? There's always a thing. What, what, what were you doing? Nah, I, I went pretty broke after YouTube um, until I met Dylan, and he set up some servers. And ever since then, I made a few thousand dollars a month off of some server deals that I got set up for him. And now those servers, he doesn't run anymore. He just runs one server. Um, so I don't really make anything now except, like, maybe 900 bucks a month off my YouTube channel uh, from my YouTube network. Um, I'm thinking about doing more videos this next month so that I have an easier time paying my rent and I don't have to borrow any more money from people. 
because I've been having to borrow money from friends, and that's a terrible feeling. Um, now I, I have an investor who really wants to put money into one of the ideas I come up with, who will pay me, will give me money whenever I don't have my rent money or anything like that now, so I don't have to borrow any money from friend friends, just one investor who really likes me. Um, so, I, no, there's no other thing other than Minecraft no, money. No, there, there's ideas. There's what there's happened to the, the music stuff? Extras. I know right. you were that was, that that for was a while. one. I left that out. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I saw you, you with the beads. I saw you with beads. <laughs> So um, I met, you know, Justin Bieber, and everyone knew about that, but they didn't all know the name of the company that I was working at. And, uh, you know, I- I'm going to be leaving that company real soon. Um, they're really good guys, and I learned a lot with them. But the truth is, just they're not going in the direction that I want to go as a company. So, um, you know, I wish them the best to help luck. Stars but... manage their social media. I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, you help stars manage. So, so you are. I mean, regardless of all the fussing I've given you tonight, you are actually a social media expert you know there's no doubt about it there's not that many people who've done what you've done yes if you define it by being paid a professional is the way i put it but none i mean it's hard to be an expert you definitely consider yourself like top one percent or top 0.01 percent 0.1 percent i would consider myself top one percent as far as social media knowledge i think all youtubers really are um out of just the general human population, they're obviously gonna, they're probably going to be in the top five percent. Anyone with over ten thousand fans on YouTube is probably going to be in the top five percent. Because fuck it, like people in Africa don't have iPads and are on YouTube all the time. Not nearly as much as in the U.S. or U.K. at least. So it's just we're all social media geniuses. It's just comparative. It's all comparative, and then it's about what businesses people who are social media geniuses are getting into. Are they all creating social media consulting firms? No. Um, they found other ways to monetize their knowledge. Guys like Bieber, maybe not Bieber because he's pretty much a social media genius already. But so I still um, want to. I still want to do musician stuff. I'm still going to. I'm going to start a YouTube network really soon. Um, and the CPMs on gaming content are looking like they're going to be like 30 percent above what any of the networks are doing right now, minimum. Just because of two people who I'm friends with who have access to really uh, a lot of brands is the easiest way to put it. Uh, so question, X Jones. It just yeah. We're, we're about half hour in, and you've you talked about money, and we understand where you want to go and where you would like to go business-wise. I what do you want to do with your life itself? Like, what is the end goal of life? Like, what do you want to last 110 years? My life. I understand I you want my life to last, but oh, what's sorry, sorry. in it? Like, what, do you want a family? Do you want a house? Do you want to do something that... Like, what job I want to do with that increase. money? What is the end goal? Because money oh, is a means right. to an end. Okay. It's not end the end. end goal. I can easily give you an end goal. The end goal is less human suffering and more human happiness. That's a huge goal that you never will accomplish. He didn't say Thank how much. Yeah, he didn't say how many humans are which humans. All he's got to do is help one orphan, and he's achieved his goal, yeah. technically. You drop exactly. a fiver so on the funny. sidewalk, and he's won. <laughs> I have yeah, a question. You find a couple bums, you give, them, you give them 10 bucks each, and the next thing you know, you realize, fuck, there's a lot of bums. I That's have what a I did question, when I went to Philadelphia. I went to school at Temple University, about uh, down the street from where Matt went to school, Drexel, and there's so many bums there. You start to realize, fuck, if I give a bum to every bum, if I give a dollar to every bum, <laughs> if I give a dollar to every bum for every day of the year, fuck, man, I would probably need a few million dollars. Because there's like two and a half million people just in Philly, and like three percent of them are homeless, two percent of them are homeless, I'm guessing something like that. It's a really, really sad fucking world, and we don't even live in the sad places. The sad places are Africa and fucking China, and like, man, China's trying to catch up so bad, and they're doing it just because they got so many people. That's it. People, human collaboration is awesome, but social collaboration through the internet is much, much more efficient. But you don't, you don't need money to do what you're, what you want to do at your end goal. You, you say you watch TED you Talks. Don't. 
There's a kid that made you a test. don't know how I want to achieve my goal if you don't think I, I do not know how you want to achieve your goal, but I'm, I'm, only, I want to I'm only dealing with the information you're giving me. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. I, I, ask questions that you want me to answer, and I'll answer anything, but uh, almost anything. It's just I don't want to give away business ideas, and I want I'm, – I'm giving away a bunch anyway, just randomly. I don't want to talk too much about businesses like well, I'm trying, trying to Well, well extra, what if I pay thirty nine ninety nine in three easy installments? Can I attend your <laughs> seminar to hear the rest of your ideas? I got Do you have a book, no, a DVD? I couldn't put a price on how valuable I think the ideas are, and I'm scared that if other people get them, they won't spend the money as much on charity as I will because I want to take a 1% pledge by the time I'm 50. That's fucking hard, man. I want to spend at least $5 million, but I want it to be only 1% of what I make that year. So that that's the wavelength I'm on. It's thinking like, all right, there's all these people in Africa who need this money just as much as I do. I'm not any more important than them, but wait a minute, I can help a lot of them, and that makes me smarter than them. Would I be able to be... I can't put more yeah, value. Wait, on my I thought own. you just said they weren't any different than you. Why don't you? Just yeah, I know I can't. Down they are, the they're entirely different from me because we haven't been raised in the same environment. It's like uh, fuck this drywall. They don't know what drywall is. They don't know these words I'm speaking. We speak totally different languages. Of course, it's totally different. Culture is totally different in Africa versus Philadelphia. So uh, they can't even imagine what it's like to be me. You, when, when you make eye contact with someone who doesn't even speak your language and doesn't understand why you would have a gold chain, when if they had gold, they'd just have, like, a house and all this other shit, fuck, they're like, all right, life is crazy. And when I look at them, when I look at poor people, bums, I'm like, damn, that sucks. Have I'm really happy that I'm not I that. And then I go, fuck, I'm partially responsible because I bought... Gucci shoes or Louis Vuitton this or whatever. I'm like, fuck, man. Why did I not donate that money to charity? Because now I'm broke and I have struggled paying for rent, food, gas, everything. So now you think about money a totally different way because you're like, fuck, every single dollar could be spent on rice. And rice would feed millions of people and did for years in Asia. You have this idea that nobody is getting money. Walmart donated $60 million dollars no, last no, year. Not enough. Not enough. Not enough. Five, and 338 so I, I million pounds of food. One percent. How about Walmart start paying their workers a living wage first? Take care of them first and then they'll worry about My idea for x is he is thinking too big. And I'm not trying to say he can't. God damn it, Wings. Goals. It's my I'm turn to talk. I, no, All no, right, stop, stop. Take it over. No, no. I want a question. It's been 30 fucking minutes. Please talk, Kyle. Come on. Sam, I want to... I want to ask you about robotic limbs. Oh, God. No, and man, I haven't learned enough about robotic limbs. I'm trying to make my millions first. I'm not trying to build robotic limbs. It's not my idea. But I think I'm a theme park... I want to know like, when you get a robotic arm, are you going to jerk off with it? I want Sam to tell me about robotic limbs. Okay. That is all. All right, I'm going, to make a, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to make a prediction for 100 years from now. Westline I think in hands. 100 years, we'll have a theme park with interactive robots that look like everything from dinosaurs to humans to everything. Just... Theme parks, they're what Disney is interested in, is the best 3D. They're interested in the highest level technology, which right now includes robots, artificial intelligence, 3D projection. So watch theme parks like Six Flags and Disney and all these get these. Uh, man, I've, I've seen shit I can't talk about, but I'm telling you, when you start learning what the guys with all the money are doing, you're just like, this is, this is crazy. Does the, the, the robot hand have really like an Asian masseuse sitting on it? I'm get myself all, all it needs is a flashlight, man. A robot. Exactly. I want to sell flashlights. I want to sell all the products around adult entertainment. So I'm going to launch an adult site in the next two years. That's why I'm going to the ABN. You'll be wasting money, my friend. Charles, I have a question. 
Some would say that you're lots of talk and very little action. What would you say to those people? I would agree that thus far I've shown next to nothing that I could do, but I've made over $800,000 showing next to nothing. I've just put my internet on the life, on the, on, on the, the camera and, and on the internet, and people fucking watched it, and then I found out I could play ads against it, and I was like, woo! YouTube money! When, when Alex said that shit in person at the Billionaire Challenge, I was like, this is insane. Oh my god, this billionaire wants to meet me? What? And ever since that day, ever since the first day I got my first YouTube check, the first big one, you know, the, the, the 2010 February 1st one. Right, that when um, they paid quarterly and, like, caught up. I remember that. It's about time, you motherfuckers. Remember that. A lot of YouTubers remember that day. I could talk oh, I remember to that day. about that day. I could talk to, I could talk to fucking SXE Phil about that day because he saw on Twitter how many YouTubers were like, fuck YouTube money, Whoa! You took your check and put it on Facebook. What? You put your check what on Facebook? Facebook. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. But I'll tell you something about Facebook. They are trying to buy Vivo, and Vivo's trying to do a lot more than music in 2014. They're going to do comedy. They're going to do everything. Okay. Um, Vivo is going to try and be like the big – it's the big internet dick, right? It's, this, it's bigger than Machinima. It's waiting to stick around, and it's like, all right, Facebook, who wants, who wants our dick? Does Facebook want it? Does YouTube want it? And it's not going to matter because – YouTube is like TV on the internet and is uncomparable the brand recognition that they have because of how good of a product they have. The discovery is infinitely better than Vimeo or Pornhub or YouPorn or any of these other competing sites, even though the adult ones aren't even competing sites. you got to keep in mind that these sites have not been developed as much because there's not as much money in them. But Google has unlimited amounts of money. So they throw that at YouTube they throw that at YouTubers. They throw that at YouTube channels and TV people trying to be YouTubers. And it just fails across the board. Like Machinima, Maker is pretty bad. Uh, full screen. Um, there's, it, it, it's really funny to me how much money investors are still willing to put into Machinima, Maker, MLG, all these companies that I feel like I know more about than like the people putting in money. Because if I knew about them, I probably wouldn't put my money into them. You might know like, more than these. Other so guys. I saw we we all saw Machinima go from like this baby to this multi a company trying to get over a billion dollar valuation. Mm-hmm. And you know when that article came out that they had gotten thirty five million, I was like, Google likes that. And I saw all the news articles about how this was the first content company Google had ever invested in, and it made me think a lot about Google and their plans. And really, they just want better content on the internet. But they want to be on their their premier service, and they've won. They've Google's making a huge defeated, mistake. Single-handedly YouTube. defeated. What? Google's making a huge mistake with YouTube. The trouble is, if Google wants better content, they're being very, very content maker unfriendly. Right? If they would like to have the next How I Met Your Mother go on YouTube, they need to mobilize. They need to uh, make mobile ads work ah, for the content creators. They don't, there's, there's hold on they a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I gave you like forty minutes to talk uninterrupted just now. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, if if they want like a Game of Thrones to arrive, if they want these things, they can't take a hundred percent of half the views, which is what happens on mobile. And they've been talking about changing that, but they're not, and it is obviously not a priority for them. And AdBlock, AdBlock works perfectly on YouTube. They need to make AdBlock not work if they want to have high-end people. They can have me film my Christmas tree on YouTube, and that's the kind of content they'll continue to get unless. They make it uh, more friendly to content oh. producers. Do you think um, 
I, I would agree with you that, that the ad block being pushed by Google is unfriendly to um, people who want to monetize via advertisements. Um, I think that Google doesn't want the next How I, Want Your, How I Met Your Mother. They just want something that has the same amount of viewers. Because, And, and then at, on that note, I'll say this. About How I Met Your Mother, you know, Shay Carl does like over $20 CPMs before anyone takes their cut every single ad on his channel. Every single one. Not premium. Premiums go for over 100 for Shay because his content is so friendly. And he's got years of pulling in over 5 million views a month. So you can sell that to advertisers like, look, this is how I met your mother online. And it's not at all like how I met your mother. They don't want that. They want realness. They just want people. And, and, and you know, Machinima had a couple How I Met Your Mothers for the gaming scene. They had the Halo 4 Under Dawn series and the Mortal Kombat series that had TV money and could have been sold on HBO, for, you know, with a subscription, whatever. And Google, Machinima brought you know us in to uh, talk about, um, you know, they were going to do subscriptions against channels. And now Twitch does it really well. YouTube still doesn't have it implemented. Um, I'm not sure if they will or not, but I'm trying to be more like HBO, but we, we, YouTube doesn't care if they have HBOs. They have people like me and you and everyone on this call who have amassed over a million unique views over the course of just being a person but all putting it on the Internet. And fuck, some of us have over two and three million people who know about us today. And, and they might not all say positive things. They might not all be subscribed. But the amount of attention and influence and brand awareness that YouTube has is ridiculous. They have the eyes. They will continue to win. Facebook's going to make a huge um, fucking business play, video play in the next two years. It's going to fail. They're going to be seen as just the e-penis measure for people who are comparing themselves to their high school friends. And I really don't – I'm not I'm – not, I'm in love with YouTube. I am in love with how amazing it is that people can just consume whatever kind of long-form information, video uh, video content that anyone else is willing to upload. And Viacom couldn't do shit about it just because of how many kids were like, fuck that shit. Like, I'm Why did you abandon YouTube then? Why have I abandoned YouTube? Or, uh, I mean, you I pretty much have to put a video out since February of this year. I mean, I put out, like, six videos. I mean, I put out, like, 15 videos since then, but I had to take down, like, six of them because I'm super self-conscious about my like dislike ratios, and I was like, man, a third of the people who watch this shit, like, didn't like it. Fuck, you know, I kind of value the opinion, and I was like, fuck, I got to really think about myself. And I spent a lot of time... they're disliking the video or they're disliking how they feel abandoned? They're disliking how they feel abandoned, a lot of them. But also a lot of them are making crazy assumptions about me that will be proven wrong. Yeah, but I mean, so like, you, that's you spent 2010 and 2011 building this fan base up that went to every day of their life coming in to watch you, and then yeah. all of a sudden you're gone. Why haven't you guys disappeared from YouTube? Is it because of money? Um, not so much the money. It's that I don't want to go back and work. No, but it's hard. Else. And it's really, really hard. To go back to a job making a hundred grand or a hundred fifty grand a year, when you see people like Freddie W who can pull in five to ten million in brand, I made a hundred grand a year. So I don't, I don't know what that's I know. like. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to hear. Like, but on the, I, I don't, don't but on the other aspect of it, I enjoy not working for other people. And if I do go back yeah, to work for somebody else, I want to do a job that's going to be fulfilling that I want to do, not because. I, I just need a job to make you know pay the rent or keep the lights on. We've all we've all been distracted. We got comfortable, 
And we all got distracted because, fuck, man, when you get comfortable, when you're sitting on a large pile of cash and it's coming in at a rate of 20 to 40K a month, you're just like, fuck, man, I'm not going to go back to being this I'm happier than I've been the entire time of doing YouTube right now, and I'm making the least amount of money I've ever made doing YouTube, other than before the ads came in. We that's awesome, Wings. Wings. Hey, hang on, time out. That, that's good to hear, Wings. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, cool. That's awesome. No, really. I, yeah, I, I, that's I'm cool thing. You know, too, man. Like, if you're happier than you've been, then when you were uploading tons of content and charging kids on the internet for money, that's a good thing. Because uh, man, I never charge money. Out. I charge Microsoft points. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair, 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 it's not the same thing, okay? It's, it's not, not currency. currency. The idea between the Microsoft oh. points was I just got an Xbox and I didn't know who to add. I'm like, well, if somebody's going to willing to invest something, they're going to have be more devoted than somebody. Just oh, come on, Wings! It wasn't that. We talked about this. We liked getting twenty dollars to have somebody be be our friend. I mean, <laughs> not, Wings, not be that, honest. How many people? How many of those friend? people did you, no, I did did you too. ban no, from your friends not. list? So, so uh, I sold uh, spots on my friends. Probably about sixteen well, of them, and it was completely from a self-serving motive. I just wanted your twenty dollars, yes. and it was a free thing to exchange. And yes, free. It, it just it was. It, it seems like a really shitty thing to do as I think about it right now. And even then, I thought it was a really shitty thing to do. But I was like, why not? Kyle, I, wait, wait, I'll wait, take wait, your $20. Let me jump in for a second here. I never sold a spot on my friends list, but I didn't think it was a shitty thing to do. Um, you know, I once bought a spot on somebody's friends list. And as a customer, I was completely happy. You know, I played with the guy sometimes. I, um, you yeah. know, I I don't know. I think the customer gets to decide whether it's a crappy thing to do or not. And mm-hmm. it's you know, and, and I, like I said, I yeah, never. Right, you're right, you're right. Don't forget, you know, one at a time. Um, as as the guy who sells it, you know, that's not really up to you. You can put any product up there. You can sell a rock you found from your yard. And if I buy it and I'm happy, it's good. It's okay. If, yeah. if you know, exactly. it's not until you the start misrepresenting it and and going along that route that. That you know the the badness happens. You know when you're swindling people, that's one thing. But you know, like some third party doesn't get to tell you what's fair to sell or not fair to sell. That's that's yeah. my take yeah. on it. Okay, yeah, I I completely agree with all of that. But I still felt a bit guilty hmm. uh, doing yeah. the you know doing the act, being the one who was. Taking. What do we all realize about that? There's only a hundred. So can you only charge twenty bucks and really make a good living on that? No. Well, of course not. So but that's, that's, that's the whole idea. I wasn't looking to make money. It was just more of like a, a, a filter between who who goes on my friends list. Yeah, I accepted a hundred bucks via PayPal two years ago for one friends spot. I found one kid who was willing to do it, and it's just it's changed like all these little things, like just realizing how easy money is. And if you're an influencer, anything related to your name, a, a, a rock, a broken cell phone. Anything. I've added people it's in my friends list who outside. wanted to give me something, and I wouldn't accept it, it's but I added them because they wanted to give me something. I know a guy who sold moderator spots on his Twitch stream for 20 bucks. It wasn't about yeah. the 20 bucks. The goal was to make sure that the moderator spot had value. You, know, you do a bad job, you're out your, you're out your spot. If you just give it away for free, then they'll abuse it and not value it. If you charge for it, then they'll take it more seriously. You know, and, and you know, to sell a mod spot on Twitch, some guys would argue that that was somehow bad behavior. But to me, I don't care. You know, is the customer happy? He filter. decides. Hmm. It's a simple filter of who's really into, you know, you. And if they really like your content, then they want to be a good employee. That's what it comes out because then once like they want to be good at it. I, I totally get that. If they're if they're being, if they feel like they had to pay for a job, but they still want to do it. That's because of the influencer. That's not because of. That's not because it's fun. It's because you're awesome to watch, Matt. 
That's because that's like people that, uh, that YouTubers that pay for ad slots on PKA. They're very serious about what they do. Because... Exactly, they make it rain. They make uh, it rain. But actually, you know, aside from uh, the Jumpman thing, like you're right. If a guy advertises on PKA, he's not doing this half-assed. You know, he's gone hardcore about it. He thinks he has something. He's using. He's looking for an outlet to yeah, express it. People know. Um, so, Angels, your idea – I'm trying to think. Your current $100 million idea – I know, like I saw the, the video where they said it was a T-Rex or whatever. That is obviously a parody thing. It's really to live forever or to live a long time? That's not, that's not an idea you can sell very easily. Um, I don't want to get it wrong. I think healthcare is a bubble. I've been talking about this on Twitter for a few weeks. Healthcare is a bubble, a coming bubble. Um, the pharmaceutical pill companies were very short-sighted in the way they viewed how to monetize pills, and longevity you can sell to just about every living person on the planet. Um, I want My two big ideas right now are uh, a pill company and a YouTube network. Those are the ones I'm willing to talk about. I have a few bigger ones, but I'd spoil them by talking about them publicly before I have the investment money. So I'm taking care of business, and then I will come out with one business, two business. Every day? Are you taking care of business every day? <laughs> He's too good song. So the YouTube network and working overtime. <laughs> the YouTube network is actually a, a pretty accomplishable thing, right? Like any jackass can get a YouTube yeah. network. It seems I've seen people buy YouTube networks for a couple hundred bucks. Um, turning that YouTube network into something that other people want to be under your umbrella to offer a better thing than other guys. That um. Yeah, that takes a little something. But you apparently have a contact, you think, that can get higher CPMs than the other guys? Two, two contacts. Two. Um, I cannot talk about either one of them publicly. Uh-huh. I realized the power of an ad sales team a few months ago. And I realized, you know, there's this guy, Tamor, who used to work at Game Dunzo, the first company Tamor. to ever sponsor gamers. Yeah, you, you know Tamor? Okay, so mm-hmm. Tamor raised $3 million to start a YouTube network by grinding away for a year and a half, signing up musicians, Latin musicians, Latin celebrities, gamers now. He's got Syndicate, Captain Sparkles, and Scene Manners. His CPMs are getting high. He doesn't have an in-house ad sales team. He's got $3 million. So let me interrupt. So, can, I, can I interrupt you and tell people about YouTube I'll networks? So, so in, in YouTube networks, right, what a lot of networks do, smaller ones, is okay let me take a step back there are premium ads and there are youtube filler ads you can partner with nobody not be in a network never sell an ad on your own and youtube will give you filler ads and they produce um less money per view right there i don't know what it'll be like we'll call it three dollars a view or three dollars for a thousand views and then um you know everyone like youtube takes 45 percent, and your network takes 30 percent, and then you're left with like the remaining 70 or, or whatever so there are filler ads that pay low amounts, and then there are premium ads. Now, right now it's post-Christmas, so premium ads kind of suck. They might sell for like $10, and then by the time you get your cut, it's like you know, less than 2 But pre-Christmas, they go to the extreme in the other direction. Sometimes they're like $60, and, uh, and then you get your cut, and you, you might make like a $15 CPM all the way down to the content creator. So to get a premium ad... You have to have an ad sales team go out there and find someone who wants to advertise on your channel. Maybe you're a Call of Duty channel and Titanfall wants to break through or something. They might say, hey, look, you know, you should put your ads on Wings of Redemption's channel because people who watch his stuff buy shooters and they might buy Titanfall, whereas otherwise they wouldn't. Um, 
Yeah. Or maybe it's something else. Like I'll, I'll assume that Wings of Redemption's demographic is something like mine, which means that it's teenage to college age guys, right? Almost 96, 99% guys, and they start in like late middle school and go to college. You might have a mark, a product that's that fits them. So you might sell iPads, you might sell movies, uh, like an actual movie. You might sell, um, I don't know, anything that like guy, young men buy. There's clothing, electronics, entertainment. Uh, snack foods, stuff like that. Those are things that you might want to advertise on a channel like Wings or like mine. So you can go out, your ad sales team contacts Cheetos and says, you know what? <laughs> Call of Duty players love me some Cheetos, and, and Cheeto ads start popping up on Wings Redemption's channel. That's a premium ad, and he makes more. There are a lot of, circling back to Xtraws' thing, there are a lot of networks out there on YouTube who really don't add anything. All they do is suck away a piece of your money. If you were to partner directly with YouTube, then... You would get whatever YouTube, you know, Google hands over. But there are a lot of people who say, yeah. hey, I'll make you a partner. Come under my umbrella. I'll take 30% of your revenue. And all you get are YouTube filler ads, right? So you're just earning less than you would if you weren't in a network at all. There are a lot of networks that do that. If your network has no sales team and they don't have an ad sales team, you're not getting premium ads, they're probably just leeches that want a piece of your money. That's probably what a network yep. with no sales team does. If the network yep. actually has an ad sales team, then they're probably people who say, you know what? Together we can make a lot more than you would without me. And and that's what you look for. Look, And if a network is gigantic, by the way, they better have a gigantic ad sales team or some gigantic investors who like losing money. And it sounds like that's Tamor's way right now. He has a lot of – he doesn't have an ad sales team, but he's willing to operate at a loss so that you can make so premium money without a sales team. Tamor's doing a lot of other interesting things that I think will be monetizable. And once you have people in a YouTube network deal, if you can bring the value, raise a great Series A, like Machinima, and um, use it wisely, then you could turn that into an amazing company. But I don't like his model because he hasn't told me all his plans. But the plans I've heard, it's not taking over on YouTube and it's not doing any original content. Machinima tried original content, failed. But they still destroyed G4 in the process because we all came up and we pulled out so much of the advertising dollars because there's so much more content supply than there was demand for gaming ads to be bought. And it's still that way today. And it's not getting significantly better. Um, a lot of networks are worried about it. Uh, Machinima just cleaned house. The, or the board cleaned house. The, the CEO had to sit down to the president, de Beauvoir, and then uh, the CFO and the COO don't work there anymore. So I didn't know all that. There's just a lot of changes. A lot of people, you didn't know that? No, I haven't been following Machine and Drama that closely. So uh, Aaron Debois, oh, he's that. gone? Uh, yeah. Who's the new Alistair. CEO? The new CEO is this guy who was running this internet business for two years. That um, I can't remember what it was called, but he was in training for the past two months, and he's now the CEO as of like three weeks ago. Okay. Um, it, it's just... The, the 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 people who necessarily create the business aren't necessarily the best cut out to run it. And in such a new space where YouTube's only seven years old and people are building businesses within it, you know, yeah. there's a lot of room for error. So, there's a lot of room for error. Machinima made errors, makers made errors, and they haven't convinced the talent that they're the best place for them. And that's what I want to do. So, so circling back now, to I'm your really network. I, I have a lot of faith in my ability to create a good network because I've been a YouTuber for, for years, and I, I know all the things YouTubers want. And now I have brands. And what do YouTubers want more than money, man? Like, it, it seemingly nothing because you can get them to 
whatever. Well, support from their money. network in the face of uh, the content many of the system and stuff. Money. Oh, Actually, come on, yeah, we've all turned down. Come on, there's tons of shitty companies trying to get money off of. Of course, we've all turned down more deals than we've accepted. So, but the percentage is going to get ever lower and lower as time goes on. You're not going to accept nearly as many deals as were presented in front of you before because you can't look like a money whore. That's the worst thing. And that's what I've been labeled as since I started doing I don't, I don't, I don't know what a money whore is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, what are you going to do? What are you with your with your with your new network? What are you going to to offer your um your prospective partners or whatever, um concerning money. the the well concerning the the <laughs> the monetization classifications now the, the affiliate sorry, managed lady. channel status? No, that's fine. That fits with his like late night infomercial persona. Money tomorrow. <laughs> Easy. Do you know how money money is? What am I going to offer? Like someone? Yeah, somebody's like, I want to be a managed channel, but I do gaming stuff. And yeah. and YouTube has said, okay, you can have gaming. You know, you can manage gaming. You want to manage channel? But if you, you get, want to manage channel? Well, yeah, everybody. That's the, that's my point. Everybody. Okay, does. I got you, man. I got you. Left. You're the first guy on my YouTube network. Trust me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah, talk to you after me. Right, but if you uh, if enough strikes, me. your YouTube ha- your YouTube network is going to go away so let, if you get too many strikes. Let, let me quickly fill people in well, in case you're not keeping up. I'll just be thirty seconds. Um, a managed channel is one that is protected from copyright strikes and content IDs, like if you have music in your uh, channel, for example. And um, now a lot of YouTubers, when they look at what network they partner with. A lot of networks don't offer any value at all. They say we no longer offer that protection for you. Screw you. And um, you need – when Jack Straw said, what do YouTubers want more than money? Lefty said protection from these crappy strikes that he doesn't even deserve or content IDs. And uh, and that's where we're coming around to. Managed means you get protection. Straw says he'll offer it. Trust him. Cool. Uh, so I, here's what my network does for me. I'm a managed channel. I, they offer me two or three, sometimes four or five thousand dollars worth of extra ad sales every month. They give me a competitive CPM and a fantastic split, and they have a guy I can call on his cell phone 24 hours a day. Can you beat Full that? Screen? Full screen. Full screen. Full screen arcade. Um, let's talk in like three to six months. Pro- probably closer to six. Well, my, my contract is in February. <laughs> When, oh, February. Okay, I will keep you updated before then because I'm going to get you in my CMS before then because my ads are going to be better than full screens, but we'll talk about the managed channel and all that shit uh, off the call because I don't See, really like now, calling too much personal business. Getting premium ads is the delivery part of running a network, right? You know, and I could fi- I bet it's Friday now. By Friday, a week from now, I could have a YouTube network. I could. Yep. But yep. I wouldn't it's have a conversation. Tomorrow we'll give you one. What'd you say? Tomorrow gives anyone a, a sub network. You can get a sub network under anyone, man. Like it's it's really easy. Like fair enough. Sub right. networks. So ad agree. sales teams. Having a network is not the challenge. The challenge is having a better ad sales team than the next guy. How will you make that happen? The two partners I can't talk about. Oh right, right, right. I, all right, I'm not following. All right, that's that's that's, that's just gonna start. That's just gonna start the momentum, and then. Um, I mean, I'm talking to Intel now. I'm talking to um, Fabian, who does brand entertainment for the Kardashian shows and a lot of other shows. The, the controller, he's done brand entertainment. He's sold deals to brands for years uh, against reality TV, which is surprisingly like YouTube. Um, and I, I, I know I, I'm very, I'm very trusting. And his, I mean, he explained to me the whole way ads are bought against television, and it blew my fucking mind. My head exploded in his office when I was like, they do that still. 
So there's these things called the runner-ups. And every three months, there's this big hall in, in Hollywood that a bunch of advertisers go to, uh, people from brands, marketing people from brands. And every production company who's had at least one show on the air can send up representatives based on how many shows they've had that have sold. So they, send up, they send up a representative from each show that they're pitching, and they will show clips from the season, and they'll show all their new shows, and they'll focus on the new shows, and they choose a person to talk about some show that they're not in. And it's fucked up. It's backwards. It's not, I mean, think about it. Like, you're a YouTuber, you're a content creator. You should be talking. You should be as close to the brand as possible. But they won't even let the Kardashians in the same fucking room as the people who have the money, the brands. That's where all the TV people. Go. That's probably a good like idea, though. YouTube. Right, <laughs> right. We don't want we don't want those Hobbit people in. Yeah, here by, the, the, by the end of the by the end Hobbit of the seminar, Kim's married. Nice. <laughs> you didn't see the South hey, Park hey, episode. Not... <laughs> no, what was it like? I met, I met, Kanye. I met Chris and Kim a few weeks ago. They're very very nice. I know uh, they I are. Not, I, I don't. I don't know that actually. I, I don't know that. I need to hang out with them. The South Park episode was hilarious. I'm saying don't seem like unfriendly people. If Kim is in there trying to land a sale, I predict a new video comes out of it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. Your time is worth millions if it's a sex tape. Millions. My what? time's worth probably like twenty to fifty grand if I did a sex tape. Fuck, man, I could sell that sex tape for fifteen bucks on xjawssextape.com. We could all do that shit, but we don't want to do that because it'll ruin our reputation. Taking really those wings, brands and our yeah, wings. <laughs> wings. I, I five G's, cash grand. money. I got all for five grand. Wings. Yeah. I, I want to make my <laughs> weekly plea no, for your sex. Sell it as Ansari style or Louis C.K. style. Sell wings, it your, want... yourself, man. You don't need a, You don't need a porn production company. You just need a girl <laughs> and a video camera, and wings. you got that in the internet. Let's start off slow. Step number one: send me a picture of your balls. I want to see him. Everybody wants to see him. You see those fucking balls, Wings. Hey, wink, me that what are you doing, Team wings? Monster? I'm on Team Elevator over here. Balls, 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 balls. We're going to know what your balls look like, Wings. We're going to make it happen. Yeah. By force if necessary. Sam, I want good things to happen to you. I, I feel like I've given you a pretty hard time I on want this to... show. Because you're all ideas and you're not very much execution. Listen, listen. If it's supposed to be motivational, I appreciate it. Um, if it's supposed to be criticism, or critical, I, I appreciate all criticism because when I'm listening to someone else who I know knows some shit, I listen really attentively and I, I take to heart everything that they say and I think, you know, is this person trying to have my best interests out or not? And you know what? It feels like you're worried about me. I appreciate that. Because, man, we, we, we all are humans. We all deserve to be happy, healthy, but not everyone is. And I understand that right listen, now. I'm when I I'm hear the kinds of things that you're ideas that I'm not explaining, you have become a skilled talker, and you always were, right? Even at 16 years right. old, you could hold on conversations with full-fledged adults who've been there, done that, and do well. I get that. And I see you doing it on this show, pitching your ideas. And I can imagine some people just being enthralled by your concepts and saying, yes, yes, this guy, this guy is a magician. But I'm not seeing you execute in a way that adds value to the scenario, right? Like when you talk about artificial limbs, when you talk about living forever, if someone out there can accomplish it, they don't need you as part of the equation to make that happen. When you talk about, you know, the plasma, like all these things, you need to execute on it, build some expertise in a space and make it happen. Like my Minecraft server... I have a computer science degree. I have a master's in comp sci. I'm, I'm the, I spent my day looking at stack traces today to make the thing run better. Uh-huh. I actually add some uh-huh. value to the equation. It's why my server is doing better than channels much bigger than mine. I agree with that. You add some value. But I think Dylan 
is 16 and just as good at running Minecraft servers as you. And there's probably 10 other Dylans. And I know, like, three. I'm not going to rip I on Dylan. I can't meet the other 10. Not, yeah, I'm... I wouldn't rip on Dylan either because he knows how to run a great Minecraft server. And like I just said, he probably can run it at the same standard you could, if not better. And he's only 16. So I think the internet makes for awesome yeah, people. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I need to defend myself, but I won't. But I'll say this. Yeah. Stop bringing up Dylan's name right now. All right, I won't bring up Dylan's name, but I think the internet is the most incredible information machine that is raising superhumans relative to the people who are growing up in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I'm okay as a friend, X-Jaws. You need to move back in with your father, and you need to stay there for about a month and get your life back together because right now you're going to crash. Dorothy, I'm not if, – if you insult me, I I'm just – I'm not insulting I, I'm you. Really, I'm just telling you what I, I see. Know, I know, I know, I know. But, but I feel that – I know you're not directly – you don't feel like you're directly insulting me, but I feel you're insulting my intelligence when you think that my time would no, be better I feel like you're trying to make a basketball without looking. I don't know any – I couldn't do this from there. I, I, I need to be out here. You don't see the meetings I'm having. You don't know about who I'm talking to, and there's a good reason for it because I'm planning a business, and I've been planning it for like – Maybe four weeks. Have now, you ran a business? I ran a YouTube channel. No, I didn't run a YouTube business. YouTube channel is not a like, business. I know you, I know you file taxes as a business, but I it's not. I learned a lot about social media while being on the Internet for three years. And what I, I, I don't about know if I'm completely media, on board with that sentiment, Wings. I think it is a business. Well, it is kind of like like my, running it's, my it's restaurant was way harder than running my YouTube channel. It's about figuring out monetization strategies, and YouTube is just one field I'm working. But I want to sell the shovels to the weed industry. I want to make big ass fucking. I want a YouTube network. I want to make a pill company. I want to make all these other companies. But I'm focusing on like two or three right now as well that I'm not talking about. And you can all just think about that however you want. You can judge me. You can think that I'm not going to make anything real. You think I'm just going. But I'm not going to move back to Pennsylvania. I'll tell you that. Not now. Not for at least six months because I'm going to pitch like. Three investors on three different business ideas. I've got a couple CEOs ready. I've got a couple CTOs, COOs, people who are really good at what they do. And when you bring them together and you convince them to make a company, and even a percentage of it, they're really motivated to do some shit. So I'm not trying to do this all alone. I'm not some crazy fucking drugged out teenager. I'm a, a teenager who was drugged out, is obsessed with his health now because of it, and wants to make a lot of money. Look at it my way. Let, let's look at it this way. Say I'm the investor. I got the money. I got my suit on. I have all my money over here. You come to me, okay. want me to take some of my money and invest in your ideas. And and what I see as a smart investor, I've had you basically had your background checked. I have what's seen. I see that you've been abused drugs. I've seen that you've lost all your money. I've seen that you've borrowed money from friends. Why would I give you my money to run with your idea when you can't even lay out a plan of value on a crappy gaming podcast? Whoa, okay. whoa, whoa. I'm pointing out the flaws Would in your Trump plan. man sponsor a crappy podcast? No, I no. think so. No. Hell no, he wouldn't. He's making <laughs> so, it rain on crappy, the best. Uh, I've said They're not a crappy game of podcast, but I'm trying to play us down on the stage right Jumpman only sponsors the best podcast in the multiverse. Of the best. (laughs) Right? That's what he says every week. He's like, this week I found the best podcast on the internet. Trust me this time. I swear. It's PKA. But you see see the problem, though. Mm -hmm. And I have no business degree. I have none of that. The problem is that you've asked me questions. And a lot of the answers to my questions were, a lot of the answers to the questions you asked me were, I don't want to talk about that. And behind the I don't want to talk about that is a lot of ideas. 
But I move on to the next thing because it's a business and I can't be public about everything I want to do that's special because that would not be a good way to start an epic business. So um, I I appreciate your concern. I think that I really want to answer this as intelligently as possible. Man, I haven't pitched you on business. If you had a million dollars to your name, I would send you a business plan in a few weeks. But I, I, I'm talking to investors, people who seriously want to break into industries that they're very interested in or aren't in already. And they have lots of capital to do it. And they're willing to take risks. It's called venture capital for a reason. And you aren't exploring 100 business venture ideas. You're exploring mostly just one to five at any given moment. And a lot of them revolve around YouTube. From what I've noticed from my YouTube friends, a lot of business around how to monetize their personal talent. And I don't really want to monetize my personal talent. My goal is is actually go back to school and pick up job skills. And Hutch told me that the first time I met him. He said, I think you will do great things in business. But he said, you know, he, he just smiled and looked at me. And just by the end of it, I could tell he, he he thought I was a smart person, but not necessarily, like, right to be big on YouTube. Like, he didn't think, like, I deserved necessarily the YouTube success I had. I don't think about that shit all the time. Do I really deserve this shit? Like, fuck, man, Catasparco's got a Ferrari now. PewDiePie made $12 million in six months. It's like, man, I could be talent. I could be what... Really, most of you guys do is be talent. No offense, but I don't want to be talent. I really hate it. I fucking hate it. That's why I'm okay with going. As long as you say we're talented afterwards, that's all I care about. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, bro, bro, you're talent. You're talented at at orating. You're talented at video production. You're talented at so much shit. Just like stoners are really talented at looking up information about weed. Somewhere in others. (laughs) Oh, we have more ways than one would. I can orate. Listen, listen. I, I, hey, what's going on, guys? It's Sam Rexjaws, and today I'm bringing you guys a gameplay here of Black Ops 2 on Vavell. But fuck that shit, man. That shit's old as fuck, and I'm so tired of Call of Duty. Fuck Activision. Fuck everyone who's paid me to promote their shit. I just want to promote the shit that I believe in. But tons of YouTubers will promote whatever gets them a lot of money. Like, so Steam has came into play. I, and I feel Minecraft. like... So, so they want when you look at the people who are where you want to be, right, and and um, I, I don't mean to put myself in that class, right, because I, I think you're aiming much, much higher than than where I am. I just don't want to be talented. Yeah, I just don't want to be talented. Let me keep going. All the guys that I see who got there kind of brought something to the table. You know, you mentioned Zuckerberg. You mentioned Bill Gates. You know, anytime I've ever made money, it's because I've added something to the equation. I've never really made much money just by knowing someone who was good at something. And that seems to be where you head all the time. Like, are you developing any skills that allow you to help this business along? Or do you just think of the idea and hope that someone pays you for it? Um, I'm thinking a lot about, like, around 6 to 12 ideas, I would say, right now, different businesses. And uh, one of them has a lot of subsidiaries underneath them that include a lot of the other 12, um, like three or four. Uh, I'm developing my business plans and getting ready to put them in front of investors, I am not putting them in front of YouTubers. I'm going to put a contract in front of YouTubers that says sign the dotted line for flat CPM or rev share deal, but then I'm also going to put another piece of paper in front of them or a digital piece of paper, send them a link to the CPMs and to the things we're going to do for them. And that's just one of the 12, the 9 to 12. So you could judge the YouTube network idea. You could judge the blood idea, plasma idea. I'm not going to say the ones that I'm really excited about. 
the, the pills I'm excited about, I want to talk about publicly because I want to use my influence to change public opinion in a positive manner. And I believe right now I am having a positive effect on people's thinking about their own life and death. Because when you really think about death, that's the most scary time. When you're thinking about dying, it's a lot worse than thinking about fucking some bitch, which is why we go on porn and Instagram a lot. A lot of people go on Instagram for fucking uh, that Reddit link you sent me. People on Reddit for porn. People just push back their fucking depression with sugar, porn, games. And then at the end of that, you end up still unhappy. And I realized, like, money's not going to bring me happiness. It didn't bring, I mean, it brought me a lot of happiness. Man, I could get Coke, I could get Adderall, I could get girls to my room, food, E24, all that shit. I could get anything I wanted because I had money. You mean and then I met people right? who had connections. Uh, no, I mean cocaine. Like, uh-huh. I, I could get cocaine. Um, it, it's widely available in the world, if you didn't know. And I've done it, like, three times. And every single time, you know what my thought was? Adderall is way stronger than this shit. Adderall is way stronger than Coke. Now, I'm going to have bad Coke, but... Adderall, I've got a good feeling that it's the craziest thing that we're currently doing to kids. Uh, we're giving like uh, around 15% of the kids in the United States um, between 30 and 90 pills a month of amphetamines. That's what Hitler died doing. That's what you know Anne Rand did to write a lot of her books. Um, you know, there was in Hitler's defense, and I'm sure Letty will agree with me here, he was giving <laughs> those amphetamines to the stormtroopers. All right, these are the shock, I mean, yeah, shock soldiers of the too. Third Reich. They had a too. job to do. Just one second. I do feel obligated to say this. When Exjaw says that Adderall is a lot stronger than cocaine, I don't know if he's right. I don't know if he's wrong. But I do know not to take medical advice from Painkiller already. <laughs> Don't start taking Adderall or okay. cocaine. Here's my medical advice on this podcast, please. I, I am not a doctor, but the best medical advice I could give regarding Adderall is do not take it. Man, I want to talk about Adderall. I want to talk about Adderall to X job. So uh, just to, just to let you know, I've never taken any Adderall. Right? I I I have zero experience with it. I do have experience with watching the movie Limitless. <laughs> and and I <laughs> and I want that. I I I feel like I wake up fairly driven every day, but that doesn't mean I don't freaking get distracted by happy embarrassed girls or whatever that thing was called um every now and then. Um I I wonder like as as driven as I am to wake up every day and you know work on stuff and like woodycraft.net, right? I people who are on there and on the forums have heard me say getting better every day. Every freaking day I wake up and take a problem or make an enhancement. If I don't go to bed with a better Minecraft server than I woke up with, something went horribly wrong cuz every day the thing freaking gets better. Got better today. Like, but what would Adderall you spend, do? You can... Would it take that in times 2? Um, it's like caffeine times, if I had to put an actual number on it, I want people to think about it in their head, 20. It's, all right, so I, I think it's caffeine okay, times Okay, are you 20. talking about, how many milligrams are you talking about, time released or not, so and like are you ingesting it or snorting? So 200 milligrams of caffeine, I've, I've snorted out of like twice, it's fucking, this guy, it's much better to just drop in your fucking coffee. Um, Adderall is, a, is like a, a sweetener, it tastes like a sweetener. Um, it's actually sugary. Uh, the, the the orange IR pills are at least um they make the the inside I mean it, whatever the capsules aren't sugary so uh, about 200 milligrams of caffeine would equal about one milligram of Adderall and and so how much is an Adderall pill like a, a, is there a standard one would you call it five or ten or something 
No, there's not. There's uh, instant release and, and, and so Adderall is amphetamine salts, and it comes in two forms. It'll come capsule or in this crushable instant release pill. Mm-hmm. Um, I did all sorts of different stuff. The instant release uh, pill that they sell in ten, uh, no five, ten, twenty, and thirty milligrams, um, and fifteen. Um, they that that that's like generic Adderall, like classic Adderall, and they'll sell a non-Adderall version that's a little bit cheaper, like the generic Walgreens, whatever version. Then there's capsules. So the difference between those and the capsules is the capsules inside of them, they have these little beads, and the beads are formulated with some other shit that it's like the Adderall in bead form, but with some other stuff that makes it um, dissolve slower than the pill. So it's time release, yeah. So the the way it actually works is like four hours into uh, your taking the pill, um, it hits you in about 20 minutes. After, like, four hours, um, the second half of the beats, like, start hitting your system. So it's, like, two ways. Um, the, there's Vyvanse, then, and Ritalin. I've only scratched the surface. Then there's Vyvanse, Let me jump in Adderall, for a second. Ritalin. Thanks, Josh. So I don't think I asked the question quite right. Um, rather than, the, like, the, the, how pharmacists would view it, I'm pretty aware of the upsides of Adderall. It makes you kind of energetic and focused and if you're talking about human productivity the super version of you what are the downsides of adderall uh heart disease chest pains blood thing um your extremities getting really cold somehow these all Um, seem like things that won't happen to me did they happen to you yeah uh yeah yeah all those on a consistent basis um now, uh, but but hang on, Adderall. But to be honest, Sam, would you say that when that happened, that you were abusing Adderall? No, no, no. It happens now since I've stopped. Oh, but the chest. But, pain, but when you were using it, you I were know, taking it's a worse. It gets worse than... when I take Adderall. Like my chest, my my heart starts beating really fast, and my limbs get cold, or my extremities get colder. Um, and, oh, so these yeah, are per- these are your you these are your personal effects or side effects. After doing it for like a year and a half. Um, total, probably three to five hundred pills spread mm-hmm. apart for that year. Doing it in, in little heavy doses, where I'd go for forty-eight hours up or say eighty hours up, and then go to sleep for two days. Not full two days ever, but you know, I'd stay up for two to four days. Okay, I think you made and, my point for me. So, <laughs> so when I in the past have taken Adderall, um, I would take ten, uh, ten to fifteen milligrams a day, and that would focus me like a goddamn laser beam. Right. Um, now, you can't imagine... Now, your tolerance goes up so much, so they're called habit-forming drugs. They, now, the worst I ever did, to put in comparison, my worst and your worst, and people don't really grasp how much I was into it. And I, got, I quit at cold turkey the day after my worst day for, like, six months. And I did it again, like, three months ago. Three times. Um, in, like, eight days, I did three times, and I did probably six pills. Maybe eight. I took 28 pills in 24 hours on my worst day. How many milligrams? Um, there were 20 milligram pills, so uh, close to 550, like 560, okay. something like that. So he took 500, 500, let's just say 500 to be conservative, 500 milligrams of Adderall in a 24-hour period. I've told the story before, well, so that, I don't let it get drawn out. I was up all night, literally from 10 p.m. till 6 a.m. doing physical activity. I uh, I then stopped doing that took 10 milligrams of Adderall, and I worked a 12-hour physical labor, um, intense videography kind of day, a day where where I had to do a lot of stuff, and I had to do it correctly, 
and if I didn't, people could get hurt. And I was, if if you can imagine, sometimes when you're trying to do, uh, like, put a puzzle together, um, do some mundane ta- mundane task, your uh, your brain kind of feels like maybe there's like like a, a radio that's not tuned perfectly, and there's a little static. It's not. It doesn't want to focus on what you're doing. There's that background noise of yesterday's concerns or tomorrow's uh, problems. But with Adderall, it's not about the all that goes away. Problems. It's literally, it, 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 yes. It's but what I'm getting at is, is, that, is, is that is that's 50 times what kept me up for hours after I wanted to sleep that night. That's insane. It is insane. But that was after months of building up my tolerance, and it also is something I regret deeply and truly, and felt I needed to talk about publicly because of the lack of social stigma for that drug. Yet the proliferating social stigma of marijuana in the older community, whereas these old people need it right now a lot of times for pain when they, but fuck, they want to get their bikes, they want to get their Percocets, they want to get, you know, the shit the big pharma's selling, not the shit that the local dealer's selling. It, it, it's just a fucked up world. I, I just think pills are really bad for people. They fuck with people's blood brain barrier and you know, MDMA will make you have wilted serotonin receptors, but Xanax will make you have wilted dopamine receptors. So will Adderall, will make you have wilted uh, Adderall specifically will make you have very wilted epinephrine and, and um, uh, adrenaline receptors. It, it, it's a really fucked up drug. And we're giving it to kids in mass to work, to study, on school which isn't really the big thing we want them to focus on. We want to focus on making our company. That's my opinion. I think everyone should try and make a company. When they get their great idea, that happens in across the world with tons of people, but it happens to a lot of people who are working in other companies. And then they're like, fuck, man, I shouldn't work for this other guy who came with this great idea. I should make my own great idea. And YouTube was that for me and a lot of people. It was like, this is my great idea. But now I think it's a pretty rudimentary idea. It's just YouTube made it possible seven years ago when they made when Steve Chen and Chad Hurley and those guys made the service, and then they sold for 1.65 billion cash down. And no one's talking about the investments that they've made since then, but no one really knows about these companies. If you guys don't know this company, you beam out there. All the power cords, if you look right now, are all the, the the power cords, not sound cords. All the power cords that are in your room right now likely won't be there in 15 years because of this company called Ubeam that's licensing right now to Apple and Microsoft and fucking Starbucks because they figured out a way to transmit energy through sound. That's just one example of a company that I know about. I don't even have my money in that. I wish I found out about it early enough. When that woman discovered how to do that shit, Meredith, she's a fucking hot blonde bitch, when I wish I could have invested in her. I wish I had saved up 100 grand to invest in her. Because fuck, man. Let me ask you yeah. this, and please answer completely honestly. Are you on anything right now? Marijuana and nicotine. Okay. I smoked a little bit of uh, Spliff before I got on the show. Um, what, what I, I was thinking last is night, what if, I, what if I snorted an Adderall or cocaine? Oh, oh my God, child. what are you asking? Because I wanted to ask it like 25 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably do smoking marijuana YouTube videos. I just don't know when, how... Um, I, I probably won't do the cocaine or Adderall thing. It's not a good idea. I was thinking about that before the show. I'll probably just smoke weed publicly and let that be the big thing and talk about Adderall and cocaine and all these things in a very open form because I feel that this should be talked about um, by people who have experience with them, not people who were paid lots of money to promote you them. To do drugs on YouTube? I don't there. think you are. You are, yeah. Can't you get copyright strikes or content ID strikes for doing drugs on YouTube? 
I think you, you I think you can hit with like one of those age gate things, Woody. Um, there, there, there's a lot more legitimacy coming to the marijuana industry, so there are a lot but of wait, trademark no, brands. I'm, I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about the dream that that someday soon marijuana becomes legal. I'm not talking about the reality that is right marijuana now. Marijuana isn't legal right now. I, I, my answer to that was yes. Casim G did it last week with Doug Benson. And it's on YouTube, and Maker funded it. Hmm. It's just got an age block. 17 or older age block, 18 or older age block, one of those. Okay. Huh. Maybe it. it is possible. I could have sworn that was one of the things that you can get a strike for. I mean, if you promote people breaking the law, there's a lot of things you can get strikes for that people don't. I mean, gaming is this thing, I, I think this is very interesting. We were all trained to feel like the networks were our big protector, our big security guy. You guys were talking about security earlier. Machinima gave us security from the get-go because we were like, oh, yeah, they got good relationships with Activision and Ubisoft and all these companies were, were, were solid. But when it, it came used to, to getting true. money from Activision and Ubisoft, what? It used to be true. Yes, it did used to be true. Um, to a degree. They didn't even protect everyone, and there's a lot of things you can't be protected for. It used to be believe that Machinima was, the, it was seen as like this oracle, but now there's lots of people who have this power to monetize gaming content um, for mission and, and working relationships, and it's really just about who's got the best working relationship. Back to the point, we built this feeling of trust because they, they had that ability. Um, I, I feel like people are, are not thinking about the different sects of YouTube that are going to be grown out over the next three to five years. DIY, um, smoking on YouTube, um, dance content, uh, music content, they're all growing on YouTube, and people are are, are, are just stuck in the... Uh, people... Gaming came so out of the blue and was such a shock value thing, and then it went up the ranks, and it's in the top four now with music and comedy and entertainment, even though entertainment is all-encompassing thing that really shouldn't in, encompass all the, the, the different categories, from except for the educational ones, I guess. Um, DIY in encompass- particular is a good one. Like, yeah. do it yourself? Yeah, well, Gosh, if yep. someone would capitalize on that well, how to grout your floor, how to do this, and then you'd, you'll be attached to that guy. There's um, Handyman Magazine, right? It, it, probably the people watching this are not interested in that sort of thing. But I, I got a subscription to Handyman Magazine as a gift, and every time that thing would come in, I'd be like, man, I want a shelf like this. I want a cabinet like this. I want, like, oh, who knew that a... I, I can't think of a good one, you know, that, that this thing that's designed to hold a rake on your wall holds a power drill so well. Like these sorts of things. Like, what a better way to organize my drill bits. This DIY stuff, if done well, inspires people to go out and replicate what you just did. If somebody personable would put together properly paced how to do this thing videos that you could follow, like a like a Cliff Notes version of New Yankee Workshop, I think that's what it was called with Norm, then um, that would go huge, and it would get rewatched. Lefty doesn't seem to agree. It would get rewatched like music does. People would watch it. 30 times during the course of building a project and then that's a great point and then um it doesn't necessarily age out right like if you teach me how to build a a table and then five years from now somebody else is interested in building a table they'll watch that video too music is kind of cool because you make one three minute music video people like it gets 50 million views why because there are people out there listening to it a hundred times a great pewdiepie video no one has ever watched the same PewDiePie video a hundred times, I suspect. I'm making shit up. But but gaming videos, you kind of see them once, and then you've seen it, and you're good. You move on. Heck, if my video is four days old, it's almost like news. You don't go back and watch reruns of news. It just It's done. That video is sort of through. 
But DIY, it doesn't do that. It's a great idea for a network. If someone news, had a passion to make it go. News is another incredible one. SourceFed got bought out by Discovery. First big good news, personable news channel. You hit that word personable is so key to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the Young Turks, another great one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, so, so I want to, you kind of hit on like another one of my big ideas from a YouTube network that I haven't really talked about yet. I was really deciding how much I want to talk about this in public because it is an odd thing. It is a really odd thing. The people will, will, will not really like that much, but I'm not going to try and hide it. Um, I said before, uh, you know, I want to, I said in one of my recent videos, you know, one of my big ideas is to be like an agent for YouTubers. It's just there's so much unmonetized influence there. Um, so, Another thing I really want to do is actually go find people who I think would make great YouTubers and as a label, like like a label, as a network, open up a production budget for them and be like, hey, like I think you should try YouTube. Like you, you have you seem to have a passion and you're personable and I think the internet would like you. I want you to make YouTube videos. I could be the talent I could be a talent agent. I'm gonna to go to smoking conventions, marijuana smoking conventions probably soon and do that. And then I'm going to go try and find, you know, I, I can't remember his name, but the next big handyman. There's a lot of big TV shows for handymen because DIY is going to be huge. I want to find the next big dance guys and girls on YouTube. I want to find the next Justin Bieber's on YouTube. And he was found through YouTube by his manager. You know how crazy that is? He was found because you know what, he was a related... You know the problem I see with the smoking channel, and especially your plan in it? There's a lot of problems. And this there is going to let my, like... I don't know what you call racist towards smokers, like smokism. <laughs> it's about to show it's through. Just, it's just... But I let think it the flow through you. <laughs> it's just determination. Let it let it flow through. Go ahead. <laughs> did, I forget if you did you just say determination? Because determination and just being determined. Discrimination. Oh, discrimination. Not, not I'm racist. sorry. Um, so here's my anti-smoker discrimination flowing through. It saps motivation oftentimes. And you know, yeah. like if you think about your YouTube uh, Prime, I hate to say anyone's not at their peak right now, but let's just roll with it. I'm not at my Prime, please. I, look, I'm not, I'm not here to throw stones. <laughs> so um, um, I agree about my YouTube Prime. I'm not in my YouTube Prime. That's what you said. I agree. Fair enough. All right, so let, let's concede that. At your YouTube Prime, when you were making two videos a day, or if like a DLC dropped, you'd make like five videos and you'd hit, you would go to school at the same time, and, and you'd stay up all night, you'd get gameplay, you'd do your thing, and then you'd have like four commentated videos on how you felt about new maps, and then you'd for, upload for them, I presume, from, so just one second extra, so, and then you'd upload them, I presume, like from school, and just, you know, filter out your new DLC content as, as COD was hot, that takes an ambition and a drive to get done that a lot of people don't recognize. They, they might think that doing YouTube on the level that you did it just sort of comes casually. It doesn't. It comes with passion. I agree, but it, yes, yes. But I don't think it comes with extreme motivation. I think the passion brings the motivation. I think that you get motivated by the passion for it and the love for doing being a content creator and doing something new. And then when the money comes in, it's like, why would I give this up? Like, why? It's my passion. I'm making money at it now. And more than my teachers. And you think, okay, these great people who are supposed to teach me how to go out into the real world have not brought up YouTube in a positive light a single time. So, I mean, not necessarily true. I did have some teachers who were fans of it as a teaching tool, which was interesting. And I, I, I think video content will be – I don't want to get on a weird tangent about teaching. Um, I think that you need to find personal – I think you got to find people with passions. And you find people with passions, and you give them a video camera, and you direct them, they can be great on YouTube. 
and we're only seven years into this TV baby, this online TV. Seven. Yeah, I think 50, in the like, in the trees community, you're going to find a larger percentage than average of people who just lack motivation. Yeah. No, I think that anything you do that is not making you money will be seen as a time waster. You see that very often the way um, parents, including my parents for a very long time, look at gaming. They say, oh, this kid's on video games all the time. Like, you know, is, is that what's good for him? He's playing violent things. He's, he's, play, he's you know, killing other people in this game. Is, is this really productive? Now, um, when you find out that you can make money from making these videos and then you have Hall Paul, again, Elgato, and huge-ass multi-billion dollar companies break out around the space and be like, oh, yeah, fuck yes, YouTube. We like YouTube. It, it just teaches you how crazy it is, how crazy the world we live in, where now YouTube, anyone, anyone can be an influencer. So if I had any message to people, I would say just start a YouTube channel. And if you're looking for advice, feel free to message me and let me know what kind of YouTuber you are or want to be. Because I want to manage you. I want to help you get big on YouTube. I don't want to use this knowledge just to be selfish and just be like, all right, let's build the XGL's brand to the top. Fuck that. Let me make a company where I take 20 to 50% of people's incomes and just be like, all right. If I make you over $2 million a year in the next five years for my company, can I have half? If they say, yeah, we got a deal. And I know a lot of YouTubers making over $2 million a year. I know, like, of 20, I've met personally over five. I, I, I think that PewDiePie and Ray William Johnson are just the start. Ray netted, he doubled his income when Maker started making songs for him. Song content is hugely monetizable. And I have met a lot of great producers, songwriters, and DJs. So if anyone out there is trying to be a musician and they want help, let me know. Because I know, like, I know Twist and Justin, the songwriter. I know producers who have produced for lots of huge rappers. I have a lot of producers who want me to manage them. So I'm going to try and put together song deals. I'm going to try and do anything that can make YouTubers money. But I'm also just going to try and help people realize that they should be on the Internet making video content. Shouldn't just be me. Should be everyone watching this fucking podcast. Should be like, all right, hold on. YouTube's only seven years old. Let's let let me look at this thing a second time and see if I could make some good money on this. Because now it's so crazy. All the ad money is spread across like a bunch of random people, and it's not on, on just like 50 TV networks. It's like just people. Now it started with like six basic cable networks, and now it's thousands of internet TV channels. And you can have your own. All you need is a video camera and internet access and a computer. And if you want to make gaming videos, you need an Elgato or a Hallpog. Legato's worth and declining buyouts of over $50 million off of YouTubers. We all accepted deals when Elgato came to us, anyone who they came to, because it's fucking a better product and they dropped crazy money that they had in the bank from investors. Man, Elgato, Minecraft money, it's YouTube has so much unmonetized influence. I want all the influence to be spread across a bunch of little kids and adults who decide that I'm the best place for them to make money on the internet. And I, I, I just want to start by just giving a bunch of people the idea and say, you could say fuck off and you could just go do this yourself or you could do it with me. Because there's such a low paywall that you're just like, really, I could just do this myself. Who the fuck is this Sam guy? But then when they ask who the fuck is this Sam guy or their parents ask, they're, they're going to go, well, the Sam guy, for three years he was a YouTuber. And he, was, he worked really hard at his passion and he made over $800,000. And he learned a lot, and now he's teaching me. That's what I want to do. I'm going to start YouTubers. That's not my biggest idea. I gave it away on the Internet. I gave it away for free. It's not my big idea. 
I just want more people. I want the ad money to be spread across a bunch of people who can't be bought. I want just kids. I just want people to, to just have the big money in their pockets, but in little amounts, because they can monetize just sitting at home for eight hours like I did. And, and they could do it maybe making less money. They could do it with a lot less time, though, too. I've now, if a, I want to make three videos I've a day, made, I can do it in 30 minutes. I've made a dozen videos on this same thesis, which is ideas are worthless. You, if you're talking about monetizing, you can monetize great things that aren't even ideas like a car wash or being an electrician or being an engineer or being a plumber. It didn't even take an idea. The idea that I... An idea. I know, but, but you're describing executions. You're describing someone executions deciding to be a where the money is. Exactly. And people are executing on YouTube. And YouTubers are executing continually at a lot of the same shit. And then when they find a new monetization strategy, it's a big deal. So I think the big monetization strategy is just getting convincing brands that YouTube is better than TV because you can have a clickable ad right before the video, that I then I could go enter my credit card on my keyboard. This keyboard changes the game. It makes me go, all right, I get to put in all the numbers from my American Express and like buy something. But you can't do that from a television screen. So I think all the brands are going to come over to, to, to online. They're all going to realize the clickable feature is the biggest feature. Because if you can control the e-commerce that happens around YouTube, there's $5.3 billion spent on YouTube ads in 2013. How many products, how much money in products were sold because of $5.3 billion of brand brainwashing that happened in the form of internet ads on YouTube? And that doesn't include any of the money spent on branded deals with YouTubers. $5.3 billion. The branded entertainment market is about 10 for TV. I think it's going to be around 50 online. It's already over. That's our time together. <laughs> I appreciate okay, you coming that's fine, on the that's show. Fine. I got to head out soon. I, 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 I look forward to watching the extra show. I want to see you convert from I'm, ideas to execution. I'm going to start the extra show soon. I, I'm going I'm to start doing some YouTube videos again uh, in my spare time, and, and people will see execution in 60 to 120 days. All right. All right. Sounds they'll good. See, All right. We'll execution, but they'll see at least three companies within 120 days. At least three. So at least three. Peace out, dogs. Bye. All right, bye, X Josh. Thanks for coming on. Everyone should be a YouTuber. I'll see you guys later. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate bye. it. You got to close your browser. There he is. He's X Josh, ladies and gentlemen. That was that was uh, that was an that experience. That was Sam in uh, in rare form tonight. And uh, word of the day is procrastination. I have been a victim myself at times. I don't think that's quite the word of the day, but that was uh, that was a. It's been an interesting show so far. I, it's a, I, I was a I, little bit selfish. I was very much enjoying you know, what I called the extra show, you know, which uh, you know, he meant to refer to like upcoming videos and things. I meant just watching extra's life from the outside as he, uh, as he, whatever, you know, finds his place in the world. Extra's is a guy who, like he said many times, I guess he made 800 grand over the course of three years pretty solid mm-hmm. um i know he said in his twitter or something he had a 400 grand year so let's let's pretend that it was flanked by 200s and uh um you know it that was at a young age at like 16 17 now he's 18 he's he's gone through all that and he's looking to build his his next fortune and uh you know just as a people watcher is pretty neat to see uh, i tried to tell him a couple times like dude you're all about ideas. You're all about your information diet. I want to see you be about delivery. 
Um, I'm scared he's looking to strike YouTube gold again, and he's going to be searching that rainbow the rest of his life. Um, yeah, I mean, he mentioned my Minecraft server a bunch of times. Dude, I roll out of bed, been looking at stack traces all day long. You know, that's not some sort of, like... it. <clears throat> the idea is worthless. It's not anything. Uh, it's the execution. It's not even, but it's not even just the idea with X-Jaws. But, I, I mean, he's 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 got a plan and he wants to execute it, but... It's he. He seemed uh, the whole time he was talking. The only thing I could think about every time he was dropping a buzzword, just boom, 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 boom. Information diet, right? Mm-hmm. He said that a lot. I was like, "What the fuck is an information diet? Like, really? That that's that's one of those words we think up to make stupid shit sound important." <laughs> okay, um, like all these other things that people they they try to they try to modernize it. Out and I was on the information diet on YouTube. Watching but fights. He sounded to me like somebody that was. They knew all the buzzwords, and it sounded like I was watching TV at four in the morning. You said it's something that guy wanted to, or two weeks ago, Lefty, that burned into my head, and I forget it was a Mark Cuban quote, and he made this reference to entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs. Do you remember that? I did not say that. That was not me. I don't remember who it was. That was then. you, Lefty. You you quoted Mark Cuban. Are you sure? Really? See, yeah. Lefty Wings and I, we hang on your every word, baby. You say it, and we we write it down. We jot a yeah, note. I had the same thought I had now. Like, didn't Mark Cuban die of a cocaine overdose? No, you, he, no, no, he's good. You might be thinking of somebody Mark else. Cuban is. I'm thinking about the guy off like Storage Wars that owned like the eBay business. Yep, that's uh, not him. <laughs> that's a that's a oh, not God, the same that? guy. No, Mark wait, Cuban wait. owned. Was did he own Broadband.com? Is that what he owned? The storage wars guys broadcast guy. i forget anyway anyway let me go back to my point there's the entrepreneur the guy who gets up and does it every day and the entrepreneur the guy who dreams of doing it every day and x needs to make the transition from entrepreneur to entrepreneur again because clearly he did it on youtube he would wake up he had a passion and a drive and a motivation and when he was crushing it on youtube i would see him and think like this kid's outworking me you know I put out videos every day, but I didn't have, like, whatever, 60-kill gameplays on DLC content that just arrived the night before. He's he's doing a thing, and it doesn't come easily. He, um, you know, but now he's made a shift, I feel, into the entrepreneur thing. And, you know, I, I, I wasn't always gentle about it, but it, it's like, man, you got to bring some value to this thing. You have to do more than just wish that your idea took off. I told him what I thought. I, I, I didn't want to say it behind his back. That's why I told it. I I think far be it from me to criticize Sam because I like Sam a lot in real life. I've, I've, I've hung out with Sam several times. I enjoy his company most of the time. And uh, But he did say a lot of silly things, and uh, he looked pretty silly at times, and he sounded pretty silly at times. I but I think what, what, what um, to get to the core of it, his plan is to be successful, and it, I didn't hear much more than that. But um, isn't that yeah. everybody's plan, though, Kyle? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. But but I there, I just didn't hear an an actual device to achieve that goal, and that's what the meat and potatoes is of entre, uh, entrepreneurialism. Entrepreneurship, maybe I don't know. Entrepreneurialism. 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 That's what's uh, at the core of that. 
As, uh, See, Kyle, that's your trip to, to your first hundred million, is you're going to start making up words that sound really awesome like that. Kyle's Dictionary. Fuck Webster. There you go. <laughs> See? I see it now on the cover. You know but how yeah. I'm gonna, you know what the question, and right on the cover, what? W? H? <laughs> H? <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting too, right? Because I, I see a guy who, like, hit one single one time, and now he's swinging for homers. And, like, on one hand, it seems like an uncertain plan. On the other hand, how many, like, Everyone who's hit home runs has swung for homers, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about like the Bill Gates, the um, the Steve Jobs, the uh, who's the Amazon guy? Help me, I'm losing it. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, the Meg Whitman, the, the, any of these big guys, they swung for homers and they hit them, and they created eBay, they created Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, etc. The Zuckerberg, you could go. Um, so that's like that seems to be where he's aiming it. I I just feel like you know on the other hand, all those people I mentioned brought actual like management and value and leadership and and delivery to the package, whereas you know Xjaws's blood plasma idea seems typical of where he's headed at this point. Did you like, see the part where you ask him you're selling ideas and then he gave you he had six to twelve more ideas was his answer to are you selling ideas? <laughs> I, I, it slipped by me. He, I people are gonna get get on me for interrupting because that's what they do. I had a really hard time following that give and take in there. Well, there were there were sometimes he was like it was just all over. Like there were I ideas that he was high on drugs and he was he was he was spurting off at the mouth. I, I don't know. He was he's, actually he's, both high on drugs and talking a lot. <laughs> but I think he's just trying to. He's, Wings, he's yeah, very, yeah. very desperate to try to find his place in the world. I think that's what we saw was somebody and, who's very desperate to try, like you said, to to find their place, and, and they want just just like many people to hit a home run. So they've got. That's a why lot I told him to go back ideas. home to his father and clear his head and get, maybe go back to school. His he needs to wake up in the morning and do the thing that takes him onto the path of of success, right? And, and if X Charles, if you watch this, you know after your section. Think about, like, all right, where do I want to be and what's step one, two, three, etc. I feel like you're scatterbraining ideas. That's not the best term. You're just throwing them out there. I want this $100 million idea, that $100 million idea. March in a straight line towards making your idea a reality. Actually do that all the time with doggedness. It is Pursue it relentlessly. Grab the thing like a dog who won't let go of a bone. Do that. And something might happen. Scattered thoughts about your brilliance on a podcast that doesn't make anything happen. Make it happen, happen. So, so that's that. I have a totally another idea thing going on. Is it worth five hundred million dollars? It's not worth anything. One hundred billion dollars. <laughs> so, um, there is a guy who wants people to call him. He just puts up his his phone number on the internet. Every Isn't so that often. video like two or three years old though? No, it's from December of this year. Um, I'm actually opening it right now. It's Ryan. Sorry, I'm trying to pause it. He wants people to call him for what purpose? He likes talking to strangers. If it's the same video I've, I've seen, it has like 425,000 views. We'll You're right, it, but, but the video is a day old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and he has his phone number, and basically he says, look, he's not feeling his best right now. 
I don't want to throw around the word depressed casually, but he's somewhere on that spectrum of unhappiness. And uh, um, he puts his phone number on YouTube and says, call me. You want to? Sure. Let's, Let's brighten this bastard's day up. <laughs> All right. Well, so, no, hey, hey, whoa, I'll, I'll be so let down if he doesn't. Uh, Let's put a little planning into this. What are we going to do here? Can we pretend to be from a radio show that heard about his story and want to give him... Hi, like, it's the Bill and Mike 000. show. Yeah. Can we want to give him like $100,000? Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. He's not feeling good. You don't want to lie and depress Can we be a Korean radio show trying really hard to speak English? English? Oh, God, please help me. I don't want to know. We have to just be ourselves and call him. Come on. Let's give it a racist for the lefty. Let's do it. No, I'm good. I'm good. Wow. I give I lefty a racist pep talk before every show. No effect. <laughs> None. Do you guys want to watch this video together? Sure. Yes, sir. All right, all right. Link so I'm going to give you the URL. I'm going to hope that this gentleman doesn't copyright strike me as <laughs> I uh, as I play his video on ours. And are we ready to press play at the same time? Yes. yes. All right. Three, two, one, play. It's Ryan. I started this Call Me thing six years ago. And the journey has taken me pretty far. Life's not going so well right now, but that's not a big deal. This call me thing is the only thing that genuinely makes me happy. I'm only happy when I'm doing this, so it doesn't matter. I still want phone calls. My number is 860-951-5964. You can text me. It's a cell phone. Um, Like I said, a lot of crazy things have happened. A lot of people have been wondering where I went, but I just wanted to let everybody know that I'm back. I'm not going anywhere. Um, you can email me. I'll put a link to my Facebook and all that good stuff. Um, again, text me, call me. doesn't matter who you are, black, white, gay, not gay. It doesn't matter. Um, 860 uh, Spread it around. Tell everybody. Um, I don't say no to anybody as far as phone calls. doesn't matter who you are. So give me a call or text me. All right? Look forward to talking to you. I like this. His cell phone needs a front-facing camera. <laughs> That's one thing yeah, I noticed. Can we also start a, a public service announcement or a movement? Landscape your phones. Okay? Yeah, I'm yes. His phone it needs to be held the other way. You know, well. <laughs> let me let me let me bounce this one off you because I thought the same at first, and then I realized kind of looked like he had a crappy bathroom. Okay, oh. that, or that may be a, a, a cinematography decision, I guess. Mm. But it, I want to point out this isn't the first time he's done this. So this isn't right. the first time somebody was called him. He's been on the Today Show. He's been doing this since 2007, it seems. Mm. So, so he says, I'm only happy when I'm doing this. I wonder why that is. Like, Let's call him up and just tell him who we are and uh, ask him about his, what this is all about. Uh, can I ask a question real quick? Like, like his second video says YouTube romance. Though I haven't clicked on it and watched it, do you think this call me led to that relationship and maybe this new video is the end of that relationship? Let's just call him. See yeah. where it goes. Are we good? He's getting a lot of calls right now. All right. Kyle can take the lead. I'm just glad I don't have to hide a phone number for once. Why do I have to take the lead? What's his name? Ryan Fitzgerald. Oh, Ryan, answer. Come on, Ryan. You're missing the most important call of your life, Ryan. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. 
five nine six four is not available. At the tone, please record message. When you finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. You... To send a fax, press file. four. And Brian. To leave a call back number, press five. Ryan. Is it Brian or Ryan? It's, it's, it's Ryan. we're now recording it's this Ryan. man. Okay, Ryan. We we were trying to get in touch with you. This is a. Uh, we're painkiller already. Uh, we, we do a weekly podcast on YouTube with about 100, 150,000 viewers, and we really wanted to talk to you because we wanted to know what this whole thing was all about. We saw your number, we saw your video, and we want to talk to you. Hopefully you get this soon, and uh, you contact us magically. I'm not sure how you would do that. We'll keep calling tonight. Be sure to answer if you see it from this one. Yeah, again. we'll call some more. We need to answer our call. There's a lot of people listening right now. You can also find us on Twitter, at Woody's Gamertag, and at... Lefty, lefty Ox one six four It's at Lefty six. This is no, a voice note. Doesn't know his own All right. branding. All right, bye Ryan. Bye Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I hung up. That's oh, this is gonna be there. such an. Epic I was trying voice to remember note. Wings, and then I'm like, wait a second, Wings doesn't have Twitter anymore. So he does. That wouldn't, I that have his Twitter. Anything. You know, if Wings' Twitter starts promoting my Minecraft server, you might think something's up. <laughs> I'm having a great time on Minecraft. <laughs> on WoodyCraft.tv. Or no, WoodyCraft.net. Fuck! Can we segue? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I want to segue a little bit about gaming. Gaming. That's right. not really a very good segue. Segways are usually <laughs> smooth. Usually That's just smoother? an abrupt... I want to talk right. about something else. Let's change the fucking subject, then. Okay. Okay. All right. Call of Duty hyped dynamic maps up, right? You know, you know, environments. You can blow stuff up. That was the big thing with Call of Duty. It was dynamic maps and the fact that you could be female. I know where you're headed with this. Fuck you, wings. That log moves two feet. Don't deny it. <laughs> <laughs> I played a game the other day that actually had fucking dynamic maps, and they didn't hype it up. Battlefield. It's called Battlefield Four. Mm. Have you seen these fucking maps? Oh yes. There's a map that a monsoon happens in the middle of. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking dynamic map. Wait, are you are you downplaying the log? Don't knock the log, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never even knocked that log over. I've attempted to. I don't know how to work it. it. I could never get. I could unhinged. never make my grenades hit it the right way. I could never do it, that. It comes completely unhinged. It moves a couple of feet, and I, it's in the corner of a map, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's this in is the a completely... back ass corner that nobody goes there. <laughs> And what is it? It doesn't even like it doesn't even make an area that was unaccessible accessible. It's oh, just no. like you walk over these logs now. It's dynamic, no. baby. It's dy- it's, it's completely so different. It blows it's my so mind. That's stupid. what it's for, and that's what it does. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! I played Battlefield Four last night, and I was like two and a half hours of smiles. I hadn't had so much fun on a first-person shooter in so long, dude. It, it, so Battlefield. What'd you play? 4, PS4. I played on PS4. Yeah. Battlefield 4 is under a lot of pressure for low quality, right? They're saying the bugs are a big deal. It turns out that a lot of, I don't know if a lot of, some, maybe a lot, maybe a little, of high-ranking people sold their shares and are being accused of insider trading because they knew that once the bug le- like the bug stuff made the press, the stock would drop, and I, and I guess it did. These are PKA facts, so, so take it lightly. <laughs> But EA is getting ripped apart for the quality of Battlefield 4, in particular, like, bugs and unplayability and, you know, all that stuff. I've played it. Now, don't let me lie to you and act like I play it every day and I'm some kind of expert. You guys have heard me before. That's the game where I say, 
it's kind of better to play against me than with me <laughs> in Battlefield 4. <laughs> but I don't see the bugs. I, I don't know what... Like, it doesn't seem buggier than all the other games I've played. You know, all the other new releases come out with stuff. Modern Warfare 2 was a million times buggier than Battlefield 4. I have personally not run into the Battlefield 4 bugs. And I wonder why it's the only time... There are... Here's my problem. I, I barely know how to join a game through the web browser thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't work for me. It tells me I need to install a plugin. I do. Then it tells me... That's I still, a bug. That's <laughs> it tells a bug. me I still need it. And then I, I reload the browser. I shut down every tab. And, and if you're with Chrome and you have, like, LastPass and uh, Google Hangouts and stuff like that, you have to shut down in Task Manager, like, a dozen things. Might as well reboot to do all that shit. And then I can still barely get past the browser stuff. But the game... Once you've joined it, it plays well for me. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. Yeah. There there aren't that many in-game glitches. I'm a, I'm a PC player. The big one I found was that after they released a patch, there was some graphical glitch where if there was like some, there's some commander thing you can do, and it looked like every couple of minutes, if that was enabled and you were on the wrong team, it looked like I think every... I, I, it was a cyclical, but I, I don't remember what it was, or, or periodic. Make cyclical. up a number once a minute, once every five minutes? Uh, once every 45 seconds, okay. maybe a minute and a half. You're, it would look like your screen would go blurry for just a split second. It looked like your your guy had an attack, and the colors would get really saturated. It looked like, you're, like a cartoonish, you had bad seafood effect. Like in a cartoon, when they draw somebody or their vision when they have bad seafood and everything gets weird. I'm actually not familiar with the bad seafood effect often used in... Sony Vegas, it's a new plug-in. Check it out. <laughs> the bad but, seafood. Um, but that's that's what it struck in my mind. And it was just... It, was, it wasn't game-breaking. You could play the game, but it's just one of those nagging things where it's like every 45 seconds, minute and a half... My screen go- goes blurry, and then it goes right back, and the game continues to function as it should. But battle log issues, CPU usage issues, uh, issues with uh, with video drivers, and the game's a CPU hog. Like it's re- Arma Three eats up about twenty percent of my CPU usage just playing. Battlefield Four, my CPU usage is is at about forty five to fifty five percent, sometimes more. That kind of thing. Matters to me zero. It's at forty five percent. I don't care if it's at eighty. Knock yourself out. Use it. That's why I bought it. Um, I, I did. But have isn't a, high I, CPU usage bad? Sorry, just a quick aside. Isn't it bad? I thought it was like not good because like when I'm streaming and my CPU usage is above eighty for a good bit, I'm like, eh, I, I don't like that. I could care less. I could care oh, less. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, once you get above eighty, sometimes that means that. I mean, maybe the context switching is happening too much. Maybe you're not getting all you know, the performance you want. But if it's at 20 to 80 or 0 to 80, you just have CPU despair and, and you're fine. Hmm. Um, but uh, I, if, anyone, if anyone watching this knows like a reliable solution to that you haven't installed the plugin yet on their what is it called battle log their, their battle log yeah, yeah. their browser base if you know how to fix that exactly please drop it in a comment say woody what you got to do is install it and then freaking wave a dead wombat over your head and it starts to work perfectly whatever it is that i'm supposed to be doing that lets me join reliably just tell me but in game i find it works really well and like wings pointed out i think the game itself is pretty good some people are saying it's too close to battlefield 3 but maybe I don't have the kind of hours logged in Battlefield 3 that would make me tired of it for Battlefield 4. I don't know. Maybe the people that are saying that are playing it on Xbox 360 still. Because on my PS4, 
The game runs at 60 frames per second. It's flawless looking. It's beautiful. Like, I've never seen a game where I literally felt like I just got out the fucking surf and I can, like, almost smell it while I'm climbing up to go take a flag. Mm-hmm. It's, it's beautiful. A, it's, it's a beautiful game. It, it's, uh, it is really nice. One it's very get. fun. I mean, I don't like the party system, but I can deal mm-hmm. with it. But, like, I've never met a game where, I, like, where there's so much shit to do. Like, me and my friends were hanging on boats last night and just riding around the boats and being king of the fucking sea. Dude, there's a <laughs> whole, like, sect of Battlefield players. Like, I doggedly pursue the objective. It's the only way I know how to play shooters. I just go towards whatever is supposed to make me win all the time. But there are a lot of people out there who just do what they enjoy doing. They do stunts. They do blow-up things. Like, there's – it's almost like a sandbox game to some people. Mm-hmm. I don't want them on my team. I want people like me, <laughs> but better. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it, Battlefield 4 is pretty cool. It, it's getting knocked this year as some sort of major disappointment. But not I think it's got a higher standard because look at the competitor. Call of Duty Ghost on PC is atrocious. That's, that's true. I mean, it's worse than Battlefield 4. Nobody's getting publicity about it because they don't hold it to a high standard. So PC like ports five always people suck. have it on have ghosts on PC. <laughs> people bought ghosts on PC, and and every one of them is like, oh, my mistake. You know, they didn't try on this platform. I I bought Black Ops 2 on PC. Never again. Never. I, bought Black Ops I only 2 on bought PC. Co- wasn't one of the bigger losers. I'm told. I'm not a PC COD player, but. <laughs> I might might what I hear is that Black Ops 2 on PC ran fairly well. It wasn't COD 4, but it was good. Right, but it was just it's just a dead player base and it was mm. it was always behind and but I bought COD 4 on PC just to keep that alive, but I I don't think I'll ever buy a Call of Duty on PC again after after not that Black Ops 2 was was terrible, but coupling black my experience with Black Ops 2 and the player base and then the horror stories about COD Ghosts no, no more. Dude, I, I am. I've been playing a little more uh, Xbox One COD Ghosts. Boring game. When I play well, I, I think, oh, this isn't so bad. I just have to do it right. When I play poorly, man, the things that kill me in COD Ghosts I find more frustrating than in Black Ops 2. Yeah, and it, it, the deaths seem to matter more. The game happens so slowly that. You know, when I walk through someone's line of sight, and there they were, waiting for me to come, sitting through, the, looking through their red dot or their ACOG or whatever, I didn't have a prayer, right? There was no way I could have entered that line of sight and won the gunfight, or win the, yeah, won the gunfight. It, it's like, damn it. Now, my next four minutes is screwed. You know, I have to build this kill streak again, I have to get back here, I was in a favorable position, my flank was just about to happen, and now it's over. When I died in Black Ops 2 on, like, raid or standoff or something, it's like, oh, I'm set back nine seconds. In nine seconds, I'm going to have a gunfight on my terms, we're going to get this thing cooking again. In Ghosts, when I die, fuck. I have quit more Ghost games so far, and it's December 27th, than I have in the previous two years of COD. Uh, I, I would wow. be on the same page with you, but what I do when that happens is I, I hide in a corner and I go do something else until the game's over and my <laughs> friends win the game for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Wings, almost... do you realize that you're the kind of player that you would kick off your own damn team? And... Uh, busted. <laughs> yeah, but see, here's the, here's, here's the difference, FT. I have all the power. There's oh, the I knew you were going to go there. Shamelessly. You don't understand, Lefty. I'm quite the big deal. I'm the YouTuber. <laughs> Fuck everybody else. Yeah. 
And, and it, you know it's what? Not like, it's not like when I leave the games in Jeopardy. If it's a close game, I'm going to play it. But most of the time, it's a 50 to 12 endeavor, and it's like, oh, there's 25 more kills, and I don't want to be no part of them. I bet his friends don't care. I bet they're perfectly happy to go win the game on their own. No one's nervous about it. No one's. It's not like they're in some struggle and domination, and it's like, Wings, where are you? We need you so uh, bad. That, it ain't, no, I play close yeah. games. If the game's a, a nail-biter, I'll, I'll go in there. I'll take those deaths. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. They're like, Thank What's God, your win-loss over there? 96%. Wow. Mine is like the other four. I don't know. I just quit. I'm like, fuck <laughs> I am. I'm sitting at 29 win loss. Yeah, wow. I do. I, I, I'm. I, I play. It's like, you know, it, it, I ran into a team. Every single guy on the other team must have had Astros or headset of some sort. They were all running silent SMGs with dead silence on their feet. And I'm like, I am not going to go with this band of losers against that team of winners. I'll play them, but I need my boys. You know, they could. We're just lambs playing against wolves here. I'm out. Yeah. That's why I always bring my boys and just just skip the whole being off guard stuff. Yeah, yeah. Apparently I, I they took an ass whooping today, and I'm just glad I was on battlefield, not a part of it. <laughs> Dude, I, I I I sometimes run against teams like I imagine you and your friends to be, and it's just it, in Black Ops Two. Funny. I played so much. Well, maybe not against you and your friends, but like a, against a team where like four of them are friends or whatever. Let's go, you know. Come on, I'll take it. Let's see where this thing heads on. I I can win with with randoms and ghosts. No way. No you're way. dead. You're done. If if people on the other team are playing seriously, you're you so get, there's, there's so much time between it. And yeah. like a game like domination is a time based game. Every second counts in domination. So if you take seven seconds to get back to where you were. That's, that's a big deal. That's and, that's a third of the game you've lost from just running. And and ghost, you have to carefully advance map control. It's almost like Afghan or something, right? You know, the, the whole idea is to like get your kill, gain thirty feet of map, get your other kill, push them back, push them back. Once you own two thirds of the map, you can take the middle flag. That stuff takes so much time, and it, I feel like the lone gun thing, the lone the uh, lone wolf that's what I'm looking for on ghosts is so much harder to pull off than it is on like the sh- smaller you know, maps. You I hated 64 man servers to begin with, but I like them now because everywhere I go in Battlefield, it's like a whole different world. Mm. Every flag has its own war on it, and like I can be anywhere in the map, and I'll be the fighting tanks here, I'll be fighting snipers over there near the mountains, and it's like I'm always in the action. Yeah, I. I hear you. I am uh, 64 man still too much for me. I, I need to. I do 32, but uh, it's fun. I haven't played Fallout yet. I bought it. That, that's the next game I think I'm gonna play around. Did you get with. on computer? Yeah, on yeah. PC. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Did it's you get three or four? Did you get three or New Vegas? New Vegas. Good, because three was gonna run like ass on your computer. Yeah. <laughs> really? On a good computer, Multiple it runs bad. It, on good computers, it runs like ass because it's, it's designed for dual core. Okay. Well, I got New Vegas because that's what you told me to get. Yeah, it's a great game. Let's call this guy again and see where it goes. Sure. All right. Okay. Wings, I have a question while we're while we're queuing this up. Should I get Resident Evil Six? It's twelve dollars on Steam right now. I, I, if you want to play it. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you want to stream it, no. Okay. Why is that? Because that game has is historically known as like a flop, but I enjoy it. I've platinumed it on on PS3 and Xbox 360. Hell, oh. you say in Resident Evil 6, I'm like, $12? I'll play it with you, Lefty. I got $12. <laughs> I, 
I just, I don't know. I haven't played a, a Resident Evil game in forever. Just thinking about it. Can but you guys you hear it? Right? Play it. I'm, I'm down to buy it. I can I can buy that. Daisy. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. I like his phone's off. Eight mm. six zero nine five one five nine six four okay. is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. To send a fax, press 4 now. To leave a callback number, press 5. Hey, Ryan. It's Jordy from Painkiller Already. I know we're not to the day show, but we do have 150,000 uh, viewers a week, and we'd really like to talk to you. If you turn your phone back on and you want to sit, hear this message, please call us back. We'll be on for the next two hours. That was excellent. All right. There you go. We didn't give him a callback number, but, you know, that's a thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He'll figure it out. He knows. Yeah, he knows. I gave him part of my Twitter handle, and I think we... That's <laughs> a second message. I'm hoping he hears the first He's going to get tons of calls. It might be next week. I mean, I'm sure he's going to be still doing it next week, right? So He's been doing it since 2007, so I'd guess. Yeah. Like, what do you think What do you think's wrong with this guy, though? Seriously, like, his video is very vague. Other than depressed, you think it's the Christmas time just got him down? Do you think his girlfriend broke up with him? That was my guess. Oh. I, I completely made it up. I have no evidence whatsoever. Just from the vibe, I felt like uh, you know a lot of stuff happening, and uh, it's a girl thing. So how was everybody's Christmas? This is, it is after Christmas now. You know what? So now that I'm old, of course I've been old for thousands of years. Christmas <laughs> is totally not about presents for me anymore. I don't even need one. Forget all about it. I spent time with my family. Colin got a bunch of toys that uh, involve like laying on the floor. Like we had these, it's a silly pod shooter game, and basically you lay on the ground, you flip a spring, and a little plastic ball flies at the other guy. Then we're doing this. I'm shooting it. He's shooting it. We're shooting them as fast as they can, laying on the carpet, just spending some time together. Colin has been into dominoes and specifically YouTube videos involving dominoes for ages, and now he is building amazing things like. A, Amazing to me. I, I'm going to uh, try and show a uh, a video that we took. It, it's only going to be a few seconds long. Hmm. And hold on. I want the Disney Domino's video. I'm looking. How do I change videos? I don't think this is the one. Like uh, I, uh, people stack Domino's. I understand this, but what? How do you actually play the game Domino's? I've. Oh, geez, that's that's magic. That's like mythical. Oh, shucks. Sounds like you found the bright video. I didn't. Uh, it... This oh, one that sounds was a... so cool. Why are we not watching this? <laughs> this one was a fail. Um, I will show it to you. I, I just remembered that the success one, which mm -hmm. is on the same like uh, ambitious level, is... Uh, is on my wife's phone. Ah. So he is... Oh, so just, let me see the dominoes. Scooch over. All right, ready, set, go. See? Oh. Damn, that whole thing's dominoes? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was just something he, like, dominoed around. I'm like, oh, he made a U. 
So Hope was starting to say that that idea of throwing the dominoes at the structure to make it fall the rest of the way mm-hmm. is what pros do when it doesn't work out for them too. Like he got that off YouTube. Like dominoes and fall, mm-hmm. let's fucking chuck a domino in it, and keep it going. Oh, okay, that's cool. But he did one that was at least that nice. It's on my wife's phone and uh, uh, it worked perfectly. I was so like, he constructed that whole that whole mountain of dominoes that we saw. Yes, yeah, that that that's tower insane. of yeah, yeah. He does that all the time. Uh, sometimes he'll pull me into it and I help him. That particular one, I, I just came downstairs and I was like, oh, my God, this is incredible. It's but, a lot more than what I used to do as a kid. Yeah, me too. I, I used, would set I up like do the stupid thing. 20 and, and knock him down in a row. He goes uh, – like he'll set up blocks so they fall like up at the stairs and then down – not literal human stairs but like you know little stairways so they, they gain altitude and then they fall off the cliff and it keeps going. Um, he does stuff like that. So he didn't have – very many dominoes until Christmas. He had like a hundred or so. That doesn't sound like it might sound like a good amount, but it's not. He was totally domino deprived. And we took him from a hundred to like a thousand for Christmas. I spent a lot of floor time with Colin, just setting up and knocking down dominoes, playing games and stuff. And that made my Christmas. You know, it, it what my wife I think my big present was like a coupon to go get a massage. But um I haven't used it yet or whatever. It's a coupon. It's, well, if an X dolls is future, your hand will have that massage on it. <laughs> that's, that's a different kind of massage. You'll be able to get a massage from your robot extremities. <laughs> but, um, and then uh, go spend some time at the robot amusement park. I don't know about y'all, but I don't robots. want to be a robot in 25 years. <laughs> I'd love to be a like, you know, If I was RoboCop, that'd be a Robots are cold. Theme parks are doing the most amazing. Like, like I give you an insider tip, kid. Theme parks are breaking ground in in amazing technology. It's just like really because I went to Disney World and there's just some 1950s animatronics pretending to sing. It's a small world. (laughs) You know, I I like the fact where he, he was hyping at like sending power through the air. Didn't Tesla do that in like the early 1900s and they didn't use it then? Well, he was talking about sending, being able to to transmit electricity through sound. Sound. Yeah. Which is an interesting idea, and I I did some very cursory and bullshit research on it, but this is PKA. Um, And it appears that that's a thing, and the the U-Beam company that he talks about is a thing. It didn't just, you know, that's not a corporation owned by the voices in his head. Um, (laughs) It's a joke. X-Stars doesn't hear voices in his head. I'm just kidding. It's an expression. Everybody Calm hears down. voices in their head. That's what thinking is, yeah. right? But um, apparently there was a there's a lot of uh, skepticism in the scientific community about whether the power because it was an experiment, and there's a lot of skepticism about whether that can actually scale up to what they think it it could be. There's skepticism. It hasn't been proven I, as far as I know either way. I, I like these totally non-plugged things. Like, like you can charge your phone by putting it on a surface, right? That's something that's pretty common right now. But there's a huge amount of loss in it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you plug it in, it's so much more efficient than to transmit it through waves. I, uh, I wonder what happens to the world's energy consumption when that starts happening on a broad scale. Mm-hmm. I had a killer idea, or what I thought was a killer idea for a green gym. A green gym? Oh, wow. Like so an, people like would produce electricity gym. by spinning turbines? Exactly. Ooh. Well, that could be like the ellipticals and the treadmills and stuff. But, but you know, everybody does that. I was like, right, well, what else could we do in a gym 
that that we that does work that can can be converted to other types of energy. And I was like, well, you know, there's people do a lot of free weight stuff, but free weights are hard to because they're free weights. They're free for a reason. You want to isolate the muscles and work blah blah blah. I'm like, but a lot of people do works with with machines, and machines have big stacks of metal weights in a in a confined area. And I thought, well, what if those weights patent pending, motherfuckers? <laughs> what if that what if that weight or those weights were magnets, or or some uh, covered in a magnetic coating because you know you don't have 500 pounds of magnets sitting around. And they were covered, they were magnetic to a certain degree, and they were sitting in large coils. And for those of you that don't know, when you move a magnet through a coil, you induce a current in that coil. And then, because of properties of the magnetic field, um, you know, and the, and the magnets moving up and down by somebody doing an exercise machine would oscillate the magnets through the coil and generate a current, and then you could have that, that thing. Let me ask you this, though, Lefty. What's the precautions of giving people electromagnets in their all their home? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that it's... brings me up to a topic I meant to talk about. Mm-hmm. Solar power. Man, so here's the deal. Solar power is getting way cheaper and way more efficient than it has before, and it's spreading out. People, there, are, there are a lot of people in the world who have like twenty grand that they can drop into almost prepaying their power bill, and then they get to be green and they get to save money over the long term, and it's this wonderful thing. It's getting popular enough that electric companies are pushing back against it, and most of the news you get on the internet is biased in one direction or the other. Except, of course, Painkiller Already, which is your uh, number one source of information and news. So, this is the best that that I can gather from it. On one hand, um, when you produce this electricity and you put it back into the power grid, it almost seems like you should get a discount. What people do, I'll take a step back, is they get the best of both worlds. They put a solar panel on the roof, now they're generating electricity. At its best... It generates more than you use. Batteries are expensive. Batteries wear out. They don't want batteries. What they want to do is when it's cloudy out or when it's nighttime, the meter runs one way and you charge me. When it's sunny out and I'm making more electricity than I use, the meter runs backwards and I bill you effectively, right? That's what they want. And that's what they get in a lot of places, and it's kind of cool. The meter literally runs backwards because I take energy and I put it on the grid. And my neighbor can consume that energy because they're sucking down from the grid. My meter runs backwards. Their meter moves forwards. We're good to go. The energy companies, worried that this is going to be a more widespread trend, are charging people for producing energy. And you can make arguments that go both ways. Some are saying, this is just bullshit. You want to sell me your coal-driven stuff. I have a nice solar-powered panel on my roof. Why would you charge me? for putting energy back on the grid. You should be paying me for that. But apparently you need more infrastructure to handle energy production sources all over the grid, right? It used to be kind of a simple thing to plan for. Energy comes from me, it goes to you, we're set. Now energy comes from me, energy comes from you, it comes, it goes, it gets all wacky. It wouldn't be fair for me to have a $0 electric bill yet still benefit from this grid because, you know, you as the consumer, let's pretend I've got the panel and Lefty doesn't. You as the consumer, you know, you're the one paying the bill and I don't, but we both benefit from this infrastructure. So that's kind of a negative thing. There's safety issues. You know, I can shut off the grid and now knowing that I'm the only producer, now I'm a coal plant in this situation, 
I know that I shut off the grid and it's all cool. But if this random house is putting electricity on the grid all the time, is the grid ever safe to touch, to maintain? Like, how do you do that? Mm. Becomes a trickier thing. It's interesting to see what's going to happen to the world's like energy infrastructure as we start moving towards solar or if you have a river in your yard, hydroelectric, or if you have a windy mountain in your yard, you know, a windmill, all these I mean, things that put energy on the grid from your house, you're not paying for that infrastructure. Wouldn't a disconnect on the transformer it. box to fix that problem though, Woody? You, you know, so then it becomes, I, I guess it's a different thing. You know, you, you just, if I'm working on this energy line, I have to shut down the, I guess the power source on both sides of it to work on it. Whereas previously I knew that it only came from one side and I'm outside of my depth here. I don't know how this is, but they brought it up as one of the things that makes working on the energy infrastructure more complicated because there are potential power sources all over the place. I hear you, right? Just cut one end of the line and you set, but I'm I guess where the transformer goes, you just take that, take, cut it. So when it goes in, it stops there on the transformer and you just, it won't travel through the next wire. So you just have a universal lockdown of the wire system. I'm kind of outside my depth, right? You know, but but I guess the thing that you're hooking it up to on the other side might always be live because it comes from both directions. I don't know. They say it's harder to work on lines when everyone's an energy producer, and it kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, that I mean... It sounds to me like they just... They want to continue to be a monopoly. That's the counter-argument. And there's some... Mm-hmm. some Just because something like, harder doesn't mean it's not the right thing to do. Yes. Yeah. And, and God, you know, I, I feel like I sometimes... Oh, big government's the answer to this. Let's take the power production out of the hands of corporations and put it into government, and then they won't have a profit motive and everything will be great. No. I mean, we all know the government can be inefficient. Government sucks ass. Look at the cops nowadays. (laughs) And a a profit motive can make an organization lean and mean, you know, and and productive and efficient, and that's that's the upside of capitalism. The downside is, you know, they don't really operate with public interest in best mind, whereas government, at least theoretically, does. So um, there are people here who are going to be like, dude, screw you, Woody. Government's terrible at everything. Maybe so, but your internet connection sucks, doesn't it? You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you can't find a government that provides, you know, uh, download speeds of less than 100 megabits. You know, they're always rocking it. They got fiber to your door. They're doing it right. Time Warner's the one who's protecting their old way of doing business. And, you know, Duke Power or PSE&G or whoever's running your power supply, they're the ones protecting their old way of doing business. And, and that's... That's what capitalism. Maybe we should be. become lobbyists and lobby to have government push through like an anti-internet cap bill, but and you have see, like minimum requirements. <laughs> you see, Woody, you, the the things you talk about when talking about internet providers and why they're not all providing fiber at speeds across their networks that that whether it be FiOS or fiber or the the fiber you know the local fiber networks that municipalities create. The arguments I see from ISPs is usually it's not like technical technical in nature. It's always like, well, our research shows that customers don't want it, or something along the lines of it's too expensive right now, et cetera, et cetera. It's not really like, well, that would mess with the. I, I don't know. I'm just going to throw around buzz terms here. The backbone of our network servers, things of that nature. I, I've never really heard that, but. 
if if ComEd, let's say, is saying, well, look, it's going to mess with the electrical grid because of these reasons, of these laws that govern the way electricity flows and our infrastructure as we have it set up, it's going to mess with things and make it more expensive and harder on us. For a narrow technical, um, narrowly technical, you know, idea like that, I would kind of, I, I'm more inclined to believe that because they could just as easily lie and say, well, we don't want to support it because how many people are actually going to use this feature, the ability to, to put power back into the grid. So it's going to take forever and it's going to cost a lot of money. So we're not going to do it for that reason because our research shows that people, people aren't going to want to use it. That's easier to call bullshit on. But when they say, look, it's going to mess with things because of how precarious the power grid can be at times. I call bullshit on that, too. Let me tell you why. But I just don't have the technical knowledge. I wish I did. Before you call bullshit, I'm sorry to interrupt. Don't you think it just sounds kind of right? Without being an energy expert, everyone having a solar panel on their house, putting energy on the grid in the mornings, taking it I'm talking about internet. I'm not talking about electricity. Oh. Oh, well, let me listen then. (laughs) I'm calling bullshit about messing with the backbone. Here's why. My standard internet is 5 by 0.1. That's what you get if you get the standard residential internet line. That's the highest package they offer where I live at. And that's 50 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. But that same router can be turned up to 40 by 10 if you're willing to pay $650. Right, and that was my point, that, that you don't hear that a lot from ISPs, that it's technically... From a technical standpoint, it's too difficult or impossible. You hear a lot of, well, research shows that customers wouldn't want it, and to, to pull the line for us is a blah, 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 blah. It's a lot more, uh, how do I say well, this? my line can do that. Why won't they just give me that the entire time? Wings' argument is so much stronger than, than my area's argument would be, right? I have mm-hmm. 50 down, 5 up, right? And, and Wings, can you give me your numbers again? My residential line is five point one, five down, point one up. All right, all right. So there you go. Five down, point one up. Mine's fifty down, five up. If they improve mine to like a hundred down, ten up, then that's a big difference. You know, there's a lot of data getting pushed around. Why it's point one up for wings is insane. That is mm-hmm. so little. And they might have to upgrade their backbone or something like that, but it just seems like they're way but, behind the time. Saying, but the same modem. Like when I upgraded lines, I re- I got a business line like two and a half years ago, something like that. But there's a lot more to it than the modem, right? They, you know? used, they all they did was they they throttled it up at the box out there. All they did was go. Whoop. No, you're right about that. But if they do that to everybody, then all of a sudden the main router in the you know point of presence station over there gets ten times more traffic and it can't handle it anymore. The reason but they're you're... throttling you is so that they can run a cheap infrastructure on the backbone. But they're throttling you so much that five by point one nonsense can only exist in a market with no competition. Because it, it has stinks. no competition. I know. We have there, there is none. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it it's completely inexcusable. But I, I but Woody, I mean, I'm I'm with you when it's like, well, you know that when when you draw the line in the sand, not because of market indicates or our research indicates but when you draw a line in the sand saying well for this narrow technical reason it's probably not going to be a good idea that seems more plausible 
I think that's the right word. Without having any big knowledge about it, I'm sure somebody has more knowledge about it. And if I'm wrong, please explain it to me. But be nice about it. Don't be like, you're a fucking idiot. It really pissed me off that they were talking about this. If that pisses you off. Just can I, can, can, I, can I take bit. a shot at this, Lefty? Hmm. You, you guys keep calling back that they, the infrastructure, can, infrastructure can't handle this. All right? Well, if you have a landscaping business and you run it with an S10, but you got to pull a trailer that requires 15,000 pounds... You can't you're do not, that with an S10. So what do you really do? What is the logical answer here? If you S10, own this land, if you don't know, is a bad truck, small truck. S10 is a, is a truck that pulls like three thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. It's no. You go out there and you get you a twenty-five hundred truck because you need a heavy-duty truck. If your infrastructure can't handle the needs of your customers, you build another fucking infrastructure. If you do not want to build that infrastructure, you cash out and and wait for somebody that comes along that can. That only if you have competition. Otherwise, you just keep the grass taller. Say, screw them. We're a bad landscaping company. You guys need a new topic? Yes. yes. I'm back, by the way. I literally dozed off. I'm sorry. That's so, right. Nobody so will give you crap about it because you're Kyle and you don't get any. Let me, let me You don't get shit for anything. It's ridiculous. No, let me Kyle try to excuse. I told a story. I asked people, hey, you got to sleep with your sister. That much is a given. At what age do you do it? Sometime when you're too young to remember it. Sometime when you're teenagers. Sometimes when you're like a grown enough that you really know what you're doing and you stick with it. But at least you're grown. Kyle came up with this weird story about sleeping with his sister at Epic all three ages. Story. Two years old, ten years old, eighteen years old in some sort of quad way F fest. There was a unicorn with a dildo on it instead of a horn involved. There was a unicorn involved. That's right. It was raining loop. <laughs> No one gives him a hard time. Kyle is untouchable. Let me ask you this, Kyle. When you had that, is it is it for trial editor to let her know if she's getting better or worse at sex? Had... <laughs> no, no. Like I a believe... yearly update? Like, well, three years over a year. And I stand by those remarks because I think what I was going for there was, see, that question is designed to make you fail. It, just like the which animal you're going to have sex with. There's no correct answer. So I guess what I was trying to do was... Turn it around and, and not make it about figuring out um, what age I want to have sex with my sister at, and, and just kind of make it ter- make it entertaining in my own way without having to v- actually visualize fucking my sister. While while it may have seemed even more intense to me, it was much less intense than being like I guess fourteen, because then I got to picture her when she's fourteen and be like, you're like, you're like a magician. You're just trying to distract the people with your hand. So you yeah, like, absolutely, <laughs> little little, little slide of hand and get out of that little jam and, and tell a funny story. But I do apologize for falling asleep. I've been working the last two days. Um, not, it's it's not more hours than a normal individual would work. I've just don't feel bad. I, I, feel I just worked it hard for two days and I haven't get much sleep. I I I wonder now. What's worse in the minds of the viewers? Kyle actually falling asleep because he's been working a lot and uh, and doing a lot of stuff. And he's I know tired. where you're headed. Or Wings fake falling asleep because he's fake drunk on the drinking <laughs> In his defense, I think he real fell asleep because he was fake drunk. He's a method actor. He's just got that into the part. I don't know. Maybe. Hey. Amazon sold 426 items per second headed into Christmas. Holy shit. How is that possible? That sounds like they need to hire some some factory workers there. Okay, so here's my explanation for that possibly. It it's got to be it's got to be a lot of people who do like who did like all their Christmas shopping on Amazon. 
you know, like people who got 15 gifts from Amazon, and that was their. They did everything on Amazon. That's all it could be, because they're not doing that much business, are they? That like Amazon? is all of America on Amazon? Amazon the- broke Amazon? records for the amount of business they did. Amazon is crushing it. And when I heard wow. 426 items per second, I thought that's really good. But it seems reasonable to me because Amazon is awesome. Amazon. I bought a new headset, right? I, I barely show it to you guys. My new headset. I'm very excited about it. It's awesome. Wait on my next live stream. I'm gonna sound 32.6 uh, percent sexier. <laughs> Anyway, it took two weeks to arrive. Two weeks. I got older between when I you bought got it you bought it and 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 when I got it, I was like, holy smokes! It, they it came in two shipments. I also bought my daughter's uh, Christmas present at the same time, and I'm watching the tracking number. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. Here it is. It's gonna arrive, and it gets here, and I'm like, really? It's for her? God damn it! You know, like this sucks. Christmas isn't for two weeks, you know, it, 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 who cares, you know, if her thing came on the 14th or the 20th, it doesn't matter. Me, I'm dying for this thing. And, uh, um, I've been spoiled by Amazon where everything arrives in two days. And if you're in a hurry, you can give them like five bucks or something and it arrives in one. It's amazing. I, I, what they've done with shipping has made it easier for a guy like me, who just sits at his desk working all the time, to get stuff. I'll buy batteries on Amazon. They sell batteries like 100 yards from my house. And I think, nah, it's probably going to get here sooner if they ship it from California than to expect me to go over to Walgreens. Because I'm not going. It's Amazon crushes it. They're very good. Can we uh, maybe do a topic switcheroo? Yeah. Did anyone watch any movies? Any of the movies that came out on Christmas Day? No. Oh, I still haven't been to the movies. I just I haven't seen The Hobbit yet. I, I, I want to know. I want to know when did going to see a movie on Christmas Day become a thing? Um, I'm, not, I'm well, not knocking it. It's I just for sad know. people, dude. It's for the reason. Like, so let me explain. From the, the only one of us who went to a movie on Christmas Day, the reason you go to a movie on Christmas Day is because. The big movies come out on Christmas Day. I wanted to see uh, the Secret Life of Walter. No, Saving Saving um, Saving Walter Mitty. That's what I watched. It's the story of Walt Walt Disney um, trying to get the rights for Mary Poppins from the author, so that and he it's... could own it for fucking ever. Sorry, <laughs> I have a copyright topic later. Get ready for it. It's an Subreddit excellent movie. If if you're a fan of Tom Hanks, uh, I think I believe the actress's name is Emma Thompson. Um, it's a really, really good movie. It's, it's going to win an Oscar for something. Somebody in there is getting an Oscar. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that seems a little bit chicken and egg, right? Like, do the movies come out on Christmas Day because people go to see movies on Christmas Day? Or do people go to see movies on Christmas Day because they were originally planned for release on Christmas Day because of some reason? I don't. I, I don't know. I only went... Because that was the day the movie was released. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But uh, I saw, I think uh, Keanu Reeves' new movie, like 47 Ronin, came out. I think that thing's been in production for like a couple of years, and it's had a lot of problems, and it cost a shitload of money, and they spent a shitload more marketing it, and it's just a real failure. So wait, their marketing was, we are 47. That was it? Like, because that's all I've seen of it. 
and it's. I like, thought the teasers were were pretty good. They, they, so I read, but I read the I read a review, and it was so it was so bad. It made me feel bad. A guy who can't act, who isn't Japanese. He's half he's half samurai. Asian. He's half Asian. I don't know if he's half Japanese, but he's half Asian, and the character he's portraying is also half Asian. I, so I don't believe Keanu sense. Reeves is a samurai at all, so I'm not going to be seeing Ronin 47. The same reason I didn't see The Last Samurai starring uh, Tom Cruise. Look, did you you saw The Matrix? That guy that guy knows kung fu. He's too old. I've seen The Matrix. That's why I didn't he see is, The Matrix is 1, he? 2, and 3. He's 50. He's 50. 50. Yeah. I like uh, 49, he'll be 57. American guy. Do you know who the highest paid actor Do you know who the highest paid Hollywood actor of all time is? Samuel Jackson. Keanu Reeves. He made, I believe, two hundred and ten million dollars off the Matrix movies. It was like a hundred and twenty-six million from Matrix Two alone. Wow. Those numbers are from memory, but they're not far. Bill and Ted making that kind of motherfucking money. (laughs) Yeah. He's he's got who? Not Bill, just Ted. Or the other way. He's he's strong. He's talking about making that movie. Like, Like I keep seeing it on um. Uh, the movie subreddit. They, they, mm-hmm. these people who want the Bill and Ted at fifty movie, and I don't understand that because Bill and Ted was a shitty movie. <laughs> I disagree with that. I really liked it. Really? Yeah. You know what they okay. do? Maybe wait, I should rewatch it. Okay. And they should get they should get the guy who was an Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter to be Abraham Lincoln, and have I, him do kung fu. I watched a movie last night called Bounty Hunter on Netflix. Have you guys seen this? No. no. Netflix. I love you, man, but you can't pick a movie with your eyes closed on that thing. I was just flipping through the sci-fi, right? And I'm like, all right, let's see. A futuristic world where corporations no longer have the public interest in mind, so they have bounty hunters killing white-collar criminals. And these bounty hunters become like celebrities that people look up to and worship. This sounds like a good flick, right? There's lots yeah. of murder. Yeah. There was some. Um, There's some nudity. There is some death and gore, and you know that thing they put anti corporate America. Anti corporate America. You know how they they put that thing in the front, like this movie contains death and violence and adult situations and this and that. The more of those, the better the movie. <laughs> I want to see the whole alphabet down there. I, I want to see some of those things and not even know what they mean. I want things that I want like an NP rating and an RW rating. I don't <laughs> know what that shit is, yeah. but it's in the movie. Uh, QW? I don't really know what that is, but I bet you I like that. I want so... to learn new bad things. <laughs> I want to be slightly horrified by the warnings. <laughs> you know? so so i'm watching this movie and it's got a nice list of warnings on it and i'm like settling in this is going to be the popcorn flick I'm, I'm looking for bounty hunter on netflix i think that's what it's called i want to get the title right i don't know if you can tell i got slightly stupider for having watched it that movie was so bad it, <laughs> like it is just a girl in a short dress that you could see is I'm it like, bounty killer is that it is it bounty killer 2013 92 minutes White collar death warrants. Yeah, that's it. Bounty killer. Thank you. In that, I appreciate. Yeah, who stars in Bounty Killer? Bounty Killer. uh, It has Matthew Marston, Katrina Loken. All right. Oh, Christiana Loken. Loken. So she was. um, She was in Terminator Three. She's the evil Terminator. Is she? Gary Busey's in it. I'm like nine. Yeah. Dude, the movie was. Bounty Killer was. Terrible, terrible, super bad. If you want to watch a movie that makes you more stupider, see what I did there? 
then mm. uh, then watch Bounty Killer. It, you will you will walk away from the. I, wait, the guy that was Gibbs from the the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean franchise was in it. Wait, uh, Woody, I think I have the movie for you. Have you ever seen Bad Lieutenant? No, but it sounds terrible. It no 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 no. no. It's a Harvey Keitel movie. It is rated NC seventeen. It's on Netflix. All right. There there is a nun raping. There's nun raping. There's <laughs> there's full frontal nudity from Har- nudity from Harvey Keitel while he's right after he freebases. Co- um, uh, I don't know. I don't know what some white powder. He's just smoking a lot of drugs. He's uh like, like he pulls over these two girls and he like makes one show his ass and the other one like mime sucking a dick while he jerks off. It's so intense I had to turn it off. It wasn't that it was bad acting, it wasn't that it was a bad movie, it was is well made. The content was too intense for me. Really? <laughs> too intense for you. You know what's good? Have you seen the movie Nine Songs? No. Dude. I I don't I don't even remember what the plot was about, but I remember the sex scenes in this song, in this movie, and they were first class. I think in the openings, remember how House of Cards, which is this Netflix original, if you haven't seen it, Netflix.com slash Woody, it's amazing. Somehow it grabs you in the opening like 60 seconds, you're hooked and you know it's a show for you. Nine songs does that. In a in a sexy way, like in the opening scene, you're like, oh my god, they're wow. So that's a thing, and and it's a story about a relationship between a guy and a girl, and their ups and their downs and their insecurities, and uh, it just showed relationships in a very kind of private, intimate way, and it was pretty cool. It was a good movie. Nine songs. Don't watch it with your parents in the room. And uh, and don't Google. Don't go to Harvey Keitel and do a Google image search on Google because Bad Lieutenant shows up. And that scene from Bad Lieutenant shows up. Which, by the way, I did the math. Harvey Keitel was in his early 50s when he did that movie. Holy crap. That dude Jared was in shape. Is still doing movies. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing I was going to mention. He, he's in insane shape. So there was a scene where you just see, you're, you're seeing his back, like he's, he's shirtless, but I saw his back and I was, I didn't think anything of it for a while. And then I looked a little closer and I was like, wow, his, his back's pretty muscular. I was like, yeah, it's really muscular. It, that's Harvey Keitel there, right? It's not a body double. Yeah, okay. And then he stood up and, and, and there was the scene where it's like full frontal and you see his dick and he is built like a, like a GI Joe or something. He's got that V, which I've always learned to associate with people that are for some. I think it's really in shape. I don't know what it denotes. You know that V at the at the lower abdomen. Oh, like, that goes in. They call that genetic waist? superiority. That's the Brad Pitt complex. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. He's got that. I don't think normal people do that. No, he's. he's I. Got that. Yeah, I thought you, the V that is the lats. I feel like anyone can develop if they work hard. The His, V that's in the belly, that thing. I. I I feel like that's the equivalent of big boobs. You know what? Some people just weren't gifted with that. I'm going to try to find you an image of, of, of Harvey Keitel because his his abs aren't – they're not just like cut. They're like protruding. They're like these super powerful abs that, that like you see on a bodybuilder or something. It's, it's, you know what it's, I'd like to see? You know the situation? What's he yeah. looking like now? <laughs> From Jersey Shore? <laughs> right? I saw you. You were hot at 22. Well, let me break it to you, kid. It's not that hard to be hot at 22. I was hot at 22. I want to see you now. 
I want to see now. Put a little money in this guy's pocket. Uh, have him you know, stop making a TV show about hitting the gym and the beach. What you looking like? Well, he was like 30-something when the, when he was first on that show, right? Like, wasn't that his deal? Like, he was really old? Like, he was pretty old? I don't know. Was he? I think so. So, in my experience, and this, I'm not to sound racist, but Italian people don't age well. You're from that region of the country where there's a lot of Italians, Woody. Would, Italian people don't age very well, do they? I'm thinking. I'm oh, thinking. he wasn't that old. They, what did you oftentimes, say? they seem to have bad skin. I want to say that they can be at the extremes, right? Like, a lot of Italian people like their pasta too much. And once you get them outside of their hot years, they get a little heavy. That happens pretty commonly. But there are some Italian people who are just fit and strong. I find that they age poorly. That, that's what I was getting that's at. Like, like a 34-year-old. Skin and, the, like, the crow's feet and such. When I see a thirty, yeah, yeah, like just bad skin and bad skin tone. Like, like it's it's like by the time they hit like thirty three, thirty four, the women just look rough, like just really rough. The situation is old, only thirty one, by the way. Only thirty one. I, I was mistaken. I thought he was in his thirties when he started the show, but that's not the case. So I never ever have have seen an episode of Jersey Shore. Not one. I've never seen a clip of it. I've never seen and I've seen images of it and that's as close as I got to watching that. You know, how did you go through that time period without What network was it on? MTV. MTV. Right? There you go. Here's the thing. <laughs> and I think Charles made an interesting point. He said reality TV is a lot like YouTube. And he's right. There's something that's just connectable about a good reality TV show. You just kind of see and and I don't want to say you think you're friends with Kim Kardashian, but you connect with her at a level that you don't made up characters in Friends, right? No one says like, oh, Rachel, I really care about her. I wonder what she's doing today. Everyone knows Rachel's fake. She's played by an actress. But people do wonder, like, I wonder what's going on in Kim's life. Oh, it's neat to be able to see what's happening in Kim's life. I joined a live stream by Wings of Redemption on late Christmas Eve. Team Monster, right, Wings? Yeah, Team Monster. <laughs> so, and I'm watching it, and I'm like connecting to Wings, rooting for him, rooting against him, like doing my thing, but just caring in a way that's not quite as passive. There's something interesting, and I was goofing off with Wings. So, so Wings was playing Dead Space Three, mm-hmm. and I, maybe I don't understand it, but he's playing. Is it called Hardcore Bad to the Bone or something? What was it called? Hard to the Core. It's an achievement on Dead Space Three, which is, which has a difficulty known as Hardcore, that you have to go through the entire game without dying. Is it the entire game? Because you said something about starting over. It made it sound like you didn't start at the very beginning. No, you, you go start at the very beginning. You have to play the entire 19 chapters without dying. If you die at any time, it wipes your save state. Okay, so he's playing Hard to the Core. He needs to go from beginning to end on the hardest level without a single death. And we all know Wings of Redemption and his rage issues. And he's playing with another guy, Zombie Killer, right? Yeah, Zombie Killer boss. So Zombie Killer seems really cool. Does he have a YouTube channel? No, he doesn't. He's just he, he just a friend of mine. Okay. Well, anyway, Zombie Killer seemed really personable and easy to get along with in the uh, in the live stream. So you're watching Wings and Zombie Killer sort of work together to make their way through this game. And it got really engaging. It got engaging, and I'm like, man, I can see why people like live streams. You kind of want to see them do their thing. You want to. It, it's not just 
the equivalent of a couple kids flopping around on the beach. It's people trying to achieve a goal together, and I found it engaging and addictive. And uh, me, I was goofing about, kind of, you know, working with the stream, tweeted them out. Uh, Wings, I quadrupled the size of your stream when... Um, yeah, you did. I, but I, oh, didn't wait, wait, wait. I didn't really try to promote that stream. I, I Actually, I kicked uh, that stream crazy. off because Zombie Killer wanted me to stream. Wait, I'm like, all right, you're playing with me. On, let me, stream. Let me jump in. If I quadruple the size of your stream, I think in return the least you can do is send me a picture of your nuts. <laughs> we want what to see you the have damage. pictures of my nuts all day long if you come into my stream. Let me tell you and how look, and, and wings, 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 please. You have to put a banana in there for for like you for know scale. scale for scale. For scale. scale. <laughs> Dude, if you put, if you did that, if you did that, and they're as big as you claim they are, and you put the banana for sale for for scale, and you posted that to Reddit on like what the fuck like WTF, it you might huge. hit the you might hit the front page of WTF. Wings, uh, especially with front page of WTF have zero fucks. Given. I, I don't know I what that is. I quadrupled your stream. You, you made some money. I worked the crowd. I chatted with your people for hours. All I want in return is a single picture of your nuts. Oh, by the way, I did get my achievement. Did, oh, yes, really? Though. Did you do it on, on a separate session? Uh, we finished it up the next day. We got we were getting sleepy, and I didn't want to make a mistake. Uh, so, um, but I'm watching it, and I'm I'm like rooting for Team Monster, and then we start rooting for Team uh, Elevator. Team Elevator. There was <laughs> the <laughs> low season Death Space Three are all Catwalker or, or flimsy Catwalker. <laughs> I'm so, wait. You played what game on the hardest difficulty, and you could lose one? You couldn't die once. Dead, Dead Space, Space Three. Really? Yeah, they were good. I guess you made it. How many playthroughs was had you had you completed before you went for that? Or attempted that? Yeah. yeah. Three. Three. Um, yeah. Very good at video games. I'm aware. I've seen you play. I mean, I'm widely regarded as one of the best Dead Space players in the multiverse, and I would find that achievement difficult to get. How? It, like, on PlayStation, on the PlayStation 4, it gives you a percentage of how many people's actually achieved that trophy that bought the game. Mm-hmm. 0.5% of everybody that buys Dead Space has that a trophy. So one in every 200. I don't know how many copies they sold. <laughs> not much. Um, yeah, so anyway, I, I like I can just see why like I've been producing a lot of YouTube and Twitch content, but lately I started consuming more and it's like, man, I kinda get why people like this. I mm-hmm. I'd rather be watching this than than a lot of T V shows. Dude. So it was kinda I, cool. I would watch that stream. <laughs> like if somebody would start right now streaming Dead Space Hard to the Core, I would watch that. It would be on my secondary monitor all day. Wings, would you watch somebody stream DayZ standalone? It all depends if they're killing people or trying to survive zombies. If they're trying to survive zombies, I don't give a shit. If they're hunting motherfuckers you know like they I own money. You know how I play motherfucker. You know. You know. I want you to hunt people like they owe you money. <laughs> you mean like they're black people that owe me money? Because <laughs> yeah. that's the only way I play. You know what? I want to talk about the PKA subreddit. Hmm. I think that they should stop making racist lefty jokes. I do too. Somebody said something that sunk in with me. And I started, um, I'm a moderator on that subreddit, but I usually don't clamp down on things people say very tightly. Mm -hmm. But I have started getting rid of the racist lefty things because there is a subreddit on, I think it's banned, I don't know, I didn't go to it, but it's called R Niggers with the Mm -hmm. ERS. Yeah, the racism. 
Yeah, and it was just like um, someone. There's a picture of a um, you know the box with the stick, and then you pull the stick out in the box. Right, right, like yeah, or something. Well, there was a watermelon uses the bait, and they called it a you know lefty's trap. And then somebody jumps over a high stick, and they're like, lefty's going to need a bigger fence. And it was just like, man, somebody I didn't see. I keep dropping the end bomb, but I, I never saw our niggers. But they're like, the subreddit is turning into that. And I'm like, man, I, I really don't want that. If you don't know, there's an RPKA subreddit. You can go there. They discuss the show, and they tell jokes and things like that. And it's a way to connect with the PKA hosts. And they bitch and call it constructive criticism. Oh, <laughs> so I got not, not all of you. I'm kidding. I think Such I'm going to turn the, that. Not all of you. They're going to turn and joke. shine the light on on the uh, the fucknards, the people that go there, and mm-hmm. say, you know what? I, I would like it if you stopped doing... Like, just, just turning the PKA subreddit into our niggers and making, like, every sort of racist thing something that you pretend Lefty did. Because it's, I feel like... Well, it, that's a very practical reason for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want, like, watermelon but, traps or something to somehow be associated with the show. If we some, if we do something clever and master race or not so clever, I don't know, it's one thing. But to grasp at straws and just make, like, what seem like anti-black jokes coming out of nowhere... I don't, I don't like it on the subreddit. So please stop. I would appreciate. Well, here's it. A, here's another side effect to it. I, people have been asking me to ask Drew if he would come on PKA. So I asked him today on the walk. He's like, I don't know. I, I was watching your video and people, people were talking about this lefty guy. I don't know if he'd like me. Oh God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. See, like he really thought you were racist. Oh wow. <laughs> lefty didn't even say anything racist. He said death to America. And we just yeah. turned it like like he was. <laughs> he didn't say death to America. He, he, he like stuttered through it, and that's all you heard. He said it, it was about. Uh, he was like, we would we're we gonna do painkiller ready ads. Oh, by the way, Jumpman Twelve making it rain. <laughs> we were gonna do painkiller ready ads, and uh, um, Lefty's like, well, you know, we won't advertise anybody, and we were sort of formulating the whole if the money's there, we don't care thing. And uh, and the the idea came that what if the Taliban wanted to um, to advertise or Al Qaeda might have been or Al Qaeda sorry yeah. yeah and then and then you were like well what if the check clears I'm like then death to America and <laughs> and that was where it was born it's not even racist <laughs> but that's where it came from yeah it was it was really funny the one thing I Al-Qaeda don't Al Qaeda check but clear <laughs> yeah they got a lot of money they could sponsor a whole bunch of episodes. <laughs> The one thing I don't like, I appreciate very much clever racist lefty jokes. Clever. Actually clever, actually funny. Those are those are good. And I will I will tip my hat and 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 slow clap. But wait, wait. some hmm. Oh, the guy's calling me. Oh god. I answer. Oh, I, so he's calling me but I have to hang up on PKA to do it. I'm going to call him back. Okay. Well, okay, well, really quick while this happens, I appreciate the clever stuff, but I had a, I had one guy today, he was just like, blah, 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 he was talking about something, get somebody on on PKA, and then he was like, you racist fuck. That's not funny. That's not clever. Don't You're just swearing at me and cursing at me at that point. That's not cool. Don't do that. I'd appreciate it if you didn't do it. Ryan? Hey, Woody, is this Woody? This is Woody. Hey, how are you? What's up, man? You know what's funny is I actually watch your videos. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Small world. I think Sean does he upload any about minor warfare? I think that's yeah. Yeah, you 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 have like minor warfare videos. I'm actually a big World of Warcraft fan myself. I don't know if you play, but uh, I've seen your YouTube channel many many times. 
Oh, well. I was actually just I laying down yours. in bed. I was laying down in bed. I was about to fall asleep. And um, I checked my voicemail, and you just happened to pop up. And you said maybe I'd magically call you back, so here I am. Dude, so um, I should tell you, you're on our podcast right now. You're on the phone nice. with me, Lefty, Wings of Redemption, and FPS Kyle. Nice. And how you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thanks. I actually just got done with an interview I did at uh, Fox Boston with my brother. Uh, went well. I was actually watching the interview just to critique myself, you know, just to see how it went. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I literally you're the last phone call I'm taking before I go to bed. I, I literally was laying down, and I happened to pop up and check my voicemail, and there you were. So in your video, we played your video, please don't copyright strike me, to let people know who you are. And yep. um, you said, like, hey, things have been going rough, long story, whatever. What's the story, man? How you doing? Well, I'm doing all right. I mean, a lot of bad stuff has happened in the last, like, couple of years. I mean, I told, the you know, the Boston Globe the same thing I'll tell you. Um, not that I'm trying to put this out there, but after I started this whole thing back in 2007, uh, I took phone calls for two years, started getting involved with alcohol, um, drank a lot because I got depressed because so many people were calling me just kind of being rude and, you know, whatnot, and uh you know, I just went down a dark path. I ended up being homeless for four years. I traveled the country and had no direction whatsoever. Um, landed up in uh, Rhode Island, and uh, I have two kids now, and uh, life can't be better. Um, I got a beautiful apartment. Uh, I have a good girlfriend, um, and everything's just going great. So that's why I said it's the holiday season. I thought this would be the best time to start my call meeting again. But I did not think it would blow up the way it has. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> On the video you that know, we I, watched, you said you were sad. It didn't sound oh, like yeah, you're sad. Well, well, no, I'm not yeah. sad. I mean, I, I, I am, but I, I, it's not something I try to like. I'm not here to try to get sympathy from people. That's why in the video, after I uploaded it and started getting all those views, I was contemplating redoing the video because I didn't want to, like, make the video about me. I didn't want people to be like, oh, he's sad. Let's help him. Because it's not about me. This is about the callers and the people that call me. The story's not about me. It's about them. You know what I mean? So you you went homeless and then you traveled the country? Yeah, I was actually uh, my brother and I were actually in Moore, Oklahoma. I don't know if you remember that devastating uh, F5 that dropped down this past sure. May, but we were actually a mile. We were on the highway uh, when the touchdown. Everybody was pulled over, and me being my dumb daredevil self was still driving towards the tornado, thinking, "Oh, it's no big deal," you know. Until everybody that were Oklahoma natives said, "Dude, you know, pull your ass to the side of the road. You know, you want to die." You know, so I was like, all right, you know, pulled over. But this, we we just been in crazy places and just bebopping around. And, you know, I ended up in Rhode Island, um, oh, and I love it here. Can I ask something for clarification? Yeah. Would, you you being homeless mean you had no residence, but you had money to travel the country, or you being homeless means, like, you slept in your car? Um, A little bit of both, actually. It was at my lowest point. Um, my brother and I were actually going to gas stations and begging the attendants to let me get a bologna sandwich. I mean, I've never been that low in my life, and I don't pride myself telling you this, but when I started this YouTube thing again, I said, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold anything back. I'm just going to be a true human being. You know, everybody goes through their ups and downs, and I'm not proud of some of the decisions I made back then, but I can say that I've learned from them, and, you know, here I am going strong. What what did the phone calls give you? Like, um, you decided to do it again, and you said a lot of people called you to be negative, which is my reaction to most what Internet would do for you. Um, well, yeah, I mean, what did you get I, from I, them? Well, the thing is, a lot of guys, I mean, I don't want to swear or anything, so I want to try to keep a PG here, but um, a lot of guys that would call me, you know, they any time in society when a guy does anything right or good, you know, there's a thousand guys there trying to say, oh, you must be gay, you know. Anytime anybody does something good, you must be homosexual and you must, you know, whatever. So 
I dealt with a lot of that. I dealt with the death threats. But the weird thing about this whole thing is since I started it again last uh, yesterday morning, I've only had one rude person call me. Everybody else, the almost 1,000 phone calls I've been able to take in the last 36 hours have been all positive, which I don't know if that says something about the times hopefully changing or if I'm just getting lucky. You know what I mean? Mm. So you traveled the country. Where did you go? Uh, I was in Norman, Oklahoma. I was in Moore, Oklahoma. I was down in Biloxi, Mississippi, uh, hitting the craps table because I didn't know what else to do with my life. Every time I made 10 bucks, I said, well, maybe if I gamble it, uh, I can make a little bit of money. But I soon realized that that was just a pit leading to nowhere. Um, I don't have a gambling problem, by the way. I don't want you to think that. Uh, it was just something I did because I was homeless. And I was like, well, you know, maybe 10 bucks will score me some money. What'd but you sleep uh, Biloxi, in? Gulfport. Huh? What did you sleep in? I slept in my Chevy Cobalt on the, uh, my brother and I used to park right along the strip um, in Gulfport, Mississippi. Uh, but the problem was with that, you know, every couple hours you got a cop banging on your window and down in the south, their vagrancy laws, dude, they'll throw your ass in jail if you're homeless. So we used to just BS him and say, oh, we're just looking at the beach and we fell asleep. You know, but like I said, it's not like a part of my life I really like to, you know, like dwell on, but it, it's, that is what's gotten me to where I am right now. So I can't really totally regret it. Huh. So what did you do for money? Uh, honestly, um, we actually, I actually had a good amount of money saved up from working when I was younger, so I was able to live off that. Um, I, I, I chose to be homeless. I know it's going to sound really weird, but I chose to be homeless because I, I feel like if somebody's going to figure out who they are and what you know where they're going in life, I think the best way to do it is to be completely at the bottom. I mean, until you're at the bottom, you don't know how much you really appreciate life. So I kind of purpose—I kind of purposely put myself in that position. As crazy as that might sound to you, but I mean, that's how it happened. It almost sounds like you'd kind of, sort of suggest it for someone in the right situation. Well, I mean, I guess, and, and you could also call it maybe self-destructive. I don't know. I mean, I just my life just wasn't going well, and I I couldn't find myself after the YouTube thing. I was like. I kind of gave up on everybody and turned my back. That's why I disappeared for the I've disappeared for the last six years. I got people thinking I'm dead. I got people thinking I got shot. There's a whole bunch of rumors, but Wait, I'm obviously not dead. Was it YouTube hate that made you drop out of society? The YouTube thing is what made me drop out of society. Yes. The, the like negative feedback on YouTube and nasty phone calls and things like that made you say, you know what, I'm done. I'm going. Well, it did the because the thing is, what I try to tell people is, I mean, if you're in high school or whatnot and you got a thousand buddies. You know, maybe 100 don't like you and maybe 50 talk crap about you behind your back. But when you subject yourself, you know, today show, CNN, MTV, VH1, all the stuff I've done, it's a larger scale. So it feels like there's more hate. But the more I thought about it, I'm like, of course, if I throw myself out there to 10 million people, 6 million are going to find a reason not to like me. So I try to scale it in the sense that it's not that serious. And I've had, like I said, the last six years to mentally prepare for this again. So I, I can do this again, and I'm not going to stop it this time. That's the only difference, is I'm not actually going to quit this time. I'm going to keep doing it until people stop calling or I die. Now, Ryan, I have a question, because you mentioned yeah. earlier that um, that you were doing this, and you and this in this most recent iteration, you've only had, like, one. Um, I, I don't mean to focus on the negative, because I think that may no, be cool. able cool. to do it. But you've only had one indecent phone call. You one realize you could ruin that person and you could ruin with your following now with the, with the Reddit <laughs> hug that you've gotten and, and everything you could ruin that person. You could ruin anybody that calls you with negative, trying to hurt you, trying to threaten you, all those things. Why don't you? Well, our thing is that 
I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I mean, a lot of people do this whole YouTube thing, like, oh, he's this great, nice guy, and yada, yada. I mean, I'm a good guy, yeah, but I'm human, too. I mean, I'm a very comical guy. I'm a very, I don't take life that seriously, and I'm the first person to crack a rape joke. I know I shouldn't say that, but I'm being <laughs> You're on honest. the right, no, you're on the right show. Yeah, welcome that. to Painkiller uh, already. You got a good rape joke. All right, cool. I, I don't know what I can say on here, so I don't want to say something that's going to offend people, but you're beyond you know, I'm the guy that... Door. You know, I'm the guy that laughs when, you know, the old lady gets run over by a car. I mean, I think that's funny. I know it's messed up, but I'm human, too. You know, just because I do this YouTube thing doesn't mean I'm not, you know, human. I mean, I'm there's a whole different side of me that all my you know friends know and people that see me off screen know me. Um, but, you know, do I want to destroy the guy? Yeah. Do I get do I get people that call me and say, you know, oh, your story is so boring. And why is this news? And I say, well, what are you doing with your life? Half the time, the people that are criticizing me are, you know, fucking section eighters that live next door to me that can't even feed their kids so you're gonna bring me down because i'm doing something good but you live off of welfare like come on like i don't have a problem with people that live off welfare but don't critique people when you're not in a position to do that unless you're like god i mean you don't have that right and i really don't even believe in him either so i mean it is what it is oh so you're but, an um, atheist well no i'm not an atheist i don't know what i believe i mean i'm kind of a hypocrite because i have a cross tattooed to my arm uh -huh. so i mean but at the same time, I have a heart on my wrist with a 666 in it. So I, I mean, that is a religious but, affiliation. I'm well, that's why I did it. <laughs> but I mean, I, I'm a huge hypocrite. I mean, I have a cross next to a 666 on my arm. I mean, what does mm -hmm. that make me? But it's it's not like, you know, I'm not a devil worshiper or anything like that. It's just I, I like contradiction and I like contrast. You know, and I think, you know, everybody, the reason why I have that tattoo is because I think with everybody's heart, you know, there's love and hate in it. That's why I got the 666 in it. But, Are you in black Huh? Said you like contrast. Are you into black chicks? Oh God. Um, I would never date a black chick. I've actually banged a couple of Puerto Ricans, which is all right in my book. But <laughs> as far as black girls, the last black girl, I have to it's not all right in mine. <laughs> yeah, no, black girls. I mean, I have, I'm not racist at all. It's just not my cup of tea, you know, or, or my cup of coffee. Black coffee, I can't do you it. You don't like how sassy they are. I need decaf, dude. I need decaf. I love this guy, dude. He's what'd awesome. you do for money? How'd you make it? Did you completely live off savings for a couple of years? Yeah, I completely lived off savings. Um, and actually, I know it's going to sound crazy, but um, my I have a twin brother who has a friend that I actually talked to on YouTube back in 2007. And fast forward six years, this guy ended up winning the Powerball, but he didn't win the whole Powerball. He played, it's called the Power Play, and he won $2 million. So because of all the advice I gave him back then, he said, I want to pay it forward. And he didn't give me an option. I told him, I don't want your money, dude. Like, I don't want money. And he put me in a position where he kind of made me take it because he ended up wiring it to my bank account. So he ended up wiring me half of his lottery winnings. Holy shit. So, smokes. I mean, that, yeah, that wow. plus my savings put me in a position where I went out, I bought the 370Z, I bought the GTR, Nissan GTR 2013, back, you know, in 13. But I ended up selling it because I'm like, I just, I'm not at a point in my life where I really care about material shit. I just, I want to keep my message going and I want people to know that this isn't just like, you know, some dumb fuck taking phone calls. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than me. You know, and a lot of people might say, why would somebody call you? But I don't know. Why would 500,000 people view me on YouTube? I don't I don't have the answer to that, you know? This is interesting, man. It doesn't really scale, but it's a new social media thing, right? Like, you know, <laughs> it doesn't really scale. <laughs> we all have YouTube channels, and we all connect with people in one way, but you just taking calls? Hey, just call me. I'm still here and talking. Well, that's the thing is, dude. That's the thing is, and right before I talked to you, I mean, I had a 70-year-old a woman who happens to be an identical twin call me, and she was just shooting the shit with me um, about being twins because my brother's two minutes older than me. 
And uh, I had a woman, this is a really good story. I just aired on Fox Boston in um, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, et cetera. And um, this woman called and said, my husband's asleep right now. He'd kill me if he knew I was texting you. But she said, I'm 42 years old. He's wicked abusive, blah, blah, blah. She just sent me this huge, long book. And she's like, I'm going to call you when he goes to work. So I almost feel guilty that she's like going behind his back. But at the same time, if he's beating her ass, I mean, she's got to turn to somebody. You know, but I don't, I don't, I mean, what? Have you ever had a romantic uh, thing go on after someone called you? Oh, yeah. You know, there was one girl who I ended up, uh, it's on my YouTube channel. Um, I got engaged to a girl back in 2008 who I thought was like the love of my life. I was like 22 years old. And um, she she was like the hottest girl you could ever see. I mean, I'm talking like, you know, 34C, 104 pounds, five foot three, like the hottest of the hot. And uh, I, I, like an asshole, got on the bus, took a Greyhound out the fucking co-host New York thinking this girl was going to be like my saving grace. She ended up using me because she, you know, she thought I had money. She called me a golden ticket because she saw me on TV. But a lot of people are like, oh, she used you. I say, dude, she didn't use me because I got the banger every night. So what do I care? I mean, yeah, she didn't get a dime out of me and I still got to sleep next to her every night. So what do I care? So I, I definitely have had love interests from this whole YouTube thing. I actually have a girl right now that won't leave me alone that lives in Boston who keeps trying to send me naked photos. But I'm not interested in it. I don't care. I'm not using this experiment to, send you to get naked photos? You act like she's unsuccessful in this endeavor. Well, no, she, <laughs> no, she sent them. Yeah, so I shouldn't say trying. She is sending them. Wings, take, a, look, take a note here. You see? People do this. Well, well we're taking a note on. We want to see your balls, man. We, we want to see, see the Yeah, we want balls. you to take a picture of your Double balls hangers. and send it to Woody. Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> right, you probably don't do. know, but people who watch the show all the time have heard the legend of Wings and Redemption's unusually large testicles. And uh, I'm putting it really? out there. I want photographic evidence. Send me a picture of your nuts. Uh, he says so they're the size like, so of is it like, is it like elephantitis? He just says they're like the size of baseballs or something. Or, I didn't or say so no, he like said, he said eggs. Like great so egg-sized eggs. eggs. Yeah, or whatever. Eggs. Eggs. Yeah, he's talking about his balls are the size of eggs. <laughs> yeah, dude. Don't you want to see pictures of this stuff? Get, come on, Wings. No, I mean, maybe I don't, but I bet you a lot of girls do. I do. Totally. I mean, you never know. There's some freaky <laughs> girls out there. I mean, some girls. Seventy percent female here. I'm not. Gay. Oh well, then you're probably gonna have some good luck then. Wings. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if you know this, Wings. I'm an amateur urologist, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take a look at these things. Can I get? Can I have certifications? No, there are no certifications for amateur urologist. That, that's not how it works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Woody. Yeah. So, um, how long is the show anyway right now? Yeah, oh, you know, it goes till we're done. I think we tend to run to like three and a half to four hours. Oh wow, I didn't know. I figured you guys ran for like maybe a half hour or something. No, you can stay. As long well, we don't want to. We don't want to lock you in. Yeah, yeah, we know you gotta well, go. Well, no, no, I'm not locked. No, I'm just saying. I I still can get over the fact that I up until you know a couple months ago I was a freaking moron playing Modern Warfare three and getting my ass whooped by twelve year olds. I ended up breaking my. Uh, I had a $1,700 TV I bought. I ended up throwing my fucking remote through it because I kept having this ten year old <laughs> kid talking there. shit to me. Oh, yeah, did you get these nine-year-old little punks that, oh, I'm better than you, and I say, you know what I do, though? Dude, this is the trick. You tell these little kids, I say, guess what? I'm outside of your window with a big knife, and guess what? It shuts them up because they're like, you know, they talk a big game for an 11-year-old. They, they, you know, you think you're talking <laughs> to an adult, but you you got to tap into that little 11-year-old brain and say, guess what, baby boy? I'm outside your window with a big carving knife, and I'm coming in. You know, and that usually shuts them up real quick, dude. I've shut so many little kids up on there from saying that. Or I tell them I'm going to come in and rape their mom. That usually works, too. I usually but, just um, tell them that I've had sex with girls and they haven't. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they usually don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it works, dude. That's why I, I'm glad that I called you guys because I didn't know that I could actually release. I've never spoken, obviously. I've never been myself. Let's just say when I'm doing the phone thing because I'm stuck, kind of you know, going on TV. Oh, I'm oh, the yeah, phone you're on guy. I take phone. TV. Yeah, so I got to fucking I get it. Oh, I take phone calls and you know I'm paying it for it, which is true too. But you know, like I said, I have a human side too. I mean, I'm fucking. I'm a human being too, so I'm not completely Mr. YouTube, obviously, but I have to portray that when I'm on TV or, you know, when I'm doing other things. So this is kind of like a Howard Stern thing for me right now, you know, where I can actually be myself, mm -hmm. which is nice for a change. Mm. So what's what's going forward for you? Like, what is um, your honestly, plan now? I mean, I think the sky's the limit. I mean, I just, um, my plan is to keep taking the calls. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen next. I know the Boston Globe just ran a story on me. It's on their site right now. I don't know if they're going to print it tomorrow or if they're not. Um, if they do, I mean, I'll be probably back in Manhattan spending New Year's in Times Square in Eagle Park or Meridian Park Central. Um, you know, but I don't know what's going to happen. That's, that's what I love about this YouTube thing is you don't know what's going to happen. I, I, wait, I might make, ugh, sorry, I might wake up and people are like, fuck this guy, you know, I'm done with it. Or I might wake up and you know, Meredith Vieira is calling me, begging me to bang her again. I don't know. I mean, it depends. It, it all depends. Wait, who calls you, you know? and begs you to bang her? Well, I was kind of joking, but I wasn't. Meredith Vieira from the Today Show, she was the last time. Every time I do my interviews, after I got off on, uh, got off TV, she had my phone number. She was constantly texting and calling me. And um, my brother and I actually met up with her, and she was a really cool woman. I would bang her just on principle because she's worth like $50 million, But that's not the point. I mean, she's a decent-looking older woman, but, um, you know, Mer you must know who she is, right? Meredith Vieira. So you I say Meredith yeah. Vieira was calling you trying yeah, to get illicit sex? Oh, yeah, dude. I, dude, I, you, dude, you're talking to a kid. I hung out with Tony what? Hawk. Dude, at, my, at my highlight, dude, I was having dinner with Tony Hawk, his wife. I met Bam Margera. I met Ryan Dunn before he tragically died and, you know, crashed his car. Um, you know, I've, I've done a lot of crazy shit, dude. I mean, I, my life is not I fucking crazy. Did, did you verify that's what you just told me, though? Can I verify what? That Meredith Vieira was blowing your phone up trying to get you to Meredith sleep. Vieira was 100%, I put that on my life, blowing up my phone trying to get me to meet her. 110%. Um, every time I went on TV in the green room, all she would keep doing was kissing me right near my mouth, on my mouth, and I'm like, uh, my brother was watching, he's like, dude, what the fuck is going on? Like, it, it took me by surprise, because here I am, so that was my Vieira first was ever, that was my first ever national interview, and we were in the green room, and she's like, you know, you know why you're here, right? And I said, what are you talking about? She said, well, it's a good story, but, you know, the media is all about looks. You've got to look a certain way, and we like the way you look. And it was a compliment. You know, Meredith Vieira, Karen Chetri, I mean, Paula Zahn, all these, you know, really pretty women telling me that I'm good looking. I'm like, well, shit, if I can get with one of them, shit, what does that mean for my career? You know, but, I mean, honestly, though, um, yeah, but, no, that's 110% true. Meredith and I texted and talked for, I uh, talked, wow, spoke for probably four or five months after I got done with the Today Show. So I was constantly talking to her. We kept in touch. And, um, it, I mean, I don't want to, like, go as far as saying I could have dated her or something, but the way she was coming off and what she was saying to me, which I'm not going to really repeat because I just don't want to go there, um, I, who knows what could have happened. I'll just put it that way. So yes or no, so to put it bluntly, yes or no, Meredith Vieira was pursuing you in a sexual nature? 110%. 150 billion percent. You know, and I don't know if that's something to brag about considering she's, like, 50... Eight or six. Hey, I don't know what she is now, but I googled you know, her. I wouldn't kick her out of bed. <laughs> think about it. Like I said, why would you though? On principle, she's an older woman. She's pretty attractive for being her age. 
the woman's a fucking, she's a powerhouse. I mean, she's got millionaire behind, under her belt. She's got today's show. I mean, she's, she's an icon in my opinion. I mean, that's just almost as good as getting in bed with Oprah Winfrey. Why didn't you hit I mean, that, shit. man? What's wrong with you? Honestly, dude, because I, I don't know if I totally could do that. I mean, I could say that it was, I, I don't even know. I, I can't believe I'm even, I can't even believe I'm saying this right now because these, these are the things I'm supposed to keep secret inside my head. I'm not supposed to be saying this stuff, but you know, what do I have to lose? You know, all I'm trying to do is make a difference here. And if I can, you know, if a couple of girls want to throw themselves at me along the way, why not? I'm not going to say no. There you go. Especially if they look like Meredith and they're as successful as she is. Shit, why not? You know? So you know, how many it. of the, the people who randomly called you, though, have you ever met in real life, done anything with? Honestly, I swear to God, I've only met that one girl. I mean, the only oh. other person that I might meet is this girl that's been texting me from Boston, but she's kind of shady. She's a little Latina. And the Latinas in the Boston neighborhood are usually shady women, Section 8. Not trying to stereotype or anything like that. I, like I said, I love all women. I love all colors. But uh, Dorchester Except is black. in this neighborhood. Huh? Except black. black <laughs> yeah. coffee for you, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. Decaf, dude. Me neither. Um, I, Me can't, neither. I can't have any of that dark stuff in my coffee. Exactly. But uh, no, dude, I don't mind Latinas. I don't mind black girls. I just It's just not my thing. But it depends. It'd have to be like a pale Latina or a pale black. Like the Michael Jackson type. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they look like, so you're like telling that me that if they girl, have like some sort of skin disease or perhaps some sort of skin yeah, bleeding, they have that. What, what's it called? Yeah, that Vitilago. pigment disorder. Vitilago, yeah. Pigment disorder. Yeah, Vitilago, Yeah, they have a little bit of that going on. Can you or, infect you know, someone with that? Could you like pick out an attractive black woman, maybe dart her, infect her, and make her, you know? Oh, 110 percent, dude. I, I, I think they call black them woman in rubber and paint. What we're looking for. <laughs> oh wow. Paint her yeah. white, dude. Paint her white. She wouldn't <laughs> even know what hit her. No. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so so all right, all right. So I have, I have a hypothetical here. Yeah. Ryan, Beyonce. Yeah, I'm here. Beyonce. Your, Beyonce, your thoughts. Honestly, would you, yes or no? I, I I would have if she wasn't with douchebag Jay Z. I mean, he's yeah. just they're too much. I mean, they're. They're, the problem with Beyonce and Jay-Z is they're just too much. I mean, you got one powerhouse that's worth a half a billion. The other one's worth a half a billion. And, of course, the stars aligned, and, of course, they found each other. You know, obviously, these two rich assholes just get together. But Beyonce, I would rather hook up with Kelly Rowland, Rowland, whatever her name is, part of Destiny's Child than Beyonce. Mariah Carey, you're talking my language. Nick Cannon can push his ass aside. He's a fucking joke anyway. Well, shots Nobody fired, Beyonce. Hit the gym, girl. What's wrong with you? Well, no, Mariah Carey, I like Beyonce. No, I think she's ugly. That's just my opinion. She has a widow's peak. Mariah Carey, like, old enough to be Beyonce's mother or something like that? Mariah Carey's pretty old. Beyonce's definitely younger, but Mariah Carey, in my opinion, is much hotter, and she's tanner, so I like that better. You know what I was thinking? Beyonce's too dark. Beyonce's too dark, and her eyes are too far apart, and she looks like a fucking praying mantis. You've thought this out, huh? Huh? (laughs) You've thought this out before. You know what? While we're talking, no, I haven't. No, dude, I'm I'm talking. I'm talking off the top of my head, dude. I'm just fucking rambling right now. I'm just talking off the top of my head. Jennifer Lawrence, right? She's beautiful and she's fit. Jennifer Lawrence. Who the fuck's Jennifer Lawrence? She's from Hunger Games. Oh, Hunger Games. I don't watch that vampire shit. Is that like that vampire <laughs> shit? That's, that's, oh. the fight, that's the kids fighting to the death shit, not the vampires. There's no vampires. Oh, I'm looking at Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence is very attractive. I like her a lot. I'm looking at her right now. Okay. I thought she'd pass your test. She's white. No, she's, oh, she's definitely in this photo on that I'm looking at right now. I might put her as my wallpaper in this photo. <laughs> all shit. right, all right. She might have a new fan. <laughs> I think she she is currently the internet, like, She's totally winning an Oscar this year. What oh, did you I say? think she's good looking. 
She's going to win an Oscar this year. She might win an Oscar this year. Didn't she win yeah. an Oscar for her last Hunger Games performance? I don't know about that. I didn't think so, but I would be... What, I, what, I would is, this, what is this Hunger Games shit? Is this just like a piggyback off of Twilight or what? Not at all. No, no. So Hunger Games... No, it's totally different? There's nothing to do with Twilight. There's no vampires. There's no superheroes in it. It's uh, It takes place in a fictional world where... There's this one city that sort of dominates the others, and there's a way to keep them in line. They grab somebody from all the other cities and they fight to the death where one survives. And uh, it just kind of reminds them that they are not... Uh, and they're children. Yeah, and they're children, right? So they're all between like 12 and 18 or something, and they have to fight right. each other to the death. And that scenario, the fight to the death, is called The Hunger Games. In the first movie, you pretty much had focused around that. In the second movie, there was like another one okay. or some more. But anyway... This girl is the internet it girl, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. And I think that the chick from Harry Potter is hotter than Jennifer Lawrence is. Are we t- are we talking about Emma Watson now? Yeah. I think so. Dude, I, I would have dude, I would have banged Emma Watson back when she was fourteen if I could if there were no laws. <laughs> oh, I mean that's how hot Emma Watson well, is. I no, mean I used to watch no, no, no. before we all yell at this man, so would half of male America. If if you got them truth serum, half of male America when Emma Watson was fourteen were like Oh yeah, dude. I I, I I preferred Hermione back when she looked like she was eight. I don't know why, but she just had a better. Now she butched her hair. She, she went all Britney Spears, shaving her fucking head and stuff, charity or some shit. I can't have that in my life, dude. I don't want a shaved headed bitch. I want a nice long hair. She looked good back when she onto. butchered herself. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she got. Dude, she shaved you like her head. smaller like, women, you know what? What? So with with smaller women, we, we call those wall throwers around here because you know you get a little rough in bed, throw them into a wall, pounce on them, <laughs> have a good time. But yeah, no, I, I, Hermione Granger, dude, is is on my A list, dude. I love so, her. So pick one, Hermione or Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, Hermione, dude. Uh, Hermione, yeah, right? Hermione until the day I die, dude. Am I the only one? Hermione, that thinks Jennifer Lawrence is a little bit pudgy faced. Jennifer no, Lawrence, got... uh, no, Jennifer Lawrence is she? It's, uh, it depends. Some of her photos looked a little pudgy. Some of them she had a really skinny face. From what I was just looking at on Google Images, but it all depends an... on what day you get her on. I just think she has interesting shaped cheeks. I think the the her cheek. Wait, how many how many just, people can even how many people are listening to me right now? So I know. Am I just talking to you guys or who? Oh, it's just us right now. But it's going to be about one hundred fifty thousand by this time tomorrow. One hundred fifty thousand people this time tomorrow. What they do? Oh, you see, you're taping it right now. So yeah, doing. Yeah, we're doing the show. Yeah, we, yeah, it's a podcast. We had live stream problems in the yeah, back. Dude, my 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 brother's in the background. He's worried because he's telling me he said you're ruining your image, and I kind of agree with him because I'm being very honest with you guys and being kind of blunt. And so I the thing about this show, this show is, so you may think the things you have said are crazy to us, like we're over here, like our heads are spinning. But just before no. we we called you, we were just discussing a time where I I was talking about having sex with my sister at three different ages, and the lube is running <laughs> from the sky, <laughs> and the dildos are sliding by in bookcases. Dude, yeah. you guys, you guys, you guys are the same. It's funny because I actually hooked up with my cousin, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that because she's my first cousin. I I, I hadn't seen her in like 13 years. Nothing and wrong with that up. as long as she's hot. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, dude, yeah. at all. I mean, I, yeah, they say, I mean, if I grew up with her and I was, like, friends with her my whole life, yeah, but, I mean, I, she wasn't around my entire... I, I stopped contacting her when I was, like, 10 years old. So fast forward to 21, she sees me, I see her, I'm like, damn, she's hot. And, you know, that weird, like, incest shit, and I'm like, why not? It was her idea, too. So I, I say she was the older one, she took advantage of me. That's what so I So did you do the Just deed? You go all the way? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, we hooked up, dude, 110%. And by hooked I was up. actually in, in Uncle Joe's house. That's yeah. your dad. So coitus, coitus occurred in Uncle Joe's house with your cousin. Yes, coitus occurred in Uncle Joe's house. 
110%. We actually we made Joe a shot. We made Joe a shot. Living in a house of sin. <laughs> well, what's crazy is that was the same house I used to go to as a child and watch all my parents get drunk because they were losers and, you know, had nothing better to do with their lives. Somebody sat around by the pool and uh, skinny dipped and whatnot, and I was just a little nine-year-old Ryan and didn't know what the fuck was going on. But it's just weird that it happened in that same house that I would go to when I was, like, eight years old. And, you know, you know, I looked at her. She was a freak. She wasn't even good-looking, but at nine years old, you don't know what the fuck good-looking is. Let so, me ask I mean, you a question. Was, so wait, wait, wait. How old were you when you hooked up with her? Oh, I was 21. Oh, okay. I got mixed up. I thought you were nine for a second. Uh, let me ask no, you no. I, when I was nine, I didn't know how hot she was because I was too underdeveloped. I didn't know what was going on. Right. Let me ask you know, but when you fast forward to 21, you know, you see a hot-looking girl. I don't care if she's my sister. I don't care who the fuck she is. Right, I she think could she's be hot your mom, right? Oh, she could be my... Well, no, I wouldn't hook up with my mom. I wouldn't go that far. No, no. Not Freud my mom. says my mom otherwise, is... my friend. Freud says otherwise. She could be your mom. I said, no, not my mom. Dude. She's not good looking enough. No, so I, have to, enough I now have to no. go to this next question. I apologize if it's offensive. Have no, you t- ever... I don't get offended. I don't get offended. Okay, awesome. Have you ever uh, had a, had like a three-way that involved your brother and maybe a chick? Never, and I would never. I, I think three ways are the gayest thing you can think of. He asked me how I had a three-way with you and a girl. Not only would I never do that, dude, you got more of a chance of me getting bent over like in Pulp Fiction when that dude gave it to the black guy at the butt. You got a better chance of getting me to do that than I would having a fucking three-way with so you. So what exactly are my chances? I don't need two women mad at me after <laughs> two sex. Girls, two, two, two girls, that's a different story, but a guy and a girl, especially like never. I, I think that's gay. I mean, you my opinion, your brother. I think it's gay, dude. I mean, why do you want your balls slapping together? That's fucking we, we, gay. Well, what if you just well, there are ways that you can wobbly H. You don't have to go DP straight off the bat. <laughs> right, right. Like you could go like and imagine her on her hands and knees, and then you from either <laughs> side, capital A style. Are you familiar with capital A style? Um. Yeah, boy, what the fuck are you talking about? So oh, you would man. be behind the girl. Your brother would be in front of the girl. She'd be blowing no, dude, there would be no, no, there would be no brother. There'd be no brother at all. I, you have a better chance of getting me to do a fucking. You, you better get a chance of me doing something with my mom and like my cousin than I would be with my brother. But well, you already did something with your cousin, you so I think we're in pretty good territory right now. <laughs> we just need to get her in the room. Let's be honest. Yeah, that goes to show you where I'm at. And I don't do that shit either. I would never bang a girl with a guy in the room. Like two people, those like whorehouse brothel things. I can't do that shit, dude. I can't concentrate. I can't do it. I have to be in privacy. You know, if it's in a park or something, I can live with that. Strangers drive by, I can live with that. But nobody can be in my room with you. That's my territory, dude. I'm like a dog. i got to mark my pole. You know, that's just how I am. So you wouldn't be doing the chuck holding. Like, a guy couldn't pay you to come in and fuck his wife. No, I, I would do that. I could do that. Well, if he wanted to sit in the room, he'd have to pay me, though. He'd have to pay me, though. He'd have to pay me at least ten grand, and then I would do it. Have you ever paid so ten, ten grand, grand for you to cuckold somebody's wife? Well, yeah, because then I'm getting the best of him. So, you know, if I walk in and I think he's ugly and I think I'm better than him, I'm like, good, I'm getting the best of him and his wife. So what do I care? It's a win-win situation for me. I love this. Cool. <laughs> so so here's the thing about twins that, that I've always thought. I've always thought, you know, it's a copy of you. I, obviously, I don't understand twins well because I'm not a twin. But from the yeah. outside looking in, I'm like, it's almost like it's physically, it's it's almost a perfect replica of me. I wouldn't care if I was in the room while I was fucking in a girl. Right? It's just masturbation when you think it through. It'd be like watching a <laughs> real-life video. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, like, like he's not going to see any part of you that, that he hasn't seen in the mirror before. I got a question. Is the penis size the same between you and your brother? Um, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Can you both check right now? <laughs> Can you both check right now? What if you both send each other pictures? Each other and she's better. 
No, he's shaking his head no on the couch. <laughs> all right, all no, right. No, we can't. You could both send me pictures. <laughs> and I will let you know. <laughs> no, he's over. He said I have too much money to do that. Have, have you, you hooked both, up? Have you ever on? switched places with somebody? Have you ever, with your twin, tried to convince some an outsider that you you were your twin and not you? Or, oh, we used to do it all the time. We used to do it all the time. What we actually did as of lately, uh, he what, what we have a weird habit of doing, which I don't enjoy, is. I'll date a girl for a few months and hook up with her, whatever. And then she's like, oh, you're the asshole twin. Your brother's the good twin. So then she ends up hooking up with him. And then, or vice versa, he dates a girl and she's like, oh, well, you're a dick. I like Ryan Moore. So then I bang her. And it's just weird. We actually, there was a girl, Brittany, in uh, Connecticut, who I, he hooked up with first. And uh, I went to her house, like, this was like four months ago. And uh, I ended up hooking up with her, blah, blah, blah. She came to my house. And then I hooked up with her in her car. And then 30 minutes later, Sean had no idea. He went and hooked up with her. And then she woke up sober and said, what happened? And I said, did you hook up with Sean last night? She said, yeah. And I, Sean told me all about it. I said, dude, that was 30 minutes before after I did. I mean, that's a little weird in my opinion. I think that's dirty. I think that's gross. But at the same time, it's funny because what did that I'll say about her? I'll allow it. <laughs> I will not. I will. I will let you play on that field. I will not throw the flag. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, there's have no flag on that. That's approved. Have huh? you hooked up with anyone whose name we would recognize? Have I hooked up? Uh, yeah, but I'm not saying no. Oh, you've got to give us a hint. I can't. I can't. I can't do that. I can't say that. I can't. I can't. Give us a hint. What, what industry do you work in? I can't. No, I give you a hint. That'll give it away. I can't give you a hint. I can't give you a hint. Okay, you so he can't, can't give us a hint. Us. That's a hint. That's was, a hint. Dude, no, normally, when people industry? ask me that question, I say no because that's what I'm supposed to say. Of course. So I'm shocked industry. I even said I did because it's, but it doesn't matter because you don't know who. So well, it's because we're matter. so it's because we're so accommodating. You you feel at home. Well, yeah, but I also could time. be flushing my career away by talking to you guys right now. Nah, no, 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 ah, you're no. fine. You'll be on the hero of the internet by tomorrow. The hero of the internet. <laughs> Where are you gonna? Uh, <laughs> are you gonna win? Woody, uh, are you gonna be able to put? Um, are people gonna be able to hear this? I mean, I'd like this to get out there just because I've never oh, done an interview like this before. Oh, it'll get there. Yeah, I've never done. Like I said, all my interviews will be seen today. Show, CNN. It's all just a blah. Actually, I have a plan. I'm going to tell you this. This is really funny. I think, in my opinion, um, when I go on the Today Show sometime next week, uh, I'm going to pretend to die on the Today Show, and then I'm going to pop up and say "boo" to everybody and see what happens. That's my plan. The guy just to we, see what happens. The guest we had before you on tonight's show yeah. was doing drugs, telling us how he was going to make a hundred million dollars. Yeah, but did he have any merit? Did he have any credit? Or was he just some dumb None fuck? None whatsoever. Like, yeah, no. But I'm just he saying just that you are the tame one. So Sean, far. the last person they were talking to, they were fucking some hundred million. The guy was saying he was going to make a hundred million bucks and he was on drugs. Some Joe Schmo dumb fuck with a pipe dream. Poor guy. It's <laughs> 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 really funny because we know the guy. <laughs> oh, you know the guy? Dude, I'm sorry to hear that. God's fucking it's harsh. Do you what, know one of you guys? Do you know X Charles? Are you familiar with that name? Like, I know you knew Woody's gamer tag. Did you know him? He's no, no, dude. I, I didn't. I, I all people did in that fucking game was troll me. My work record, dude. I got trolled because every like in video games and I play WoW, dude. There's like recordings of me on Ventrilo uploaded to YouTube because I just I go off like fucking crazy. I lose my cool and I take shit too seriously and I get trolled so easily that I just fucking lose my temper. That's why I broke into my TV. That's why. I have three Xboxes in my house. I can't I can't connect them so I even go on there, dude. I don't know what I'll do. The only way I'll play Xbox is if I don't have a headset because I just can't take it. 
and I, I'm scared that I'm going to like track one of these little guys down and like actually do something. So I just can't. I can't put myself in that position to go to jail. So would you actually stab little kids? I don't think I'd stab little kids, but I'd absolutely scare the living piss out of them. I'd put some like insane con posse like weird shit on, and I'd fucking hide outside the window. That's probably what I would. <laughs> Which song but would you? I, pick? I don't think. Huh? Which song would you pick? Dead Body Man. Uh, Gotta be no, Dead I, Body I, Man. I, I, no, Boogie Woogie Woo, dude. That's what I put on. The fucking. I mean, you gotta uh, understand, like, Boogie, Boogie Woogie Woogie came out when these kids were like a gleam in their daddy's eye. They wouldn't know what it was. No, they wouldn't. But they'd do the creepy ass fucking like tones in it, and they'd shit their pants. So I'd I'd, I'd still win. You know, I have my little knife, and I—I I don't know what I would do, but I—I I wouldn't hurt anybody, though. I could catch up on your hand, like slap the window and shit. I yeah. like it. I like it. But um, but yeah, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, but no, there's no more Xbox in my house. I stopped playing World of Warcraft like four months ago. I—I I did the whole fucking you know pixel thing. And then people are like, oh, you're a loser in real life. You have no money. I say, dude, you know the fuck you're talking to. Get the fuck out of here. But of course, the video game show was like, oh, you live in your mom's basement. Bullshit. Yeah, okay. You know, I don't live with my fucking mom. I live by myself. I have for the last... Well, I, I was homeless for four years, so that doesn't really count. No, so I've only really been on my own for like... Oh, it does? Okay, so I've been on my own for six, seven years now. Because I'm 26 now. I started this when I was 20. You so, see, yeah, and, the, and, the, and the cool thing is is that you know how to live by yourself. You know how to live without an actual home. A lot of these oh, kids dude, that are calling you, like, living in your mom's basement, if they actually had to fend for themselves... And, well, dude, one of the kids, one of the kids talking shit to me was on Ventrilo, and I fucking heard the vacuum going in the background. He said, "Oh, my mom's vacuuming my uh, living room. Hold on a minute, guys." I said, "Dude, you're gonna talk shit to me while in my mom's fucking basement. Your fucking mom is vacuuming in the background. Get the fuck out of here." You know, but uh, you know, I get banned from every event I go into because they just can't handle me. You know, so I'm like, "Yeah, fuck." I mean, then I download Hotspot Shield, and I just keep going in and fucking with them until they ban that, and then I just keep going in and. I'll fuck with them all night. What do I care? I got nothing better to do. Oh, so you just yeah. use a VPN to change your IP? So yeah, you I just use going. a VPN and I just keep going. Like, how do we ban this guy? I'm like, figure it out, dumb fuck. I'm going to keep coming in. So wait, are you, the, are you the uh, Balls of Steel guy? No, I'm not Balls of Steel. I don't even know who that is. You, you've never heard that? The, the, the guy that goes into Ventrilo and trolls people because he's got a VPN and he just plays uh, Duke Nukem sound bites? You know, the Balls of Steel. No, balls of <laughs> steel. Duke Nukem sound bites. No, what's funny, though, is a lot of people, because I'm so graphic the way I talk in, like, in everyday life, everybody in the game say, oh, you're trolling me, dude. Stop trolling. I said, dude, I'm not trolling. Like, when I say what I'm saying, this isn't trolling. But because the simple mind can't handle, like, the crazy shit I sometimes say, they assume this guy's just making it up and blah. No, but that's – maybe I should be in a psych ward. I don't fucking know. I'm just a weird guy. You know I mean? Think about it. I was dumb enough to put my phone number out there, so, I mean, what the fuck? How many you know? calls are you getting now? How often does it ring? Oh, tons, dude. Since I've been on the phone with you, I've had like 25 or 30 go by, and I just I just keep uh, hitting ignore on them since I'm talking to you guys. Wow. But text messages I've had, dude, I can't even count. Do you those. have like That's... some kind of like free long distance and like unlimited text plan? Like I can't say that either. I mean, aren't you scared of the phone bill if you don't have that? Uh, let's just say I don't get a phone bill. Okay. Inquiring minds want to know. I, I, How I, do you do that? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say what provider I have, but I have a deal worked out with one of the, uh, the president of this company. Not the president of the United States. The president of this phone company um, wipes my bill out every month, so I don't end up paying a bill. So which I'm not supposed carrier? to say because he said, "No, it's not a small carrier. It's a very big carrier. It's one of the. It's the third. It's the second biggest carrier in the United States. But I'm not gonna say who. But if you can figure out who that is, then that's who I am." I don't think it'll be too hard. <laughs> yeah, wow. but no, I I, I get I got lucky, dude. I, I've had a I, I've had a free cell phone since 2007. I haven't paid a bill since then. 
That's awesome. Was it after your your call me? Um, I almost said call me maybe thing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> call me maybe. No, it was after. Yeah, they, the the company saw me on CNN, and CNN kind of put them in a position where they had to do something because they were making the company look. You know, they're making them out to be the bad guy. Like, oh, you're not going to help this poor kid out. You're not going to give him three minutes. So they kind of called me on the side and said, listen. You know, don't tell anybody. We're going to give you a free phone. We've never done this before, but we're not going to make you pay a bill. They did a conference call with me, um, the uh, CEO and the president and whoever handles the finance department. And uh, they said, "We're don't tell anybody. We're going to reset your bill every night. Not every night. Every month at midnight, your bill is going to reset. So I used to take advantage of that shit. I'd download fucking ringtones. You know, this was before Android and shit. You know, mm. so... You know, I was down on the ringtones, wallpaper. Do you get phone upgrades, or do you have the same phone from 2007? Because, you know, no, it has to be I actually, No, I actually sold my phone on fucking eBay, and somebody bid like 500 bucks on it. I sold my phone to a guy in Nebraska. He saw me on YouTube. I actually sold a pair of my boxers back in 2008 for 20 bucks. I know that sounds weird, but uh, some guy called me and said, Hey, dude, I'd, I'd like to have the boxers that you wore on the Today Show. And I said, well, he said, I'll give you 20 bucks for him. I said, I'll fucking overnight him to you. Screw it. It so doesn't sound weird to bucks. me. Wings, I will pay $21 for a picture of your nuts. <laughs> 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 but no, I was like, you know, shit, if people want to buy my stuff, like, because I was on TV, sure, why not? But, you know, I tell me, being on TV doesn't mean you have money. Like, people think, oh, you're on Today Show. This guy's like, oh, you and your little mansion. And I said, dude, I don't live in a mansion. I live in my fucking car, dude. My Chevy Cobalt is my mansion. You know what I mean? So it's like I, the, people get the wrong idea about TV these days. They think, oh, you got 20 million subscribers. You must be a fucking millionaire. It doesn't work that way. You have 20 you're fucking... million subscribers? No, I wish I did, dude. I only have like 1,200. I, <laughs> I, I, I got disappeared. Get... Oh, so I have more subscribers than you? Dude, I lost all, I, I lost all my subscribers when I started making rant videos back in 2008. And I started ranting about fat people eating McDonald's and how we have a lot of people in this country that can't yeah. speak English. So all my following, like my my Jesus freak people, they abandon ship on me. So how do you feel about people? I have a question. Please, please, please. I've got you here, Wings. I want to know. You had a large contingent of Jesus followers? Oh, dude, I had a ton. You know, just the huggy, you know, the huggy wuggy type fucking nice story. Love what you're doing. I, you know, Bible Belt people. Just a lot of those people that followed me. And I, I loved my followers. I love all my fans, but I lost like 10,000 subscribers because I started making videos kind of like the way I'm talking to you right now. And it drove a lot of people away. So guys, so like, his, his YouTube channel is Ryan twin 20. If you want to check him yes, out, Ryan twin, has 20. Ryan twin 20. What'd you say? I still can't believe I'm talking to Woody. I think this is awesome. I mean, not, not that I'm discrediting the other guys. I'm just saying that Woody, it's just weird. that Two fucking months ago, I was watching fucking guides on minor warfare. Two on the channel. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's weird. Well, trust me, as somebody that talks to Woody every week, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, see, Woody, you, you thought I was going him? the other way. You I thought I was going the other way. Are, are you guys I'm like? Uh, are you guys there. in the same building? Or are you guys all like skyped in and shit? Skyped in, kind of. Yeah, we use Google. Yeah, no, we got a big, we got a big human centipede going. So you guys, yeah, we deal with. I actually knew Phil DeFranco for a while back before it went on with his head and he got that little kidney problem or whatever it is. Phil DeFranco, sexy Phil. He's awesome. I like him, actually. Sometimes... You I like him? him? What's that? 
You like him? I do. Dude, he, yeah. he tried taking one of my girlfriends from me, dude. Sexy Phil, I call him. You back go through a lot of girlfriends. Back when he was it. Come he on, tried taking Sarah from me. Sexy Phil, come on now. Brian, you can't he's, have he's all the, the back, girls. Right. You gotta, you know. You and your brother can't have all the girls. Yes. Okay? You, you, you yes, I can. I need to have all of them. I want, I want the Howard Stern girls. You're I want those girls. You're on too many women, Ryan. Slow it yeah, down. Yeah, you're right. I gotta calm down. I gotta calm down. Well, yeah, he needs some too because he's getting overweight and shit. So not many, not many people are gonna want him in the next few years. So he's got to get a better haircut, though. That kid's hair is all fucked up. You know that poor guy. Well, you know I feel bad. You, want, you know I know he's. Huh? I like it, man. I like. If you that. want great hair, you've come to the right show. No, yeah, dude. Fucking sexy girl, dude. Every video he's in, it's just he's got a monkey in the bathroom. He take that guy seriously. I mean, he's fucking annoying. He he can't breathe right. He sounds like he's talking through a fucking roll of toilet paper. Didn't, didn't have a speech I disagree with everything you're saying. The man is 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 thirty two percent sexier than you are, and he is insightful, <laughs> and his hair is lovely. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay, exactly. Keyword is 32% more sexier, which means I'm fucking, uh, what is that, 78% more? So fuck him. <laughs> I don't, don't care about him, dude. I'm an old, dude, I'm an old school YouTuber, dude. I was I was on YouTube back when fucking, you know, you could, you know, you could run an Autobot and people could fucking bot their way to the front page. You know, that's, that's the YouTube I remember. I remember when it was just one page and it was dominated by this asshole named Renato or Renato. I don't fucking remember. I mean, he did that dumb Mentos experiment where... Boom, they, Mentos in a thing and it blows up, yay, and it got like 10 million views. Fucking dumb. You know, there was no Ray William Johnson, there was no fucking, it was just like Sexy Phil, me, and City. a handful of other people. You know, and then back when YouTube, like, you know, was, I mean, I think YouTube was better back in the day, but that's just me. It's too confusing now. I don't even know how to find videos on there anymore because I haven't been on it in seven years. So I don't even know how the fuck it works. I'm shocked I could even make this video. You know, I barely knew what I was doing, dude. I don't know what the fuck's going we, on. We, we looked at your video. I, I wonder if you know the the proper procedure for internet video is landscape instead of portrait on your phone. Mm. Well, you know, it's funny you said that, dude. Thank you for fucking reminding me and pointing out my flaw. I As soon as I took it, I said, dude, I talk shit about people that make their videos. Like, I'm like, this dumb fuck does not turn his phone sideways. And here I go and I fucking do it myself. So, I trust me, I keep myself up about that every fucking day, dude. All right, Brian, I, have a, I have a question for you on the modern or, or the modern issues of today. Uh, mm-hmm. You mentioned fat people and and, uh, and fast food and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, I was wondering what your thoughts are on fast food workers, specifically at McDonald's, wanting fifteen dollars an hour as a minimum as a as a livable minimum wage. What are your thoughts on that? The world wants I, to I, know. I, I don't think I don't think that anybody working at McDonald's deserves eighteen dollars, fifteen dollars an hour. I think that they should keep them at eight dollars an hour where they belong. It's an entry level job. I mean, my fucking left toe could get a job at McDonald's. I mean, it's not it, it's not a hard gig. I mean, flipping. I, you're talking to a kid. I worked at Wendy's back when I was sixteen for about ten seconds. I walked in. I drove up in my shitbox car that had a fucking uh, coat hanger keeping my muffler from falling off the back and. Uh, they said, oh, this is what you're going to be doing. They put me right on the window making sandwiches. I made one sandwich. I looked over my shoulder, and I, I said to my coworker, I said, is the manager gone? She said, yeah. I bolted out the door. I never looked back. You know, I don't I do not do that shit, dude. I can't do customer service like that. I can't. I just can't do it. I, I, you can make an I'm argument a, for that the job is worth more than $8 an hour. I, I, dude, motherfucker, they would have to pay me 25 30 an hour to stay at that job. So wait, because, I'm I mean, I, up. You said they're only worth 8 but you require 25 well, that's different. That's because I was working there. So maybe everybody else should be getting like eight bucks an hour, but not me. 
Are you scared it's going to inflate the price of food if the if the money goes up? Like, what? Why? Why do you require twenty five and everybody else has eight? Like, what are your fears? I'll tell you why. Because I spent six years homeless in my car, so I I don't give a shit about the government, dude. This country, no offense, is going to hell in a handbasket. Well, you can't even go into the government. Wendy's is a privately owned organization. Huh? Wendy's isn't the government. It's a privately owned organization that happens to make hamburgers. Well, yes, but the problem is the money that you're getting paid that is still government money. Whether it goes in your pocket or not and you earned it, it's not your money. I mean, anything, if you want to dissect shit, it's not your money. I mean, this isn't even my goddamn phone. You know, some asshole up in a fucking, you know, building with a sky rise built this phone. I didn't make it. The point is, is that to work at Wendy's, I would, you know, you got to make more than eight bucks an hour. I, I think I would, that bet, you deserve I would bet more money that some, some lovely lady in China made your phone than a guy in a high skyscraper. Lovely lady in China made my phone, dude. No, I'll tell you who made my phone. Somebody in a sweatshop yeah. that lives in a bunk bed that eats ramen noodles all night made my phone. A yeah, child in phone. China made it. <laughs> Why do you think you know, the screen is so tiny? You ever huh? take the back plate off an iPhone? Those but if that so child tiny. sent you interesting, provocative pictures, would you be... I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it depends on I'm not going I've never, been, I've never I, been with a Chinese woman, so I, I, I can't comment on Chinese. I, I thought about I, where that went, and it was... Would you lay claim to all the Chinese sweatshop women? Are they all yours? I, wait, what would you say? Would you lay claim to them? Like, if Sexy Phil wanted to date one of them, would you, like, <laughs> no? Uh, if, uh, I would welcome Sexy Phil, because that would end his career, so it would make me nothing more than happy. Oh, I'd like to see him off of YouTube, dude. He's terrible, dude. He tried, dude. He, he was hitting on my girlfriend right in front of me, dude. Come on, you don't do that kind of shit. And if you do it, you don't well, deserve to well, live. Well, you don't do, you do, you don't do that. The man's got a point. What line did he and use? He I'm gonna know his. I'm gonna know his come online. Huh? What line did Sexy Phil use to try to get your girlfriend to break up with you? No, he didn't what use the line. Game? He he was he was bullshitting. There was a time when Sexy Phil was like homeless. I guess you could say he was rebounding around from. You're uh, breaking up, buddy. I think he, no, I'm here. I'm here. I keep, get, I keep getting beeps. That's why. That's why it breaks up because people keep calling me. So I'm talking to you on the phone. Sexy that I Phil was what? Sexy Phil uh, went down to Florida. I, I knew Sexy Phil when he had ten subscribers. He knew my girlfriend because he followed her on YouTube, and um, he followed the Kara's the girl I met through the whole YouTube thing that I told you ended up using me, but I didn't care because I got the banger every night. So what do I care if I get used by a hot ass girl? You know the point is that. He was making moves on her, calling her every day, you know, this and I don't know what the fuck he said to her, but she wasn't buying into it. So I was like, look at this clown. I didn't think, fast forward six years, this motherfucker was going to have, you know, millions of subscribers and actually have a net worth. I mean, he doesn't deserve a net worth. You know, just because he's dying with some sort of kidney thing, I'm supposed to feel bad for him? Come on. You know, he uses that, dude, he uses that whole thing with his pancreas or whatever to his advantage. You know, he cries about, huh? I think he makes good videos and he got where he is by working hard. That to me is the uh, yeah, but you, you know why his videos aren't that good, dude? Because he uses some sort of fucking editing shit where Jump the cuts. kid never takes the kid never takes a breath. It's just all one sentence in a five minute video. It's fucking Jump garbage. Jump cuts are interesting. They they, they allow you to yeah, speed but, up the pace of the video to YouTube time. Yeah, but why does he have monkeys hanging on his wall? That's kind of weird, dude. Like he's got a bunch of monkeys and he's got. Don't he's fat. I mean, it. he's fat. He's not attractive. I mean, his girlfriend you... is so far out of his league. I might, I might drive down to wherever he lives and try to take his girlfriend from her. I mean, sexy Phil is a fucking disaster, dude. His girlfriend Lindsay's hot as hell, though. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'd love nothing more than to be with her, but you know. Do you think uh, his girlfriend Lindsay is kind of like your your Kara, that she's banging him just to try to? Honestly, dude, when he met her, 
actually had fucking, because uh, I followed both of them, obviously, because, you know, Kara did, and I, I wanted to see what he was doing myself. Not that I liked him, but I just wanted to see what he was up to. And uh, he got this girl big on YouTube. I mean, not as big as him, but I genuinely think this girl, you know, I saw his pathetic proposal to her in Arizona when he did, he sold out. I, this kid's selling out little stadiums. I don't know. He's like a fucking Joel Osmond, that fucking preacher on TV. I don't know how he does it, but Phil is selling out little stadiums. I don't know how. I so think Sexy Phil is awesome. I have called him when I was like switching networks and, and asked for he's his advice. Dick, dude. And he's I am not co-signing on your negative opinion of Sexy Phil. Okay, but how come? Then how yeah. come? How come when I was when I was down and out and I needed his help, he didn't help me? Why did I help him when I was younger, but he wouldn't help me? Because I'll tell you why. Same got to his head. He got big on YouTube, and he figured a little guy like me, fuck me. He's like, I don't care about this kid. And he stepped on my head. Did you? Yeah. You know, so. Help? Yeah, I asked him for help. I asked so, him for help so, many times. So, Phil, he, he stepped on your head. You're saying that here on the show. Yes, he stepped on my head. And, well, not literally, but, I mean, figuratively speaking, yeah. I mean, I reached out to him, and I he he was making – this is when he put up a donation page on PayPal or whatever, and he was tying people into donations for some kind of walk for cancer or whatever he said he was doing, or pan, whatever pancreas thing he has. I don't know what he has, some kidney stone thing. And uh, I reached out to him for help, and he was too busy trying to get with my girlfriend to help me. And uh, I have no respect for him just because of that. Uh, back in the day when he was the underdog, he talked to me all the time. But, you know, he gets a little couple million subscribers and he thinks he's too good for everybody. So I, I don't have any respect for him just because, A, he tried to get with my girlfriend in front of me, which is the worst thing you can do to a guy. It's, it's fucking rude. And there's certain lines even I won't cross, and that's one of them. Um, now, if your girlfriend comes to me, that's different. That's okay. You know, but don't creep on a guy's girl in front of him. I mean, if you want to do it behind her back, that's all right. Just don't do it in front of me. You know, yeah. don't let me know about it. If he did no, that, but I, and, you know, we don't know. But well, he, dude, he, he, could, he be, could have helped. That would be a not cool move. To creep no, I mean, girl. yeah, I mean, but he could have helped me, dude. You know, I mean, he, he had the money to do it. He raised like a few hundred thousand dollars. I didn't have a fucking pot to piss in, dude. I was going down the tubes with my alcoholism, and he, he didn't give a rat's ass about me. So that's why I don't have any respect for him. Does he make decent videos? I give him credit. I think he reports well. I think his voice is a little obnoxious, but that's just me. Um, I think, he, like I said, I think it sounds like he's talking through like a toilet paper roll, but that's just me, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, my my people I look up to on YouTube. I mean, as far as besides you guys, obviously, um, Howard Stern is the biggest. Obviously, Howard Stern, Howard Stern right? I, I, he is he's a driving force. I, I was supposed to do something with him, but he didn't take me seriously because, once again, my news story is a very, it's a very family-friendly story, and it's, you know, the same thing. It's very repetitive, you know. Oh, I well, you know what? Calls. After this show, he probably might come calling. <laughs> well, yes, it is. I might actually have a whole new audience. Maybe I'll fucking start, you know, I've had MTV reaching out to me about a reality show, but before when we filmed the pilot, they said that I was too, uh, they said you're not being yourself enough, and I, I was, this whole YouTube thing was, the YouTube thing was so ingrained in my head, like, I have to be a good boy, I can't be a bad boy, so I, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't able to be myself, and talking to you guys, this is either the smartest thing I've ever done being myself, or maybe one of the dumbest career-ending moves I could have made, I don't know yet, I'll, I'll have to wait until I see what happens tomorrow. I'm looking at your channel, you, know? you have more than, you, you have five videos, you need more, man. I'm a, well, the thing is, dude, I had like 20 videos. I, like I said, when I went on my psychotic rampage, I, I got rid of every video on my channel, and I, I said, fuck the world. I mean, I made a bunch of videos that my last video I made three years ago before I totally quit YouTube got 5 million views, um, and it was complete hatred. And it, like I said, I regret it because I lost 
I lost a lot of loyal followers, and all because I wanted to make some fucking dumb videos about Mexicans and uh, no Espanol was called, and I made a video about fat people living at the house, and it totally it it it, it made MTV say so what, MTV. What is your opinion uh, of fat people? <laughs> um, honestly, I feel bad for the fat people that have like pituitary gland or thyroid problems or whatever they're called. But the fat people that eat themselves into oblivion, I I'm, I I look at my watch and I just wait until they just fall over. You know, like, wouldn't that be I, cool to be like at McDonald's and see one of those tubs of shit just fall over and have a heart attack? Dude, when I, I I would love nothing more than to see that. And when I'm at McDonald's, dude, personally, I don't think anybody over X amount of weight should even be allowed in there. But then again, half the workers that what, work there are overweight. Right? You know, but it just, it disgusts me, dude. Every day, I don't go into McDonald's often, very rarely, because I can't. Have you ever been when in the mine at McDonald's and has seen one order, like, two meals, and they, they want to pretend like they're taking it to somebody else? <laughs> dude, when I've actually seen my brother and I, when we go to drive through, there'll be this asshole in front of me, and a typical minivan, you know, the soccer mom with the, you know, those stupid uh, those stick figures that show how many kids you have and how many dogs you have. I think it's disgusting. But, uh, you know, they pull up to the drive through and they're sitting there for 10 minutes with some big fat bitch, and every time she moves, the whole car moves. And she finally pulls up 10 minutes later, and for that split second, you can see what's on the screen, and it totaled like 40 bucks. And I, every time I get up to that window, I say, why would you even serve that sicko? Get them the fuck out of here. They don't need the food. It disgusts me, dude. It really does. No offense, yeah, but yeah. it just disgusts me. I, I, I remember the time that he actually uh, made a lawsuit. Like, fat people said McDonald's was getting them fat. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what do you expect, dude? You're eating fucking ground up like fucking corn and cow's hooves mixed with fucking like thousand, uh, thousand, excuse me, like 10,000 calories worth of just oil alone. You don't think you're going to get fat when you order something called a Big Mac? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they deserve it, dude. They deserve it. I mean, I, I gloat in, you know, these people's misfortune just what? because. <laughs> oh well, God. Ryan, Ryan, I, uh, I have a question. You gloat in their misfortune. Yeah. I have a question, too. Please let, let me go, go up because I've been holding well, my Kyle, while, Kyle, Kyle. So, Kyle. So, you have <laughs> Do you think, Kyle? So you've mentioned, I want to know which group of people you dislike more. Immigrants who refuse to learn English. Yeah. Um, overweight people who are just gluttons. Or the Jews. Honestly, immigrants. I have a huge problem with people living in my country illegally, considering I can't even get into fucking Canada because I shoplifted when I was 16, and they held me at the U.S. Embassy back when I was 18 because I shoplifted when I was 16 a bottle of cologne from fucking Sears, and I got caught. It was a film, and I thought it would be sneaky to go in the bathroom and put it down my pants. That didn't work out too well. You were not so, a very good shoplifter. So Canada, Canada can kiss. No, I'm a terrible shoplifter, dude. That's why I don't do it. You know, back in the day, you could shoplift from, like, Hot Topic and shit before they started putting those ink pens and shit on there. You could just go in the changing room like I used to do and put on, like, 20 Slipknot t-shirts and walk out the door, and they didn't know a fucking thing. And you then know, the whole world would know that you love Slipknot. <laughs> but yeah, no, Which is Slipknot honestly, was a good band, or is a good Slipknot, band. Slipknot, Slipknot, you know, Wait and Bleed and their self-titled album like that, that that was the Slipknot I enjoyed. You go into Hot Topic now, they got Justin fucking Bieber, they got Lil Wayne. You know, I missed the Hot Topic that was Deftones, Nine Inch Nails, Slipknot, Juliana Theory, Census Fail, you know, good, you know, well, Census Fail can't be Honest American Music. <clears throat> Yes, exactly. You know, Pantera, fucking uh, Disturbed, you know, just stuff like that. Even uh, Hate Breed. Mm. But you, I know uh, that... You mentioned politics earlier. Do you want to talk about that at all? Or do, you, do you have I honestly, feelings I don't, I don't know. Dude, I don't know anything about politics. Whenever I make online profiles and it says, like, liberal, conservative, 
all that. I just say I don't know because I don't even know what the fuck those terms mean. Dude. I don't have a clue. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you I mean, mentioned I'll like the U.S. government I, I, I or like, something earlier. I like Bill O'Reilly's views. Whatever he is, I, I, I agree with like 80% of the stuff he says. Okay, so, so, is, so all right, I can tell you which box to click. What um, is he, conservative, liberal? Right-wing conservative, <laughs> yes. Right-wing conservative. Okay, then I, I, I agree most, and I agree with this whole food stamp cut. I truly do. It's long overdue. I love the fact that all these fucking... I'm not going to get totally stupid. Entitlements, you know, they didn't earn it. They came here and they're just taking from us, right? Exactly. You know, they they got these anchor babies, you know, these fucking, these brown skins come here, they have a child, and all of a sudden they're legitimate. That that doesn't fly with me, dude. Because it doesn't fly in any other country, but it's okay. America turns their head to it. But every other country, if you ever did that, you can't even go into Russia, dude, without, you talk shit about Putin, dude, or Putin, whatever his fucking name is, they'll throw you in jail for 10 years. You know, look at the pussycat, whatever their name is. They just got out of jail over there. You know, and they're Russian natives, so, you know, you're not going to catch me going out of the country, dude. I don't trust fucking anybody, dude. Saddam himself might be lurking in the grave, dude. I don't fuck with him. I think, and that's why, no offense to troops, like, you know, the people in Afghanistan and stuff, I feel really bad about them. But, you know, I, I they're stepping on IEDs every day, and I, I have a hard time feeling bad for them. I know that sounds really bad, but, I mean, when you sign up for this type of thing, I mean, you're going to step on a few lines. I mean, that's just the way it works. But I have a hard time. A lot of the troops that I've talked to and met, they're very rude. I mean, I get what they're going through, but they're just not nice people. They're just a bunch of young rebels that want to shoot somebody. I mean, that's all it is. Our military is fucking fucked up. It's, I mean, look at China and shit and fucking Germany. They're way ahead of us, dude. You know, America right now, in my opinion, is just going downhill. I, I think if there is a God, this shit is going to end in the next 10 years. So Ryan, so, Ryan, you had, you had an issue with, um, with fat people. Um, Yes. And going to the to the government and, and stuff for help. But what about yep. people that like abuse substances and go to, to go to the government for help and subsistence? What about them? Like how do you how do you, uh, well, how you're do you talking, balance you're talking, that you're, that, that you're, scale between Well you're talking it's a tough line to draw because you're talking to an alcoholic. So I mean you're talking. I mean not anymore. I mean I was, but I believe if you're an alcoholic you always are, you always will be, whether you drink or not, you still are. I I, I think people that are at rock bottom like I was that, that say, listen, I need help. You know, I, I need to get into rehab, go into detox, which I did. I stayed in detox for, you know, seven days, took Librium, you know, uh, ended up staying for another 30 days. I went upstairs to the recovery unit. You know, I did that on my own, and I, I, I pride myself in that because a lot of people right now don't know when they have a problem, and I, I was man enough to say, I have an issue, I need help. So and who, I, who I, I when you do that? Did you pay well, for the insurance? thing is, I, no, I, yeah, I had insurance, and it wasn't state insurance. I paid for my insurance, so I didn't feel guilty doing it because I paid. I, I paid for almost all of my treatment. My insurance only covered like half of it, you know. But I have no problem if people want to better themselves. What I have a problem with is people swiping their EBT cards for fucking cigarettes and alcohol. I have a big problem with that because all the people out there that actually work for a living are paying the price. Just a just like our prisons. I mean, we're everybody's paying millions of dollars a year in state taxes and federal taxes to house these delinquents when they really need to be euthanized. I mean, that's my opinion. I mean, I think we should bring back mandatory sterilization to almost every, you know, household in this country because everybody's out of control. You know, back when I was 12 years old, dude, I didn't talk shit to anybody. I looked up to people that were a minute older than me. Nowadays, I got 10-year-old punks that are talking about, you know, fucking me in the ass and shit. You know, not cool, dude. Kids are out of control these days. The, the system is out of control, and I think but, you it's know, ten-year-old gets small. So teams. euthanasia, yeah, euthanasia is the answer. Yes, I think, yes, I think it is. 
Mandatory huh? sterilization. He Mandatory said. sterilization, I don't think, obviously, I mean, I'm just fucking around when I say it should be for everybody, <laughs> but I really think that judges should really bring that back. In fact, it's actually taken place a couple of times in the last 10 years. I think it's a good thing. I mean, for the women out there that have 20 kids that are in DCF care or foster homes, I don't think they should be allowed to reproduce. I think reproducing is a luxury, not a, priv- uh, a privilege, not a right. I mean, in my opinion. Just tell me. I mean, I actually have a child, and not, nobody knows that. I, I have I have two kids, you know, and nobody knows that about me. I don't tell that to – I didn't tell that to Fox News tonight. I didn't tell it to the Globe. It's not something I share with the world because I, I, I've brought up my kids in the past, and I, I'll kill you if you talk about my kids. I literally will fucking kill you. So I, I don't go there because people like to use that to their advantage and troll me. How old it. are your kids? I have a 15-month-old – oh, 16 months. He'll be 16 months in a week, and then I have a three-month-old. So my kids are my life. My kids have nothing to do with what I'm doing. So I, you know, my, the reporters that came to my house tonight, they said, oh, is, you know, those, is that your, your brother? And I said, my brother is my fucking son. What are you talking about? You know, because I, I mean, I look young, so I get it, but I'm, I don't look that fucking young. You know, but she said, oh, do you want your kids in the shot? I said, I'm not putting my fucking kids on TV. Get the fuck out of here. I barely want to go on TV. I don't want them in it. You know, but they have nothing to do with it. The problem is if if you show any sort of weakness in this whole thing, people take it and they'll run with it. And I'm too sensitive to bring them into it because I get really offended. Like, when it comes to shit like that, I get offended easily, and I don't want to, like, start trolling and going crazy. You know, so I just leave them out of it. But, yeah, I have two kids. Nobody knows that, though. Well, they do now, obviously, but they didn't before. (laughs) Well, they will in a bit. I was wondering about this, so... You talked about, um, you know, the youth and, I guess, the, the issues with them. What about discipline for children? I'm wondering about that because I grew up, my dad whipped my ass with a belt. Like when, no, I, no, no. when I, I, dude, I used to get hit with a coat hanger and a belt, so I know what you're talking about. I got hit with all that stuff. But do you, you know... Absolutely not. I don't believe in it. There's nothing... Hitting a child is just going to teach hatred. I mean, if I grew up... I mean, I, I look at how I grew up, and I grew up... I grew up disliking women strongly because of my mom. My mom's an alcoholic. She pops Klonopin, pops Ambien, falls asleep, wakes up, talks shit. I mean, so many nights, too, when I was homeless, I had to crash at her house. And putting a bullet in my head would have been a better option because my mom is just the weirdest, craziest. I mean, dude, at 22 years old, if I didn't get off the computer at 9 p.m., she called 911, dude. So many times she called cops because I wouldn't get off the computer and they'd come over. Or my mom would trip over a coffee night and bash her head open and she'd call the cop and say, oh, my husband hit me. But nobody hit her, dude. My mom is so bad, she makes me check her closet for uh, burglars. And she makes me go into her bedroom when I go to her house for the night because she thinks that there's somebody in her bedroom. I mean, thinks I come from a pretty dysfunctional family except for my dad. My dad's a psychologist. He's a behavioral specialist. He's a good guy. But my mom, her side of the family, they're fucking tapped. Do you have a good relationship you know, with your dad? Uh, um, it's it's not as good as it should be. He thinks once again. I called him tonight and told him about how all this was taken off again, and he started laughing and he kind of hung up. He's a dick. This is the same guy I sent six G's to uh, two weeks ago when he needed my help. My dad's never turned to me for help. My dad makes six figures a year. He's never needed help. But he happened to hit a low point. He needed my help, and I gave it to him. And you know what's fucked up is to this day. He, he, I can't even get him to co-sign for a car for me if I wanted to. That's how much of an asshole he is. After all the money I've given him, he still won't help me out. So oh, he can kind of 
Sweet. Yeah, but he's a dick. I mean, dude, you know how doctors are. Dude, that's why I'm glad. People are like, oh, you don't have a degree. How are you going to give advice? And I'm like, dude, I don't want to be one of those fucking clones. I don't need a degree to help people, dude. There's nothing in the rule book that says I can't give advice. I mean, who the fuck do you to tell me I can't? You got a million dollars off your friend's Powerball winnings, but you're out of money now? Well, that's no. I don't want to confuse because I actually. I have a little GoFundMe set up right now, so I don't want people to think I'm rich, and I don't want people to think I have money. Do, do I have access to money? Just to get your ass, I do. Um, but it's not. It's really more my brother's than my money. It's not really mine, but since we're twins, we kind of just share. When good stuff comes my way, I hook him up and vice versa. But, no, the, the GoFundMe that I have set up, like the news talked about tonight, what I plan on doing is using the money to give away to random callers that call me, like, People that I'm really touched by or people that, you know, end up enjoying my advice or whatever, et cetera, um, I plan on meeting a handful of people from this experiment and documenting it and um, doing whatever I can to make their life easier. I know it sounds oh, it's so snappy and so nice, but no, that's really what I'm trying to do here. I mean, at the end of the day, all the stuff I've said to you guys, I'm being real, I'm being myself, but I, mean, I do have that soft side for me, and I'm, I am a good guy deep down. I just, I don't show it all the time, you know. Hmm. So I'm like I'm like the most contradicting like weirdest person you'll ever meet because I, I, there's just so many different sides to me that you know people are like oh you, like the way I was talking to you guys before bullshitting you about like you know talking about stupid shit fat people and whatnot like people say oh it's fucked up but I mean I am who I am I can't change that but just because I say all that doesn't mean that I don't still care about people you know what I mean we're all human yeah. for Christ's sake so yeah, I don't want people human, to, everybody's got thoughts like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I, if I, the way I'm talking to you guys is the same way I would talk to, you know, I, it'd probably be worse, but I'm trying to kind of keep this semi-PG-13, you know, but I mean, it, when I'm with my friend or something, I mean, I'm a whole different person. I mean, similar to the way I'm talking to you, obviously, but well, like I said, when I do the TV stuff, I can't act this way. And the problem is I'm, I'm actually starting to get kind of worried about everything I said because I'm starting well, no, to... Well, see, here's the thing about that. The TV audience is just an older demographic. They're not... Mm -hmm. it, it, the internet is such is so much more of an edgy place. The stuff we talk about on the show is you really you're you're right on par actually. Like you're literally well, right on. I par. didn't I didn't know anything like obviously going into this. I didn't know anything about your show, so I don't want people. To I think, know like, it, that, that's why it's so funny. That's yeah, why this it's is so off funny the top that, of the head. That because because you're saying this stuff, and we're all thinking. I bet he thinks he's getting out of hand here, or maybe he shouldn't have said this or that. But in reality, we're all like, yeah, this is just another show. This is yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm used to, you know, the, you know, Melissa Mayhan, the girl that, you know, uh, was at my house tonight. This girl, I can't believe you did this reporter. She's all over Huffington Post. She's in those blooper reels. She's on that blooper reel right now on YouTube that's on the front page. Wait, uh, did we just figure you know, out who the famous person you slept with is? No, that's not her. I wish, dude. I wish. All right. This, this, this girl that I slept with was nowhere. I mean, she was hot, but she was nowhere near this girl. Um, I would I would cut off my I I'd go fucking uh, Van Gogh right now if I had to cut my ear off for if I had to I mean shit that's how hot she is dude I fucking mail it to her it's I don't care. Good plan. Chicks dig that. Cut but she did off, tell me she, she gave me a nine out of one to ten and uh, she told me she's not married. But I'm not gonna be that creepy guy like trying to talk to her. I'm just leaving her alone. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be that guy. And I don't want to scare the poor girl away. She just interviewed me and I I want to count my blessings that. You know, at least she was in my house. Maybe later on, I can like get on my hands and knees and sniff my carpet for a scent. I don't know. I mean, that's probably the closest I'll ever get to her again. You know, but I probably won't wash my carpets for a few weeks. But other than that, you know, she's a cool girl. You know, Melissa Mayhan, I think her name was Mayhan Mahan, whatever. 
But um, I just hope, like I said, this isn't career ending for me because I just started getting this off the ground again, and here I am, like, saying everything I shouldn't be saying, and I'm just fucking spouting off the handle here, so I'm our, hoping this doesn't... Ryan like Twin saying, 20. Before, our general topics are... It, it's it's a lot like the Stern Show. We're all, uh, Woody and I... Know well, and that's how I am. I didn't know. I mean, I had Woody taken as, you know, from the gamer stuff. Like, I, I didn't, not to be rude, but, like, I'm not, like, a big YouTube surfer, so I don't, like, pay attention. But I definitely, I was like, what the fuck is Woody's gamer tag? I remember thinking that, like, a couple months ago, and then I saw it, and I ended up looking at his channel for, you know, reviews on certain games I was playing. And I never thought anything of it, though. I didn't think I'd actually, like, be doing anything with you guys. It's weird, I, right? I didn't even know you did that. Yeah, I, that's why you said, I, that was, when I heard Woody's gamer tag, that's the, First thing I heard when you left me a voicemail, and that was what got me to call back. Because I, I, right. I was originally going to right. bed. Yeah, I was going to bed. Yes. And I heard that. And I heard Woody's game retired. I said, I'm going to bed. And I said, well, you know what? I'm just going to stay up a little longer, even though I've been up for 25 hours now. And I've had, like, you know, I've just had no sleep lately through this whole phone thing. So if but you I mean, have what a you, couple what? more minutes, there's a series we do where we ask sort of um, – we ask I have, questions. like, I'm being honest, I have three minutes. That's what I have. Perfect. Okay. If I don't go to bed, dude, I'm going to end up sleepwalking or something out my fucking house, dude. I don't want to do that. Okay, Woody, will you no, run I've the mermaid? No, I've done that. It's fine. Will you <laughs> run the mermaid question, and then I'll run the animal question? All right. Are you ready, Ryan? Oh, I'm ready, dude. I was born ready. Okay, you are on a deserted island. It's just you. Your ship sank. You're there. It's a small thing, big enough to live on, and your companion is a mermaid. Do you want the top yep. half or bottom half to be fish? Um, I want the top half to be a fish because the way I see it, dude, uh, when the lights are off, you don't know what you're touching. So I don't <laughs> mind that. I don't right. mind that, dude. I'd rather the face be a fish because I can, I, I've dated some fishy women in my life anyway that smelled like fish, looked like fish, so I can live with that. <laughs> top half I fish. can live with that, dude. That's right up my alley, dude. I mean, that's like the girl I lost my virginity to in a tent that smelled like a tuna taco, dude. None that so smelled like fried that. chicken, though, am I right? Yeah, no, I swear to God, dude, the girl I lost my virginity to, I was 12 years old, her name is Jessica Taylor from 10 Past. Well, I shouldn't even say that, but uh, I was in a tent with her in Holland, Massachusetts, which is like no man's land, and I didn't know that the vaginas weren't supposed to smell like fish, so to me, I'm like, I'm 12 years old, I'm getting lucky, I didn't know what I was doing, but... All I got that whole year was shit talks. I banged the disgusting, like the nastiest girl in the school, but I thought fish scent was normal. So what do I know? Okay, so here's the next question. Yep. You are going to have to have sex with an animal. That is a given. It ha okay. it, it's It's undeniable. <laughs> okay. Which, what animal, yep. what animal do you choose? Uh, that's a tough one. Um, if I had to pick an animal, I'd probably say, can it be a fictitious animal or does it have to be a real animal? They could be whatever you One want. One of each. Be a dragon. Uh, I was thinking a unicorn. Just because, you know, I could hang on to her horn while I was banging her. I mean, that's all I could think of. At least that I have something to hold on to. Or I could, uh, oh, I know what I could do. I could use the unicorn horn to uh, stimulate my prostate gland while I jerk myself off. <laughs> that would work. I mean, I could do that, right? <laughs> One of the best answers ever. That would be perfect. It would be like a little buck plug, you know? Exactly. There perfect, you go. Dude. All right. So, yeah, dude, definitely a unicorn, dude. I think we should wrap Painkiller Already 161 on that note. Yeah, absolutely. That Thank, was you awesome Thank, you Thank you for showing up. Thank you for joining us, Ryan. On. Thank you. Yeah. Guys, make sure you rate guys. this video. This is a good one. This is a good one. Rate it. Hit what, the like button. When will this be up? What, how can I find it? Tomorrow yeah. afternoon, most likely. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow sometime lunchish, maybe shortly after that. This is 161, right? Yeah, how do I find that? Just go to Woody's Gamertag, or where is it? Just Woody's Gamertag, Woody's Gamertag, You posted us a video? I do. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll be on Woody's channel. Correct. Mm -hmm. 
All right, so should I, like, subscribe to you and be cool like everybody else? or what Everybody do do? should subscribe. Everybody should subscribe to, subscribe to Woody. Yeah. Also, Wait, you, are you guys on Twitter at all? I am. I'm at we all are on Twitter, yes. Yeah. Well, can you, um, well, uh, no, I don't want to fucking sound stupid like I'm trying to get publicity, but I was going to say, is there any way you could just tweet me real quick and just say I did your show or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, what's your Twitter handle? I can do that. I mean, yeah, because I, I, just, I just made a Twitter this, tonight, so I only have like 20 followers. Don't make That's fun about of me, to change. That's going to change. That is but so no, I, well, yeah, well, yeah, wait, do you think this is going to like get me somewhere? I mean, I, I'm yes, being more this is going to be great. So here's what I recommend. I, I love everything we heard from you tonight. If your mm-hmm. Twitter was more like this, your Twitter will go mad. You'll hit 100K well, within is, like, two I, I months. I just made my Twitter. But the thing is, I don't want just a bunch of... I mean, my ultimate goal, dude, is like, I don't think I'm like a comedian. Thing. I don't, I don't, I'm not a comedian. I'm just me, dude. Like, I don't, everything I've said to you tonight, I, I think about it, how can I rehearse anything? I, I didn't even know I was going to be talking to you. Everything oh, I say just comes off the top of my head, dude. And I, that's, I, I talk better when no, I can don't just feel bad, Brian. You're, you're the average American boy. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, but I want, I'd like to think that I'm one of the most memorable people on your show. I don't think many people come with oh, my Oh, you are. Don't be a You're the more interesting of the two guests I, we had tonight. Yeah, I think I'm in my own little category. But if you, you can are. you, you know, my, my Twitter is Ryan Twin 20, obviously, like my YouTube channel. So if you can okay. tweet me and then I can follow you and follow you and we can all he and circle jerk together, that'd be great. Oh, that sweet. Sounds, I love circle jerk. Right so what alley. is it? We're Ryan Twin 20? Ryan, yeah, Ryan Twin 20, just like my YouTube channel, Ryan Twin 20. Everything Facebook for me is Ryan Twin 20, but right now I'm trying now, to get my He's got Twitter better branding there. than you. Yeah, he does. Yeah, tw- <laughs> he does. He, tw- does. Tw- yeah, right he now, already he, has better branding than me. God <laughs> damn it. I'm just, right. it was, I, I tried. I'm like, you know, right now I'm focusing on Twitter. I don't really give a fuck about Facebook. You know, I'm trying because some for some reason everybody uses Twitter right now, and I I I don't know why, but that's just the way it is. Facebook is. But so if you can just tweet me or something, say something, or so is this going to be in video format on your on your website it on will, your yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you'll show up as like a bubble that that talks and every everyone else is on video and stuff. Wait, do you think this is going to give me a little bit of exposure, or do you think people think are going to so. care? Yeah, it should be good. Yeah, I think it'll be yeah. good. I think it'll be good. Exposure will happen. If uh, our, well, dude, this is this is the most different interview I've ever. I've never done an interview like just like I said, everything I've done, I've had to be prim and proper, you know. <laughs> well, this, one of the cool things is this is a this is a really young demographic, a younger demographic. Actually, with the, with PK. It's not, is it? It's a good mix. It's, it's yeah, we've got. It's our, a really good mix. Yeah, it's, it's we actually, older teenagers, young adults, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, what was it? Oh, oh, and YouTube's about connecting with people. It's it's different than television. It's about making a, yeah. a, a relationship. Well, that's why I mean, in, as far internet's like the underground. You know, TV's where you got to be proper. I mean, I can play my games online, and I can be Mister Formal on TV. You know, there's a time and a place for everything. All right, Pinkular already. So are you gonna are you gonna tweet me right now or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tweet you out. You better, dude. I'm holding you to it. <laughs> My Ryan Twin Twenty, dude. Just do something, dude. Get me some followers. Do whatever you got to do, dude. I got to get out there. This is crazy. Ryan, everybody, go follow him. Go <laughs> follow right. me at right Twitter, now. Ryan Twin Twenty, please. All right, PKA. Once All right, thanks, guys.